It's Tales from the East End and Carl, it's Monthly Madness, it's the Prof. We're back for show 2018 and it's a uh, happy new season, Carl. Happy new season. So, uh, we're not alone. It's We've got Tony O'Dowd and we've got Derek Tracy. So, uh, two hoops legends and Johnny Blues. So, popular goalkeeper in your day, Tony, say hello. How's it going? And we have Derek as well. How are you, lads? Yeah, Derek, 11 different minders, 17 seasons, and 486 appearance. The Fisherman. The, the Fisherman, Derek Tracy. Derek Tracy. <laughs> so, uh, first of all, we have to get the plug out of the way. We have our fantastic sponsors, Cardio Pennyhill. They've provided all the delicious beers today. Derek is on the Cobra. Uh, Tony O'Dowd is on the... He's got a sweet soup. He likes uh, Archer's Thieves. I'm on the Cobra as well, but we've got some German beers for Derek as well because he was playing football in Berlin last week, so... We're, uh, very, we're very, very grateful for all the beer that they provide. And don't forget to go in and ask for Louise, and she'll give you a great recommendation for all your craft beer needs. Some lovely, lovely stuff there. And, as, and of course, Flagman Oil, who's provided us with our lovely flags for uh, for this season as well. If you need a flag, which is the, probably the perfect time to get it just before the new season starts, Flagman Oil, and give him a shout, and he'll sort you out. He's, uh, he's done all our flags, and he does great stuff. We've got chocolate and biscuits, too. Chocolate and biscuits, like Brussels in here, isn't it? Troll back to the Dan and Paula show. Yeah, that's oh, it. Chocolate. So, uh, Derek, you're still recovering from Berlin. Yeah, and uh, he's not even off the booze. We presumed he was, but I knew he'd twist his arm. He's, yeah. got, a, he's got a beard in hand. And, uh, Derek, you played in the Republic of Ireland's Masters 4-1 win over Czech Republic. And uh, you've still got it, apparently. Well, I wouldn't say me, no. In fairness, I think it was Tony Grant was the man. In fairness, and Mark Kenny, a few ex-Rovers lads, performed on the day. They were banging in the goals, weren't they? I think Tony got two. Trevor Malloy, another ex-Rovers, he scored as well. And I can't think of the, the last one. A big uh, Jan Collar up front, what was he like? I think he was drunk. Is he, <laughs> is he no. carrying a bit of lumber? No, 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 he was in good shape. They, they'd him, they'd another lad called Kuka, um, who scored against Ireland a few years ago in the early 90s. And another, another lad called Ulich, who had about 48 caps. But, it's a bit uh, of pedigree anyway. They had, but I think they were the only team that drank Barnes now. Yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah. And the Czechs do nice beer in fairness. They do, and they're well able to hold it in fairness. To them. That, game, that game that Derek mentioned, that's the only game I was ever at. The old Lansdowne Road, I think. And the old Lansdowne Road, yeah. yeah. That was your first, would you say it was your first game? Your first oh, Ireland no, game? Yeah, my first. I actually went to another one, the Brazil one. You and I went to. The Brazil one, 2004. yeah. 2004. I went game. to that Czech one. Nil all, but still, we were in awe. Yeah. Rondinho, Ronaldo, Rivaldo, all our idols in front of us. It was yeah. super rubbish game, but still, <laughs> it was. Uh, and Leo Vragar saw you off the airport. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. It was just a chance encounter. I'm sure. I'm sure it was It was nice of him to turn up, you know. <laughs> Hashtag repeal the eight. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna listen to a clip of Greg O'Halloran, <clears throat> and he was singing Nessun Dorma for the Seftenberg locals. So uh, we're gonna play that out now. Dorma, Nessun Dorma, Tu paria bello vieso, Aria bello vieso, Guariando se 
September and he did it on the bus coming back but the problem is no one wants to sing after him yeah. <laughs> it's standard it's too yeah, yeah he does a fair uh, Joe Dolan as well now. Joe Dolan oh he's brilliant that yeah, Joe really take yeah. that medley he's got it all and Tony you played a bit of Masters football hasn't uh, yeah for Leeds I got two all right. yeah I played for went out for that kind of Yorkshire kind of cup thing it used how to did be that come about a lad I used to play with there, mainly in the reserves, Dylan Kerr. They were looking for, just looking for a keeper one year, and uh, he just put my name forward. I actually thought it was a piss take because <laughs> yeah. a lad from Sky Sports rings me and he goes, uh, "This is blah 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 from Sky Sports." And You're like, "This is no way. This is legit." Good one. I hung up on him. <laughs> so I rang back. He said, "No, no, see, it's not a wind up." And then uh, I said, "I just still didn't believe him." I said, "Look." You have to email me that stuff. I'm not believing you. Because you know, he's saying, he's trying to organise flights and all. And I said, no. And do you know what? It. I completely agree with you. I 100% believe it because I like I do this all the time, ringing players up and they just don't believe you at all. Like I rang yeah. Joe up, right? Yeah. And I said, listen, are you interested in coming on the show? He goes, fuck off. Who's this? And I think he said someone on his team, he goes, he put yeah, you up to yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> no, I swear. And then he, he wouldn't call back. So her brother, my missus brother, plays for the team. I had to get him to persuade him to take the call. So that, listen, it's true. to some guy, uh, they thought he was a, a scout or something for hearts. And the lads arranged a flight over to Edinburgh and everything for him. <laughs> So he was walking around the airport in Edinburgh thinking this scout was going to meet him. It was just a lot of things. That's pretty Mark O'Neill. Hopes were so high. Oh my God. And uh, do you enjoy coaching with the under 12, Tony? Yeah, love it. Um, it's actually fantastic down there now, you know. The, um, like obviously Shane Robinson's over at um, over the academy and that sort of thing, you know. But like it's a, it's a different world from I did a bit of coaching at uh, Luke and United before I went up to Rovers and it's just a different world like and it's 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 fair it, it Rolls is, Royce of uh, yeah it's it's just it's a professional setup obviously I was over in Leeds mm-hmm. and it is just a professional academy now you know what I mean you do you want something you get it you know what I mean Robo, really yeah, it's like that that's Robo bends over backwards I don't know how he does it like you you call him obviously I'm just one of the, the lads up there but I'd say he's in he gets called all the time. Yeah. You know, and there's no problem to him. You need something, he'll sort it. No, he's a good lad. We mm. we ring him every so often and <clears throat> just just for news, updates, anything he wants to talk about. Yeah. The kids are in the final or anything like that. Mm. And he's really, really helpful. But even there, like, we were trying Thursday night and we had uh, Glenn Crown and Stephen Bradley was doing the session for us, you know. For the twelves. For the twelves. And yeah. he know he knows him and Glenn 
know all the players' names. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not Sun Troy plays yeah. him, doesn't he? Yeah, he plays, yeah, yeah. Is he a goalkeeper? No, he's not a goalkeeper, <laughs> thank God. Thank God. And uh, listen, as we've had loads of questions sent in to us for Tony and Derek, and by far the most popular question, Tony, I think you know this is why don't you look at the camera? <laughs> that every <laughs> every photograph that you do not look at the camera. That that actually started with uh, it was the same Pat's um team photo, you know the team photo you get yeah. at the start of the year. So we were all just kinda lining up and you know the the ca- the cameraman's a grouchy old fuck, you know. <laughs> and he was oh look, you know, did this do this and the lads were just taking the piss, you know what you do with all the lads together. So eventually we kind of all got together and I just happened to glance away and he goes, Keep up, keep up. Look at the camera. <laughs> so I said, right, fuck you. I am not looking at that camera. Whatever you do. And he was there shouting and the lads, oh, just look at the camera, just look at the camera. No, you no do fucking it. way. So ever since then, I just that said, was it. that was yeah. it. Yeah, you look like you're just contemplating something. <laughs> something very interesting, you know. <laughs> Um, uh, the under 12s coaches who obviously love you very much go with this question they were wondering about this as well so they got in touch to ask about why you don't look at the camera and they said and I quote is it to hide half your fat head <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually Paul Fox <laughs> saying that and Nolly O'Brien and Steve McGuire um, it probably is now nowadays it is but uh, not back then I was a very handsome goalkeeper <laughs> and they followed that up with is this why you never wear a hat I tell you, Derek's balls are cute, but <laughs> I tell you, if there's one person in the world that hair really suits, it's me. Without hair, I would be in bits. <laughs> and once I put a hat on, I'm like, I don't know. Oh, you look ridiculous. I look, it's actually <laughs> disgraceful. <laughs> I, tried a, I tried a baseball, we were going on holidays once and tried a baseball cap on and said, you know, try it on, missus. She actually just nearly torn green. Just, take, said, that just off. take that off. <laughs> so would you rather let four goals in, in a game? Because of the sun, the wear a cap. Yeah. <laughs> I have probably done that. You're not vain. Why did he come for that cross? <laughs> yeah, so we just started out of Pats, though. I actually found, came across this picture back in the view playing for Derry. And look at this. Look at this. It's the face in the camera. The prop. Yeah. What oh. happened there? That must well, have been free. The eyes. That was up the north. Yeah. Was. What's going on? That would have been yeah. 95 or 6. Once they say shoot up there, you just, <laughs> just freeze, you know what I mean? <laughs> you're doing what you're told. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we did a podcast at the end of December and it was a secret location. The only episode we ever recorded outside of Johnny Blues, it was only an hour and 12. Now, listen, we said we did it, it was a guerrilla style podcast. We uh, we said we'd do it on the run and uh, it was a short show in months, but uh, our apologies for the sound issues as well. First 25 minutes or so was a bit iffy. That drove but, uh, insane. Yeah, yeah. Now we sorted it out in the end. But listen, it was, like I said, Gorilla Podcast, and we got one out. We just threw one out. So basically, I have two settings to remember. If I, if I forget either of them, we sound like we're in a bathroom. Yeah, no. Like LOI Weekly in the bathroom. Yeah, League of Ireland. Jesus, lads. <laughs> in a pringles. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's for another day. Together. I think it must have been yeah. a stress of working on postcard, was it? Something. Yeah. Yeah, that, so that video that we were mentioning the last show, remember I was saying I was being filmed. Yeah, the, post. the promotional video. Yeah, on the I job, was yeah. briefed at the end, and you could see me just stacking the box. But just wanted to say <laughs> I'm not taking the blame for Anthony Kill's season ticket being sent I to New Zealand. That. Sent to New, Zealand, to New Zealand and back. I don't know. How, I, no, I, I'm not taking the blame. That's for not that, my fault. It was opened as well, and he, yeah. he got it in the end, though, didn't he? Sent to New Zealand and back, but he still got it. So we're still on it. We're still on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes, and everyone knows. Uh, you can pretty much find us 
everywhere on any podcast app. So we've got Overcast, Player FM, Podcast Addict, Podcast Republic, and now, Carl, we're on Stitcher as well. Yeah, I didn't realise you have to register on Stitcher. Yeah, Stitcher's That's a pretty good, because that's both... You can use that on both your iPhone and Android. Yeah, so pretty ev- good. everything's covered then. So you can listen to us anyway. Now, any phone, anything you have, you can listen to us. Our dulcet tones. And Tony and Derek. <laughs> Put Cheers. you to sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> or in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that week, we recorded the show. Just before the show, we were out doing football loves us. And uh, the lads still have it. Just playing a bit of football, tennis. Tony won. And right before Christmas, when um, the videos they went viral, I mean, fair play to Glenn Cronin, it was fantastic. Hashtag, I mean, it just it has gone viral pretty it much, great, hasn't it? Yeah. Hasn't I'd it? Say it looks great, you know, it yeah. really has. And yeah. it's one thing that I've noticed, especially in, in Luke and Tony or Luke as well, there's no kids out playing. And like, I, I got my young lad goals for Christmas and made sure that he's out playing ball and, mm-hmm. and things like that, but it just doesn't happen anymore. There's no gangs of kids out playing ball. I mean, mm-hmm. we used to have street leagues in Crumlin. And we go out and like like me and the prof would be out playing out in the back where the Ben Ben Dun- where the Ben Dunn gym is now. Corporate monsters crushed our childhood dreams. <laughs> but we used to go play football. Glenmore Dun Drum used to play out there. Darren McGuire used to play for me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, that's where we play ball till it got dark, and then we'd be on the road playing ball. Mm-hmm. You'd be fucking smashing windows. You'd be doing all sorts mm-hmm. playing ball. And it just doesn't happen anymore. Like, this, this, this like whole I said, football, the street leagues. It's all over. You'd be going to Walkins Town. You'd be going mm-hmm. to Drimney. Yeah. Your road would be playing different yeah. roads. You'd be playing for different. It was fantastic. It's you'd be even out on your own with a ball. That's, that's it. The ball off the wall My young lad goes out. I send him out if he's in there. Uh, yeah, so the Rovers Academy, they put together a series of drills and videos how to encourage kids to get out, put the computers down and get out and play ball. So it was a fair play to Glenn Cronin. Oh, Duffer. Yeah. Duffer was in the background. He's, 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 quite, he's a quiet guy. Do you, do you see much of Duffer? I, I wouldn't see much of him now. Obviously, they train on different days, but um, like you just talk to the lads around the club and... Like, He's got time for it's everyone. It's quite intense you know I mean? at times. Yeah. I give him well, that. <laughs> you have to be, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. It's if you can learn off him, you know. Yeah. He's one of the best players ever to play for. Yeah, him. unbelievable, isn't yeah. it? It's, unbelievable. It's, it's good to see him so focused yeah. And, yeah. and involved with Rovers. I mean, yeah. I think we've uh, a bit of a diamond on our hands there. So uh, they were shot on Christmas Eve and uh, they were shared through a WhatsApp group and they were only intended as homework for the academy players. But uh, it was suggested that they post them online, and it just it's took it took off big time. So Glenn Cronin came up with it, and uh, he said he wrote it on a board in the academy about four months ago. The hashtag, yeah, the hashtag. And yeah. he said Duffer said he wanted me. And we needed a catchphrase. I said to him, "What about get your feet on the street?" And he hammered him. He said, "It sounds like something out of Hollywood." <laughs> Dance the lizard. Yeah. <laughs> Put a tango. Yeah. It's great dancers. Isn't it? but, uh, yeah. but, like it's. I can understand where he's coming from. I think I read something about he said so. He said, "Listen, I'm from Ballier. Brad's is from Jobstown, and now they're pretty much not head honchos, but they're involved with the biggest club in Ireland, and they they're, they're living their dream pretty much. And football is looking after them, so football does love them in that sense. You know, I think it's a great, great idea, great initiative." Mm-hmm. Duffer doesn't say much in them, do you notice? No, he doesn't like the camera at all. He was never like that, though, was he? He was and always a quiet guy. Yeah. Damon O'Mary on RTE was watching the videos and he said, I've never seen Duffer look so menacing. <laughs> but I can tell you, Gera has. Yeah. You have seen him look so menacing. <laughs> yeah, he has. He's shot me down quite a few times. He doesn't, like, uh, doesn't want to do sound bites or anything like that. <laughs> I've told that story once or twice. Um, yeah, so first it was the kids. And the first team got involved. Lukey Bourne leading the way. 
uh, and they did a battle with the under-13s. I got a few recorded outside Kickstart Fitness as well. They were using pillars as cones, and Darren Dillon has a few skills as well. Darren, Darren's awesome. a bit of a ball, I know. And uh, Space Invaders, that was that's one of my favourites. Absolute yeah. cracker of a game. We used to always play just down the road yeah. there, but the someone did one with hoverboards. See that Space Invaders. <laughs> What there was one v one, there was squares, football, tennis. As the lads were playing earlier, who won? Who you? Goodies. You, Tony. Yeah, Tony's no the victor. Touch and check. One rematch. Flicks and volleys, chase games, triangle games, wall ball, crossbar challenges, top bins challenges, caribou challenges, all sorts. Yeah, we had uh, Nicky Burns' ten-year-old son Rocco. He was playing curb and catch. So we could actually have a goalkeeper for hours one day called Rocco. Yeah, think Rocco, about that. Yeah. You think of a song already. Yeah. And then we had other clubs joining in. We Declan O'Rourke, we Richard Dunn's family in Monaco, Alan Kelly's kids in the US. Alan Kelly still haven't hasn't given Rovers a penalty in nine years. Yeah, and uh, I think two years in a row now he's the referee of the year over there. So we good really making waves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good ref. doesn't give Rovers any fucking penalties. That's a good ref. Yeah, it's still a brother refs over here as well. Oh, does he? Yeah. I think he does, yeah. doesn't he? This is a brother ref. I think he's a little brother ref. And uh, me and my son, we were making our own videos as well, knocking around the streets of Lugan. Tony, your son, Troy, did one. Yeah. And then we had Pat Flynn's tackle game, Gary Dempsey's curb game, and uh, I have to say, one of the Rovers coaches stole the show, Paulie O'Brien, yeah. in Philadelphia. Did you see that one? Oh, yeah. He was at the Rocky the Steps. steps yeah. So they did. And then oh, they, we did. We yeah, did, yeah. yeah. Excellent, yeah, excellent video. Brilliant, yeah. Brilliant. Fantastic. So fair play to Paulie for that one. Terrible touch. Uh, the whole thing, the whole thing was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> terrible touch. <laughs> God, was, say what hole, it? <laughs> it was great PR for the club the whole thing especially it was done just before Christmas the perfect time mm. and it was really <clears> simple <throat> and practical Yeah, so it was a great idea yeah no fantastic stuff so and uh, but of course there's always one some fell on Facebook saying that Rovers are irresponsible and that someone might get a belt of a car yeah, so I mean what, what what do you say to that just ignore it ignore it ignore it who does that man there should be five-side games on the road. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah, see five-side. World Cup as well. World Cup was a cracker of a game. We'd have mm. one goalkeeber, two teams, mm. and then you'd just be... Pot- be game shots. Oh. <laughs> He's getting belted out. Yeah. But there was always someone on the road that robbed the ball or something. Yeah, we had Mrs. Mooney, didn't we? Oh, Mrs. Mrs. Mooney tormented us. Wrong. But you know what? In fairness to the prof, he was the first one. Yeah. Second of the ball went in the garden. Everyone legged it. She was watching. She was watching the whole time. First one to step up and get the ball. He'd he, he just say, what's she going to do? I don't want to get her. She'll show, she'll scream. I'm still going to get the ball. She had a team for herself. <laughs> he likes all of it. Yeah, so uh, Justin Mason said that it annoys me when I see the no ball game signs these days. So if kids are playing football, they're not doing anything else. But it's so easy for them on, like, in fairness to Simeon, you know, it's like it's, PlayStation 4 and online it's and they don't, even have to, they don't even have to have the mates in the room they're playing, playing yeah, yeah. I think it's the headset and talk to them yeah, yeah exactly yeah, no, the thing great. is like we, we think oh we used to do this when we were younger what if we had them oh, you, you, you know we probably would have been the same, same you know? Know? what's it going to be like <coughs> true years? yeah I mean you can't really you can't just criticize them for so what they have exactly, yeah true you know? true that's a good way of saying it so Derek there's an apology here for you Justin Mason he was very sorry for leaving you over his all time 11 what? Yeah, it must be someone else. Yeah, yeah, he did change and he put you in ahead of uh, Toll. So he, uh, he feels better. Yeah, oh, <laughs> he said, Can you forgive him? Can you forgive him, Derek? I'll let, I'll let him off. Yeah, <laughs> so he changed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 he got just because I'm on this an hour ago. I'll be back out. Is he gone? Yeah, he's gone. 
and uh, we always see Tony on Facebook, but Derek, do you do the social media? No, 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 no. 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 Jeez, no. A bit of a Tony? No, not at all. It's just, <laughs> it's just one of those things. I had to get on Facebook for a few photos years ago. Did you look away from the bodies? <laughs> the word in my photos. Your photo is a bit strange. Your head's sideways <laughs> when you look at it. No, I never got, on, got onto it. I'm like Richie Porty. Richie Porty sends you a text now on LinkedIn. Yeah, he, he's missed. He's missed actually using text or WhatsApp. He's gone straight to LinkedIn. You're old school. <laughs> and Jason Maloney, are you familiar with Jason Maloney? Yeah, yeah, yeah Jason. Yeah, he, uh, he has a question for you. He says, "This is for you, uh, Tony. This is. Um, do you remember when he scored against you in another 11s Gaelic football match? Was left foot." Um. Yeah, I do actually. Yeah. <laughs> Under 11th, don't tell me you remember that. Um, I do now. I think it was a De La Salle game. I think we obviously still won anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, Say it with Jason Maloney up front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, and you remember that one, Jason? I do. I've got video footage of Jason up and dirty. Does he remember that one? Oh, <laughs> oh he's got a <laughs> Oh, the ransom members that one. Was he scarred with his left foot? Oh, yeah. no, no. He was finger wagging, he was. <laughs> and, uh, Laz, what teams did you follow growing up? I, I would have been a Man United fan. I had no kind of interest in League of Ireland. It, I was living out in Holt. They didn't reach out there, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But I remember actually in school and that there was two guys in the class. They were big Rovers fans. And uh, they used to be always going on about it. And I was like, Jesus, it's a load of bollocks, you know, League yeah. of Ireland. Uh, I, I was the typical like English kind of premiership yeah. support. Barstool, like, as we call Yeah, them. exactly, Barstool. But I remember Rovers played uh, United in a friendly. And right. Rovers beat them 1-0. Devastated it was. I had to listen to these two for a year. You know? <laughs> so uh, it's funny enough I end up playing for them. Then. And what about you, Tom? Um, it probably would have been um, Arsenal because of all the Irish lads. The Irish guys were there, Brady yeah. and that. Yeah, uh, Pat Jennings and all. It kind of started because um, I was I was playing for Stella Mars and um, the chairman of Stella Mars got me Pat Jennings' autograph. Oh yeah. So he was my hero then. So Do you know what it is? It's me. it's all about your first encounter really with football that yeah. means something. Like mm -hmm, my yeah. I, I have no absolutely no connection to Liverpool whatsoever, but my little lad loves Liverpool. And I think it's just the way that they play football at the moment. He loves the way yeah, they play they football. Play stuff, yeah. So that's his first interaction with yeah. football on the TV. Yeah. Like he likes Liverpool but he absolutely loves Rovers as well. Like we'll talk about the team selection yeah. each week each week and like he talk about who we signed and things yeah. like that. So it's it's really refreshing. To see him talk about yeah. football and have an interest, a genuine interest, yeah. because for a couple of years he wasn't interested in football, and I didn't want to push it on him, and I was devastated that he wasn't that's interested. Son, yeah. and it grew on him, son, yeah. and it was natural, yeah. so that's yeah. why I was happy with it. So, so it would have been a lot of Leeds fans though in the late eighties, early nineties, following Leeds in Ireland, like because oh, John yeah, Jaws would yeah. play for them. Oh, oh, yeah. I think anyone over fifty. This is partly is a lot of lads. Yeah, about yeah. they're yeah. all yeah, right, over yeah. fifty, you know, because of what you're saying, the Johnny Joyce. Yeah. So, how old do you think we are? So we're not already the forties, masters. No, but I, it would have been it was all a lads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one's from Mark Lynch. How did Derek feel about him being selected ahead of him on the second year team in Ratmines College of Commerce? The manager was a certain Mark Lynch. That's for me. Yeah, I was in college with Mark. I remember, remember that. He's actually telling lies. That's a wind up. I can't even remember Mark Turner. No, hey, you said second year. Yeah, sure. I didn't even go second year. Oh, I'm taking in after the year. No, the first question to me: What about you being scored on? And now, yeah, I played. Yeah. Ahead I, mean, I think the lads are making it up now. Yeah, I'm a bit there. I packed it in after the year. I end up doing the the false course with Rovers. 
So oh yeah, was so it? I was, was in college. Not, for no you. offense, I, I, I oh. don't want to sound like I'm, but that was around back then. Oh the yeah, football yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went there. I, I finished. Someone Harry Kenny runs now, isn't it? Oh uh, no, <laughs> no, no. This would have been totally different. Do you remember the course Roy Keane was on? Yeah, he would have yeah. done a league of Ireland course. Course, um, the likes of him was on a Pat Fenlon, oh, Ryan Floyd. Right, right, right. So Rowers at the time, the course being Rowers. Well, we're not getting involved. That we we'll do do our own thing. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, it was John Devine, Liam Buckley, Charlie Charlie Walker, and Paddy Gallagher were the coaches on it. Right. So there was about twenty of us on it, and uh, so I only joined it for the three months of the summer. I was meant to go back to college with Mark, you know, <laughs> and uh, but I enjoyed it that much. I never went back. <coughs> yeah, I just stayed yeah. the course for about four years. You know? It's. Uh, I was brilliant. Though. And Hardy Kenny would do something similar before. Hardy do, Hardy does something similar now. Uh-huh. Gino, Gino Brazil does something. That, that's similar. a brilliant course. Yeah, oh, yeah. My missus brother did it, and he he just got up every day, trained, yeah. did a bit of work in the in, in, a, in the college. Yeah, you, you do a bit of like nutrition and stuff like that. Absolutely, we did. Absolutely. No, it was a fantastic course now, you know. You're more or less a full-time footballer. Eight That's exactly it. You're getting up, you're training, yeah. you're eating, you're doing well, you're, tr- you're going to the gym. It's a fantastic yeah. course. So it's uh, <coughs> more of them. I'd, I'd love to see more well, of It benefited them. me now, I have to say. I, when I went down to that course, if you rated the 20 players that were on that course at that time, I would have been 20th. Yeah. And about three months later, if you did the same ratings, I would have made me in the top three. Do you know what brought me on? Tony's laughing. Yeah. A few bouquets <laughs> yourself. Love seventy and left. <laughs> and uh, Tony, when you were going to college, you were a trainee marine surveyor. Is that right? I was. Yeah, I did. I did. Why are you so surprised? <laughs> sure, we could have got your job out in Holt. <laughs> yeah, I did that for about um, did that for about a year, and uh, then I so I signed from for uh, Leeds. But uh, it was a great year. Like you. Uh, you're down, you're down the docks all the time, and you you're now cold in the middle of winter when you're down the docks there. You know what I mean? Trying to open the container, and see what's inside. But um, actually, fantastic year sort of thing. You know, and you're you're working with like really hard men, dockers. You know yeah. what I mean? They're bleeding, they're hard nuts. But uh, yeah, it's kind of only nineteen. You're saying you bleeding grow quickly down there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's great, great year though. And uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have left. That's yours. Is it? I only went to Leeds sort of thing. Well, great year. Who, who knew that? Some I research. Knew some research, research there. My research. Going uh, already. <laughs> yeah, both of you actually made your senior debuts in the same month of the same year. It was mm-hmm. August 1989 in the Lancer Senior Cup. Tony, you were at Shelburne. That's right, yeah. Derek, you were at Brawers. You were right, it was an 18 year old from Belvedere. That's right. And you scored your debut against St. James's Gate. Mm-hmm. So, talking about joining Rovers, and were you surprised by how quickly you went into the first team? Oh, without a doubt, as I was saying earlier, for Tony slaughtered me. Um, to be honest, <laughs> I went down. I went down to Rovers, and the height of my aspirations was play for the second team. I thought that was it. I'd no kind of schoolboy pedigree. Thought that was your level. Yeah? Oh, I thought that was my level. I was playing with lads. Like I, I went down to Belvedere for a year, and from my local club, Holt Celtic, and it was a big jump, you know. Yeah. No disrespect to the lads that I played with Holt. Belvedere were always. But Belvedere going from Holt Celtic to Belvedere was a huge jump, and then going from obviously from Belvedere to Rovers. Seriously, playing for the second team, that was the height of my aspirations, you know. So it was actually named Buckley got injured. So I was called up and they ended up playing and scoring on that game, yeah. I remember the game, actually. And uh, now we, we have uh, Ronan Finn. He told Rovers fans not to panic over the club's quiet approach to the transfer market. And in an interview for the Mirror, he said, what do people want? Constant turnover. It doesn't happen in England. It doesn't happen in world football. And I never expected seven or eight signings. I expected... Four and there's plenty of time to sign players. Now I completely agree with this because if you look at our turnover last year, we had twelve players in, twelve players out. The guts of it, right? 
teams don't do that. He's dead right. Mm-hmm. He's, he's right. And I, I love the fact that now people called us club men, right? Mm-hmm. And said that we were pretty much uh, toys of the club. You know, we were... were <laughs> puppets. Yeah, puppets, puppets. <laughs> one guy said this. We will call... Yeah, we will call... One guy Like, it. we're happy with what's going on at the club at the moment. That's being honest. We're happy with Bradley. We're happy with the way the team's going. And it is a massive year for Stephen Bradley this year because he has the team he wants pretty much pretty much give or take one or two players that he could bring in he has them playing the type of football he wants to play it's a big big season for him and like you're talking about turnover again you can't have players constantly coming in coming out um, let's be honest how many players have we lost we lost what eight, eight players this year but they haven't been kind of regular first teamers bar Simon Madden so you've lost Madden Duna Webster Curry Connolly, Connolly. these players weren't featuring heavily and you could pretty much say mm. You, they're easily replaced so well with Finn is talking about he's talking about the panic you know from panic you know, Rovers are panic five days after the, the season crazy ended fans. they were like where's the new signings mm. like, it's been far now plus fans are taking that LOI transfers account way too seriously because he's he's got a bone to pick with Rovers now remember he got duped oh Connor. yeah he got duped yeah one of our one of our lads sent on uh, a fake kit preview and it was like something out of UCFL. It was like something. It was a horrible kit. And your man posted it online, going, yeah. "Oh yeah, sneak peek of Rover's new yeah. kit." It was a brute looking yoke. And ever since then, he's been trying to tear us down. He's been like, "Oh, Bradley's failed why, uh... transfer policy." I mean, just well, listen, you can't have constant ignore. turnover. Yeah, I, I completely agree. With what's going on at the moment with the transfer? Policy. I mean, you have to pick. Because Bradley can do that at the moment because that's what he needs. He can just pick and choose where he wants to improve in the squad, and that's that's what we're doing at the moment. I mean, our starting eleven, I think, is as good as any as any in the in the league in the league now at the moment. So, uh, the Rovers first team squad are back training January second. That's when the balls got rolled out, but they're in the gym since early December. In with uh, Darren Dillon's kickstart fitness, Greg Bulger said that they've been in the gym. I'm working hard, and it's for this is his first 52 week contract. I didn't know that, mm-hmm. so, so that's all new to him. New to him, yeah. But it's the way forward, really, isn't it? I mean, it gives the players a sense of professionalism, makes them want to play ball, and and um, it, it's it's just uh, like being around the players as well, Carl. I mean, you know, from from doing interviews and that, it's a uh, it's such a professional setup. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been on the kickstart? No, uh, Tommy, no, it's no, it's unbelievable. Yeah. You really do have a serious like I mean they'll start at nine in the morning, do a bit of foam rolling, they'll do uh, they'll have a bite to eat, they'll do a bit of training, they'll have a break, they'll do a bit more training, they go out to their to Darren Dillon kickstart, like it's a really professional setup. And I, I can it's a, I'd say it's a joy to to, to be involved oh, in. Mm-hmm. You'd love to have that one. We were it's playing it. Yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna say that's spoiled for it seems like that, you know. Again, all you do about the phone parties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all you do is contrast with what we had. Oh. We'd be going training, you'd be going down the M fifty taking your training in some park in <laughs> yeah. Tala and you get a phone phone call to say, Listen, the park rangers there, go back to the front park <laughs> really? Oh that, that that's what that, that's what you were up against. The park so. rangers oh, the parkies turned up legged. Oh. So I, I used to be I used with Pats and an um Playing the an FAI Cup semi final against the dog on a Sunday, on the Thursday night we played in uh, same we trained in St Michael's State on the five side pitch and we had to 
sweep the glass off before Jesus. before the before semi final. The needles as we well. We did running in the spa. Around. You know the spa one hold it down or the spa yeah, spa one yeah. Yeah. And the run the, the shuttles was the, you know the, where the cars parked out to one line <laughs> back out to the next line. <laughs> where the cars? Yeah. Car, it's 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 very inventive. It was embarrassing. Yeah, so uh, the first Thursday of the new year, smoke signals went out. You know when George Kelly is around, tell her that we have a new signing coming in. The green jumpers were out in the wash. Have you got a green jumper, Tony? No, I don't, actually. They don't? So those are very exclusive, are they? Yeah, yeah. No. Only Brads and McPhail get to wear <laughs> yeah, the green like the jumpers. Masters, isn't the green <laughs> and um, some people were panicking, thinking it was Aaron Green, but in fact it was Ali Gilchrist or Gilchrist. We we, we keep talking about this. How do you pronounce it? Well, we go with Is it Gilchrist or Gilchrist? What would you say? I'd say you'd have to put a Scottish accent on and go Gilchrist. <laughs> it depends how he's playing. Yeah, yeah. 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 So Ali G came in and uh, Patrick Martin said. You know, we could really improve our defending our set pieces when the mere fact that a new centre have a six foot three makes you happy. Despite not knowing who the fuck he is. <laughs> well Mick Conroy said I spoke to my Scottish expert Dundee Dave and he says he's highly regarded and is a bit surprised at the move, said he did well in the lower divisions of Scotland and he's supposed to be a good player. He he, lo- he likes to play ball. I've seen that over him already. He he rarely mm. gives away the ball. He wants to find a man, he doesn't lump the ball for it, he's not like uh, that type of centre half. But um, uh, yeah, well, just a bit about him there. He's Scottish, 22, spent six years at St. Johnson, and as you said, he was on loan at Elgin Peterhead. He was, he was trained with us last summer. And did he make his debut in the Europa League? Yeah. His official club debut was in the Europa League, so it was like a fire. It was like a defensive injury crisis at the time. He yeah. ended up playing against the Duanian team, both legs. That was his first start. Fair play to Alan Manis, too, because he promoted us. Yeah. He sold Rovers to him. Alan Manis, great keeper in his in his, uh, his Rovers mm-hmm. days. So hopefully the next Greg Savez and not a Greg Cameron or Ross Kism. Yeah, Ross, that's another one. Ross Kism or Chisholm is the way mm-hmm. I would have pronounced that. Yeah, okay. But uh, he had a good left foot in fairness to him. So, um, I heard Braz are saying that he couldn't understand Savez on the pitch. <laughs> and he, any, Still one of my favourite centre-halves yeah. of all time. You wanted Savez to only give like one-word directions. Left or right, yeah, any, just speak. any more than that, and he couldn't understand what he was saying. Yeah. And he just showed me like, no, just say left or right. <laughs> Super center half. He really one season in particular, he was absolutely brilliant. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You spoke to Ali G. Carl after he signed for the club, so uh, we're gonna listen to what he had to say. Ali, welcome to Shamrock Rovers. How excited are you to join the hoops? Booyakasha! Why is a licky licky yawan Okay, and how would you describe yourself as a player? I have LEG to dominate in MC, making bitches touch their poo not knee. The number after two, it be three. No Ali A, no Ali B, no Ali C, no Ali D, no Ali E, no Ali e, F. But Ali G Bo, your rhymes is tight for a honky, yes sir. Yes, there's a strange young man there and uh, Alan Alan Fernilo, is that how we're pronouncing? Did he it? just call me a honky? Yeah, <laughs> honky. <laughs> so he had some nice some nice words for the Rovers media team. He said, Great to see a proper press release with loads of detail, exactly what you want as a fan, and I really appreciate all the good work going on <laughs> behind the scenes. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, and compare that to Finn Harps. Where they announced their new sign and with a blurry photo at a fast food restaurant. Yeah, do you know what? Ollie Hogg. Ollie. Is that where Kenny went? He's hilarious. I have to say. Have you ever met any encounters with 
Ali Hogan. No, it's just no, like no. an interview. That he's, was enough. He's brilliant. He's no. a heart. He's absolutely <laughs> mad. <laughs> mad head and jealousy. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, wizard. <laughs> oh, wizard. Hair jealousy. Yeah. And every new picture as well of a Finn Harp sign. Oli looks surprised by it. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like, it's the first time I've heard of this now. <laughs> yeah, no, he looks you know, like he's Jamaican. He's like something He's like something image no, no is. Questions for me. <laughs> yeah so uh, we're going to do another couple of questions we've loads of questions coming in for, for the lads so uh, Daniel Clow asked the two he's Daniel Clow he said where do you think the hoops will finish this season Derek we'll go oh, with you first Jesus the pressure it's a tough one isn't it I actually think it, a lot will depend on how this consortium that's come in for Dundalk will they invest Ooh, I think big, that, that big this one. American big crowd one. coming in so I think actually they could be the team to to finish ahead of rather than Cork obviously yeah. Cork losing Sean McGoy would be massive so obviously Rovers are going to have to progress they're going to have to regress a little bit so what I think you? second second, second yeah. that's being honest with you you know what about you Tom? yeah I think they'll finish ahead of Cork but I think I'll, I think it'll be um, it'll be between us and Dundalk um, oh we had to be in the Dundalk last year as well so I yeah. mean it's, it's up there you know it's all about what we can do Against the, the the other teams, really, I think I think we have, like I said, we have to beat the Dundalk. Have to start well. Yeah, we have mm. to start well, and I, I we'll talk about that in a while. But the the upcoming fixtures, I mean, we were only talking about this yesterday at the Cove game, and we were saying that if we if we don't, let's say for instance, imaginary situation, we don't get the three points, we lose out in balls. We're going into Dundalk at home. Yeah, that's geez. pressure immediately. Uh, it's I crazy. Got- and you know what Rovers fans are like. Well, I was going to say that you had the Rovers fans, and then with Brazzard now, you know. You know, it's so. a, it's 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 already. But we'll talk about the top of that later on. And um, another thing that we were asked: uh, Do you feel like fans' expectations are reasonable at Rovers, and have they changed down the years from your experience? Well, I think they would have changed when we were playing myself and Tony I think they were kind of realistic we were up against full time opposition and that and, and it was different then we were playing in, in rented grounds yeah. and that we didn't have the platform you look at the platform Rovers have now they've got their own stadium they've got a great training base and that you know so they expect kind of success now you know yeah. which is understandable but you have to say in fairness to Dundalk and Cork They've been doing great stuff as well. Yeah. So Cork are apparently putting a lot of work into their youth uh, setup as well. Exactly. You know. So look, I mean, I think they should expect a trophy next year. I, I think. Th- so. I think a trophy. You know. I'd love actually. Be honest with you now. If someone says I give you the cup next year, it's been so long. Take the hand off. No, yeah. I take the hand off now. Yeah. It's been so long. It's, it's ridiculous now at this stage. Yeah. It's near. Well, it's <laughs> thirty years. It's over thirty, 30 years. Yeah. I would. Eighty-seven. I wasn't even. I would actually. I know. It's I would, I'd rather the, the cup. Just get that out of the way. Not stupid at all. I don't. No, Carl, Carl, Carl is take, gunning for the cup. I would, I would take mm-hmm. narrowly avoiding relegation and the cup right now, <laughs> as opposed to winning the league. Yeah. <laughs> would you? Yeah. No. Imagine the fans. No. The best team always wins the league. Yeah. Anyone yeah. can win the cup. You know what I mean? It's it, look at the draw. I'd love a non-league team right to the final and then get a non-league yeah. team in the final. But I yeah, said, Tony. I think. I think. To, I think they should realistically win a trophy next year. Yeah, I he think that's a, a, that's a Brad's only up the show. I well, think it's great for him. Though. He's, only, he's only really in the show. You know what I mean? It's like, a tour season. But this is what I'm saying. Like it's kind of like Rovers don't give you a chance. He's like he's doing well. Like from where they've come from when he took over, and it's. I'd agree know, with you, Tony. Though I would because I people be getting carried away. People expect though. miracles. Yeah, like and. I mean, think about it. This is a group of lads that are together not not too long. Look mm-hmm. what he did last season mm-hmm. with the turnover. 
Now people, people are going to think I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like. I think he's a good guy. He's a good manager. I, I'm happy with what's going on at the moment with the Rovers. If I wasn't happy, I'd say it. Turnover twelve players last year. Twelve players in, twelve players out, and he came toward and played fantastic football last year for the whole of the season. We were inches away from the final. We should be in the final. I, personally, I thought that was the that was the game of the season in Tala against Dundalk. What mm. a fucking game! Mm. But he has done a, a marvelous job. I think so. It's just his torture. Think, this is his. You could say two and a half. Could you? He, he, he took over. One, one and a half. One, church, one, yeah. yeah, he's done one and a half. Yeah. Like, I can only look at when I played and probably Tony with Rovers as well. I would say if I went through every manager that I played under, their life expectancy as a Rovers manager yeah. was three years. Three years. I look at Damien Richardson, three years. Liam Buckley, three mm. years. Ray Tracy might have done three and a half. Nick, no yeah. came. Nick Byrne only got Nick two. Bourne, two. Nick only got two. Pat Bourne got one. Uh, <coughs> Terry Everson and Alan O'Neill, they lost two games. In tur- <laughs> out of 13. <laughs> That's all they got. Yeah. Talking about the first two games, you were talking about Brazil, yeah. about the first two games. Terry and Alan, the start of the next season, yeah. They got the f- two games gone. I remember Terry it was, was a one ringing game, me. Actually. Was it one game? Was it a league and a league cup? I remember game. Terry yeah. ringing me and uh, I, I used to get a lift off him and he says, listen, uh, I'll pick you up, I'll drop you off the train but I got the sack. And I was just, like, oh. like we're talking about, <laughs> I, I thought it was a wind-up. What you, what you, you got the sack? He says, look, look, I've to go over, I'm going to say goodbye to all the lads but, but we're being sacked. I was actually devastated for the two of them. I yeah. thought they did, did a great job, you know. Can you think but, of any reason why that happened? Because I'm baffled. And did you get a lift, huh? <laughs> where, where are you going? It's all about you, is it? <laughs> um, oh, yeah, do you think Pat Bourne wanted a job now? Because yeah. because Pat he was like a director at the time. Pat was director, and Pat actually went on pre-season to America with us, which I thought was a little bit unusual. You know, normally it would be just the manager and obviously the players. And Pat was actually getting involved in training a little bit. You know, so maybe Pat wanted only Pat can answer. You reckon it was a bit orchestrated? It could have been. Mm. You know, Gary, in the last thirty years of Robert Manders their win percentage was second only to Michael O'Neill. The two lads? O'Neill and Levitt. Really, was it, yeah? Yeah. So they're pretty much the... And they were yeah. sacked one game into a season. One game, yeah. Ah, there was definitely something else I played there, I'd say. That had to have been. Well, I, well we'll never know. <laughs> Get them two on next week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, you man. They're actually here right now. <laughs> yeah. Special guest. You two legger. <laughs> so, uh, we had Ali G making his debut. Uh... The friendly against Lugan, he gave away a penalty card, did he? Yeah, he gave away the penalty. It was seen a bit harsh now. Chew, Paul Chew, you could hear people saying, Ah, Chewy, come on, will you? Wasn't a penalty for Rovers anyway. fan, is he? I think he is a Rovers <laughs> fan. I'm nearly sure he's a Rovers fan. A couple of people are telling me that. So uh, I heard Lugan were 40 to 1 anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that the game? They got beaten, was yeah, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lugan were yeah, 40 to 1. Yeah. You could have got 200 to 1. One of the lads put 20 to 1. Yeah. So uh, I wasn't listening pre season. <laughs> <laughs> for his whole family yeah, yeah. 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 he was Florida yeah. <laughs> so it was scored by Marco Chinde uh, former Athlone midfielder and he, he went for the Penenka he did the oh, you shit. saw that yeah, yeah it was good yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice. he did That's well a, so Tony would have ran after him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here you back in the day I couldn't manage it and there was even a, a cameo from a 45 year old Sparky Mark Rutherford got a oh, got a run out yeah he played a couple of seasons with him there didn't he yeah yeah Mark's a good player yeah Mark was great he's still very involved oh, he's some he, fitness. he was coaching the young lads yeah. he was Is he, telling yeah. them how to perform mm. up and all yeah I remember doing a bleep test you know the bleep test we did I think Roddy Collins was the manager Mark was doing the bleep test and we all fell out by the way so you know we actually got cold waiting on him to finish yeah oh he's just so fit it was yeah. unreal like. yeah he's still he's still he looks well as well he doesn't he doesn't look uh, he doesn't look 45 in fairness to him 
So little little boy running around the pitch. Mm. We'd a few of the under nineteen's playing as well. We'd Erica Bulu who's getting quite a lot of game time at left full. Uh, with Keen Collins playing at right foot and Brandon Cavanagh, a new signing from Bowes. What do you have you seen much of him? No. Um bit of a player. Quite a bit a bit light, but he's I mean he's getting game time in pre season. Mm. the way I look at it is if if you are getting game time in pre season and you're starting as an 18 mm. or 19 year old you've got something you've got, got something yeah. Got central midfielder yeah I think he was like, my uncle was talking about him he said an under 19 central midfielder yeah. came on and he absolutely ran the show he, so he, he was, was pretty good in fairness he no, it was noticeable you know mm. put it that way but that's great for the likes of your young fella do you know what I mean you yeah. can see that there's, there's, yeah. a, there's, a st- there's a progress yeah, there yeah, you know? yeah. and we had a trialist called Billy Whitehouse on the left wing he was a uh, 21 year old winger from England started his career at Doncaster and then Leeds actually bought him from Doncaster in 2016 and his last club was Shaw Lane in the seventh tier down there with Cameron King, <laughs> chilling in the seventh division. But um, he, he was he was very good against him actually. Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't play some. I'm guessing his time is done at Rovers. Mm. He uh, he he shredded that rifle a couple of times, but we didn't see any more of him. No one could find a team sheet, so we just knew him as Billy. Billy, that was for like it, yeah. most of the game. Oh, we didn't know that. Aaron Bolger was almost unrecognisable. Yeah, he's where, he, what do you lads? He grew his hair out. He had the Gareth Bale. Bone. He has the Gareth Bale Alice band on. So what do you? Yeah, you're not asking me. Come here. Yeah. <laughs> we just got Gerald, told you. Know what? I'm sorry that we're talking that. about hair so much. You know what? I think it's overrated. Yeah. He wasn't uh, he wasn't great in that game, uh, Aaron. I think it's uh, but listen, preseason means fuck all to me anyway. I go just to check out the trialists and see what we could potentially be signing. But uh, I wouldn't take the form or look at the results at all. Johnny Blue is bringing out more beers. We've, we're just about to finish off the Cobra. Don't forget, thanks to Carriel Penny Hill. <laughs> Quick plug for the sponsors. <laughs> Don't forget, you're Keep a Luca man. Coming. If you're going in mention the podcast, we'll get something free. <laughs> so yeah, look, I said Luca were 40 to 1 to win that game. And you could have got 200 to 1 prof yeah. for the 1 0 win. Some people got on it. They certainly Some did. A couple of lads right. online got a few yeah. quid in it. I'd say um, we won't talk about uh, what what could have went down in the dressing room. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure a few local lads had a few quid in it. Do you know who's playing centre midfield? A fellow called James Lee. Did you ever hear of him? Amateur international. Yeah, very yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, very. Yeah, do you know yeah, what? Yeah, 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 at one player, stage, yeah. right, mm-hmm. there was uh, one of the young lads on the ball. I think it was Brandon Cavanagh. And he was just kind of dilly dallying on the ball, yeah. and James Lee went over, nearly put him in the bushes yeah. with a shoulder. How old is he now? He could be 32, 33. Yeah. Put him in the fucking bushes and just took the ball and kept position. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a very good player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. very good. And uh, I mean, Luke and Aaron did a great division either, so he could definitely play at the top level. I think he played for Crumlin for a few years yeah, as well. I remember him Smashing player. I really, really, I love Leicester Senior League as well, so it keeps me ticking yeah. over when the mm. League of Ireland is off, off season, you know? Luke and actually made a programme for the game. Yeah, it was someone, Bartley, wasn't it? It was Ramsey. Someone wrote an article, someone called Carol O'Reilly. I don't know who that was. <laughs> oh, he's probably a very yeah. good writer, probably a very good looking man. <laughs> and, uh, so, Carol, you, uh, you met a couple of fans of the podcast, didn't you? Yeah, it was, it was two friendlies in one day. Which uh, you can follow that under. It seemed like a good idea at the time, because frozen. It was so cold. Absolutely frozen. Yeah, the two fans I met were uh, Ray Whedon Senior, and Kieran McDermott of the Ross Common Hoops. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We met him a few times. Yeah. Ross Common Hoops. But I did not run into Wacker O'Toole, sadly. Yeah. So uh, Jason Maloney sent in the big one. So Derek, where's your tattoo, of Wacker? <laughs> <laughs> too skinny. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't. I've no tattoos. No interesting <laughs> tattoos. 
But I think he went a bit cheap. He could have got one when I'd hair, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was saving ink or something. What did you he, think when he showed you? I was frightened. <laughs> <laughs> Did you back away slowly? Three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a stag there. <laughs> I was on a stag <laughs> last year and I bumped into him. No, and all the, a load of rovers heads. Yeah. Oh my god, god I tell you what. Yeah. you were yeah, so what kind of are you moving into you? Yeah, like yeah. Oh, you're staying in this yeah. hotel. You're just it's minus 20 and he's going around in shorts. <laughs> That's a all over, isn't it? I know, wackle's great. So he chimed in then and he yeah. said, um, the answer is no. He says, you don't like needles. That's why you never went to Pats. Jesus Christ, don't like it. Oh, so Wacker's great. Wacker's been good to me over the years. I had one podcast as well last yeah. year. On the, he actually walked, he, he walked to Tala from Grumman. Then he walked to Milltown from Tallet. Then he walked to Milltown to Tallet again on the for the thirtieth anniversary. Oh, it was thirtieth anniversary, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was leading the charge, him <laughs> ahead of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, uh, Tony, you had a spell in the Leinster Senior League at the end of your career as well. Played for Malahoy United. I did, did yeah. Great setup, great setup, isn't it? Great setup out there, yeah. They have a good youth setup as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Robbie Keane, John for playing for them. Yeah, Terry Parma is the manager. Terry Parma, yeah. Oh, yeah. And. Uh, uh, how did you how did you get on out there? Brilliantly, yeah. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. This is when I every Sunday afternoon. And then you finished up with a second spell of shells at yeah. the Roy Bowl age of thirty six. Now thirty six is still young for a keeper and in my eyes anyway. So uh not much running involved there. How was your cardio? Were you were you no, it's always you were a fit man, yeah. So it's always good kind of uh, long distance. Sprinting wasn't great, but long distance. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one of the fans online, Fellini Benito, says, uh, do you prefer Mars bars or Snickers? Um, I would be a Mars bars. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that was a bit of a random one. That would be some sort of relevance there. Asking the tough questions. Yeah. Asking the tough ones, yeah. And uh, Dan McMichael says, ask them where they are Shane McGowan's 60th birthday gig in the NCH. Does that ring any bells? Ask about Shane McGowan. Yeah, Shane McGowan. Maybe. He's been my favourite singer now. Yeah, Shane McGowan, yeah, 60th birthday game. So it wasn't yeah. random. He's not no, 60. No. Shane McGowan was 60. Oh, it's a 60 then, yeah. He's 60, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. You wouldn't think he'd see it. Oh, he's in bits, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on, I'm Yeah, so uh, we played we played Card Off at Rollstone a couple of hours after Lucan. Card, the prof was at that one. We debuted for Ethan Boyle and Greg Bulger in a 12 0 win. Your all time record was 11 0 over Bray Unknowns. In 1928, so I guess history was made. Yeah, it's not really an official <coughs> fix. I don't think it'll go down the record books, but no, seven nil at half time, and when it got to ten nil, as we knew it would, at that stage you're thinking, you know. Take so much money. He's already dead. Yeah, Remind me what you said about your son playing for Esker against Rovers. And he was, they were losing 10 0. And Garrett said, Right, no more goals. Yeah, no, Barrett said, uh, I thought that was going to happen. Barrett said, Don't score any more goals, just keep possession. And that's what they did. <laughs> they just kept possession. It was really good. 10 passes a goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, some people were at the Rosestone, seeing it for the first time, and very impressed. Phase two was on the way, of course, and uh, getting around dressing rooms, getting the whole lot. So it's, it's, it's a super sell. I tried the food as Joe suggested. Oh, did you get a bit of grub on the yeah, Rolls-Town? It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous, wasn't it? Did you know what you go for? wasn't any beef cheek, was no, it? No, it was chicken. It was nice. Our, our, our sponsors, lads, don't forget. Peachtree East. Have you tried it? Have you ever heard of Peachtree oh, East? beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, beautiful. stunning. Get out there. Gorgeous food. Right. Daryl, 
Yeah. Tell them I sent you, right? I will. Look at you. You got who? Who you? Good to see uh, Graham Burke back in the Scorchy. Yeah, Burke. Missed the last couple of months. Potential through the roof. I mean, this guy could be player of the year. Barney called it. Lee Barmall called it at the live uh, the live show. He said that Graham Burke could be player of the season, not just for Rovers in general. So the guy has serious talent and hopefully he stays injury free because it was a really bad injury, wasn't mm-hmm. it? He took a heavy tackle in the game. Actually. Yeah, he took one. Yeah, same with yeah. Brando. Brando took a knock and so did Trev. Trev took a knock yesterday. So mm. it's a, it was a freezing cold day and, you know, knocks are a little bit worse when the cold is actually, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Oh, the uh, 19s came on. Uh, Dean Williams got a brace and Gavin Bazunu made his first senior appearance. So 15, 15 years of age. So what do you think? So give us the rundown, Tony. Young Gavin. Yeah, he looks fantastic. He's in great shape, and he's a big lad as well. His younger brother's obviously his younger brother plays for the under 11s Um Todd, We have a star in our hands there, do we? Uh, well, looking at him, he keeps going the way he is. Like, yeah, it's hard to say at fifteen, but he's got certainly got potential. Potential and uh, Graham Borkwood's he went on a trip to, with us to uh, Germany um, when our team and the under nines went over. The tournament's over there, and he's he's a lovely guy. And yeah, really nice lads. You know what I mean? You know, you kind of see him on the pitch, and you know you see him getting sent off. Yeah, he's a bit, a bit nasty, mad. Yeah, yeah. nasty, which you like. But actually, really good lovely fella and fantastic with the the kids. Well, that's what you want. That's yeah. he he turned out one day when when we were playing against Rovers, and uh, he was coaching as well. So he's he's taking an interest in coaching mm. as well. He was out coaching the other yeah. days. So it's good to see like Saluki Bourne. Likes of uh, I'm not sure. I'm not too sure if anyone else is, but it's it's good to see the first team players taking that that route and wanting to get involved in coaching as well. Like Lukey in particular, Luki. I think Finner travelled too to one of the reasons. He said he did. He went. I'm not too sure what it was, but Finner went away. So it's good to see the the first team getting involved. It creates a family atmosphere, mm. you know. Mm. But um, but even during the week there, like you get a, you got a text off Robbo. Well, it's the group text. Any lads that can't make it, don't worry about it. There's under 19 lads that'll come down and do the coaching for you. Jesus, fair play. To help out, you know what I mean? So, so you stay in bed. You <laughs> <laughs> have another point. <laughs> so, uh, Carl, you, uh, yeah, you want to tw- talk about our, one of our trialists, the striker? Well, I'll get to him in a sec. It was just 12 nil, as we're saying. Yeah. Tomer could have stayed at home. Yeah. But literally nothing to do. But it was fun and game trying to figure out who's playing, especially Connor doing the mash updates. On Twitter, so it's like oh, Connor sure. was doing a match. Yeah, place, was he? try a list with a hat trick. That's those are about. Is it a thing where you're not allowed to say the name because it seems it might to be. be? We knew who he was. <coughs> the team sheet yesterday just ah, said try a list. So yeah. wh- wh- why can't you put the name down? Did you know, it's Bray paid a friendly there today, and all of them said try Yeah, Bray, Bray, and the FAI rejected their contracts or something. I don't know. Uh, that's that. We don't know if it's, it's official. Theory, but it's uh, they're in tatters at the moment. Yeah, but the guy in front, the first time might be Will John. Was a guy we oh, do you remember him? He scored ago. against us for. I can't remember who. Yeah. It was in Europe. Uh, oh, Rops. Rops. He, he plays for Rops yeah. now. Yeah, he scored yeah. against us. I'm nearly sure he did, yeah. Okay, forget about that. No, but it was Daniel Kerr. Will John, yeah, American guy. Yeah, Daniel Kerr fun for the hat trick. Yeah, he's yeah, a real he looks, physical striker. Looks good, looks nippy. I love his charging runs towards the box. Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's a different option, isn't it? I think, mm. and we definitely need a striker because. Apparently Mikey O'Connor is on his way out. There was no sign of him at any of the games. Didn't get a run out. Not even on the bench. Mm. Not even in the stand. Well, from what we saw, yeah, the so word is he is going to England. The yeah. word is Mikey O'Connor is on his way out the door, which is uh, it's disappointing because he's a good player. 
but in saying that, it's something he's good from what we saw, but we actually can't really rate him as a player because we've not seen much of him. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many games has Mikey O'Connor started? He's been impressive in most of the to- most of the times we've seen him, but we haven't. He hasn't got a, 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 st- a solid run in the team. He's never started more than two in a row. Yeah, anyway. so there you go. That's that's what you're dealing with, and people are screaming out for a new striker. People are saying we need a new striker. I think that's very harsh on Chelsea. Like if. I think once again Lee Brown will make a great point at the live show he said if you look at McMillan at his time at Pats and throughout his career in the early years he was shocking mm. he was poor so there's room for, for progress there and I certainly my, my prediction for the season is Shaw's he get 20 goals I think he will get it I think he'll get better and he'll make the step up but for people to be constantly calling out saying we need a striker I think that's very harsh on Shaw because he's a player of the year and he's fair enough mm. he, he didn't get nearly 20 goals but I mean He's, he's been fantastic all last season and people are calling out for a brand new striker do so they want Chelsea to be dropped or do they want who are they going to bring in you know it's mm. I think it was harsh on him anyway so you think we should sign Kerr I think so I think we need him as, as, as like an option his, uh, like his YouTube highlight reel I didn't see it what was it no. was he banging in the goals yeah it was good just a lot of charging towards the box as I said yeah those uh, those charging runs like I said something different and uh, yeah but he's, he's 24 just a 12 club so far 12 12 yeah a trial with Liverpool most recently played in Sweden. was he on trial in Liverpool and did he have a trial with Liverpool <laughs> yeah also had a, a glorious bit of trivia on his Wikipedia page that read Kerr is the younger brother of actor Gary Kerr who appeared as a jazz singer Jack Ross in the series 4 of Downtown Abbey oh that's his claim to fame <laughs> sign him yeah absolutely. sign him <laughs> Yeah, and there was an interesting article on him a couple of years ago called From Liverpool to Playing Under Jimmy Bullard. I think he was with Leatherhead, wasn't he? That was the name of the team. Um, Jimmy yeah. Bullard's the gaffer there, isn't he? He played for that team that Vardy played for Fleetwood yeah. Town. The Vardy well. tale without a Vardy ending. Yeah. Well, yeah, anyway. <laughs> but uh, the other trial is by Daniel Cleary, who I think we should snap up. Smashing centre-half. I mean, that's a coup if we, go, if we get him in. I think, we, I think he's a Rovers fan as well. He, he spoke about Rovers when he was at Liverpool, saying that he followed them. He spent five years there before he joined Birmingham. He was on loan at Solihull Moors earlier this season where he made three appearances and his contract was terminated. By mutual consent with Birmingham a few days ago, so I reckon he is the next one. And I try, next one in, I tried to get a couple of scoops off Rochi, but I was blanked. <laughs> I've been hassling him all week trying to get some, uh, some news off him, but I've been, uh, like I said, been ignored. And um, we have Joël Coustron. I think that's the pronunciation. Do you want to give it a go, Tony? Yeah. How would you pronounce that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jack Kiltrain. <laughs> uh, he ended up signing him, a winger, towards 22 on Monday, and formerly of Sheffield United and Wraith Rovers. Um, we had Ronan Coughlin, 22. He played midfield in this game. Ex-Limerick and Huddersfield. I don't think he's going to be signing. He wasn't on trial no. again. He didn't play yesterday. No, he didn't play yesterday. He's so probably I think that's the end of him. No sign of Mikey O'Connor like we spoke about. And uh, like we talked about, the word is that he's going to England. No, Joey O'Brien. We heard he was training with us, and he's 31 and hasn't played a game in two years. So yeah, we're not too I mean, sure what goes on behind the scenes, but that's all we can go on is what comes out in the media. You don't want another Keith Fahey. No, but we don't want another Keith If Fahey. it's that low risk to the club, it could be worth a punt. I think so, yeah. I mean, if he could do a job, apparently Big Sam is a fan. Big Sam tried to bring him up to Everton. But that's, like I said, that's just, just, just rumours. Mm. And uh, Tony, you got your move from Shelbourne. To Leeds by playing in a friendly against them. Yeah, yeah. I caught your eye. Or you caught their eye, sorry. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I played in a few friendlies. I wasn't even in the fourth. I made me debut, I think, in August. And um, played one league game. 
and then it was kind of in the reserves kind of the whole season but I played every friendly that they were playing against uh, English teams and I, I did well in most of the friendlies and then um, I was actually supposed to sign for West Brom. West Brom were interested yeah, as well. I went, I went off to West Brom. I love these stories. I love these behind yeah. the scenes stories. I went off to West Brom. Uh, Brian Tobb was the manager. Sam Allardyce was the assistant manager. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How, and did you meet Big Sam? Yeah. What was he looking as a guy? Yeah. Yeah. Just as you see him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Top no case. But you never thought you'd end up managing Limerick. So we got on well. <laughs> so um, yeah, they at the end of the week called in Brian and Sam. Yeah, we want to sign you. Grant, go back, Ollie Bourne, yeah, we'll do the deal, of course, <laughs> behind the scenes, <laughs> right, so Grant, Pat Bourne was the manager of Shells then, um, so we arranged, I talked to Pat Bourne at 11 o'clock, say, last night, um, pick you up, we fly over in the morning, Tony, Grant picks me up in a taxi, <clears throat> 8 o'clock in the morning, how are you Tony, yeah, great, great, read the sign, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a change of plan. You're not signing for West Brom, you're signing for Leeds. <laughs> you're like Dean, you just go, all right. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, out to the airport, out to Allen Road, Harold Wilkes and Mick Hennigan there. How are you? Do you want to sign for Leeds? Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Look at hell. Uh, it's just, just like that. Just done like that. And uh, Gary Kelly went over to Leeds around the same time as you, didn't he? Gary Kelly, yeah, did pretty well and, himself. Uh, yeah, did very end. well. He went over to centre forward actually. He went. Gary Kelly went over to centre forward. Yeah, centre forward, right winger. For home farm, yeah. he played. He played with Mark Kelly. Yeah, good boy. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't get a game. Couldn't get a game with Mark Kelly. But PJ O'Connell went over, he was and he yeah. he was the one they wanted, and kind of PJ O'Connell. That name doesn't even ring a bell. Was he, he played? He played. Was he played? Great player. Yeah, he played with the played with Masses. Yeah, came back. Played with Pats Bray. But he got a bad injury over there, but he was the one they wanted. He was the superstar, and kind of Gary was the, the make way. But funny enough, one game they just put him right back. Just as a, a makeshift right back, and he just flew from there. It just shows you the way things turn out. Yeah, just the way things turn out. It happens a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, PJ got injured when he went over, and just. Just well, about when he got back from it, sort of thing, but he was there. You kind of get forgetting about Boxer went off that team Eddie, as well. Yeah, Eddie Van Boxel. Yeah, Eddie Van Boxel. Yeah, he was on the same team. Yeah. The guy who got locked up, Eddie. Yeah. 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 Eddie was a good kid. Eddie, Eddie, very good you know, kid. That kid was supposed yeah. to be mad. Yeah. yeah. He was fucking nuts. Stratosphere. The maddest of all. You know what I mean? We, I was, I think I was, I was nineteen. He would have been. Probably sixteen, yeah, seventeen, yeah, right, yeah. the three lads would. So we kind of hang around together. Normally, you know, you'd go over there and we were kind of hanging around with all the U team, U team players yeah. and all that. Normally, you go over the the Irish lads are kind of you know group together. Yeah, group. Yeah. They would group together anyway. But the English lads are kind of fucking put it to them and fucking yeah. try and bully them and really fucking paddy fucking the oh, usual. Yeah. yeah it's, Did it's, you get that? Yeah, of course. That's nothing. That's but nothing. that's 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 nothing. I know it's, it's nothing, but nothing. the fact that it existed. But is... yeah, that's nah, nothing. But back then, and it ended up the opposite way around. They were bleeding scared shit. <laughs> 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 they, they were. They didn't know what to make. Was you know what I mean? And Eddie was. He was just nuts. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely yeah nuts. we all come across one of those, don't we? An absolute madman. Save the penalty once against Cantona. That's right. Yeah. I was a good keeper. Eddie he was, was good, yeah. yeah. He, he was, was a good, good keeper. But he only lasted about, 
I'd say seven or eight months, nine he months. He actually went back to Rovers for a while. Got he was on that false course that I was talking oh, about earlier. Yeah. He ended up on the false Seven or eight months he yeah. only lasted. Nuts, but yeah. a brilliant lad. Absolutely. Yeah. I tell you, <laughs> just <laughs> non-stop fucking... We were laughing. in the RDS. I seen him. We were at the Dart station. We were meant to go out to Rahini for the 21st. Right. And uh, there was an oncoming Dart... Yeah, it was coming down, and he was up on the platform. He jumps down and starts doing about twenty press ups. <laughs> what do you think it is, Daryl? And there's the dart. <laughs> what do you think it is, Daryl? <laughs> and and in mind, he was as fast. You're gonna get hit by a dart. You're gonna get hit by a dart, there, Yeah, and you had another Irish man there, Jim Begum. Yeah, Jim. Yeah, he ended up being forced into early retirement at the age of just twenty-seven. Had the likes of Eric Cantona, Gary Speed, David Batty. Gordon Strachan, Chris Kamara, Gary McAllister as teammates. Have you any stories? Any stories um, from the lads? I have to say, any you know, wankers well, or any nice guys? Yeah, or look, there's always wankers and there's always nice guys. But I have to say, David Batty was a big name there. Fantastic wasn't lad, like another lad. Like back then, it was a different kind of scenario. There was more characters. I think it was. You could do stuff. I'd say there's no. Yeah, like David Batty. <laughs> yeah, David Batty. Just when we doing warm ups, you could do stuff. We were <laughs> get away with it. We were warming up and David Batty would be just in the middle of the training ground kicking a ball up as high as he could and Take just trashing it. Yeah. And the lads would be going, they'd like Mel Starr and be going, the fuck is Bats at? Why isn't he fucking training with us? Mechanic and the assistant manager got so I'd just leave Bats' ground. He's ground. He'd just be fucking building balls. Punting the ball and his touch. That's all he'd do. And come back over. And he was the fittest lad there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Cantona, like, you know. Had you ever met Cantona personally? Like, yeah, know? we trained him every day. Um, um, what was he like as a guy? Uh, very very intense yeah he trained like he you know I'd say that's where Roy King got it from you know because when I was in I was doing the, in the under 21 fucking sounds like I'm name dropping here but um, no that's what you want uh, when I was in the, I was in the under 21s with Roy King he wasn't he wasn't the intense lad no no he was a joker you know what I mean taking the piss but funnily enough when Cantona went to maybe I don't know maybe he looked at him because Maybe Clough had a big open and stuff. Yeah, I don't know the stories here about him. Um, <laughs> Cantona was so intense. Like yeah. He trained like an animal. Yeah. If he, if you, there was no time to piss with him or the lads take to piss and train, he wouldn't fucking stand for it. He'd fucking mm. go through. He'd hammer you. Oh. And if he, you know, even in shooting and all, if he fucking missed a fucking shot and train, he'd fucking be cracking up. Yeah. Yeah, like... Serious talent, but and it brings along players. Yeah, because well, when they so, see that, they're probably so maybe that's what game game maybe that's what Kane yeah. was looking at when he was with Cantona yeah. there, and that's maybe where he. But he was fucking intense. Yeah. And there was a lad called Lenny Cortis over there, <coughs> and Len- Lenny played with Rovers. Yeah, he played with Rovers as well. But yeah, Cantona couldn't speak English, a word of English. But really, yeah, couldn't speak a word of well, English when he started. I didn't know that. So. Lenny was by Howard Wilkinson. Lenny did fucking leave and search French, so he was his interpreter. <laughs> leave and search French. <laughs> do you want you do leave French at school? This, yeah, is how, this is how mad it was back then. He fucking he was his, his interpreter, so he could only be walking around everywhere, and Canton would be saying something, and then he had no fucking. <laughs> and he just go to. And Canton would be going mad because Lenny didn't know what he was saying. <laughs> so Lenny was getting caned off Canton. Getting one or two words in. Yeah. I uh, think he's talking about bread. Yeah. And he's coming towards saying, I can't play and keep going on with that. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Lenny's like a comedy skit. He's from Luke. Is he from Luke? Is he still playing well? He would be best mates with Derek McGrath. Oh, yeah. Derek, Derek from Luke. and oh, that. Really. Toyest man alive. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he's over in Rotherham now, I think, Lenny. Oh, yeah. Gas man he was, yeah. 
Mention uh, Harold Wilkinson, he was manager. Still the last Englishman to win the top flight in England. Is he not? Yeah, yeah. When, when yeah. I was there. Yeah, Actually, he's won the yeah. last ever old first division. Well, they let me go that year and they've never yeah. won it since. So, yeah. I don't know. Work it out. Yeah, work it out. I don't think so. <laughs> Coincidence, I think not. <laughs> and the uh, Leeds were spoiled for choice when it came to goalkeepers. They had John Lukic, Mervyn Day. And I'm always going to be tough for you to break into the team. Have you any regrets? Uh, no. Look, I, I, I was training with them every day and I was looking at John Lukic and he was just a different class yeah, to me. Tops, you know what I mean? What about that haircut though? To- sorry, Tom, but here again, Daryl. I love one for the road. No, yeah. no he was a, just a different class to me, and I kind of said to myself, Dan, you know, look, yeah, I'm not in that class, yeah. and he's just unbelievable. And you know, when they let me go, I just said, eh, Fair enough. Call it day, I've yeah. Not, yeah, I've now bleeding. Yeah, going there. We'll be better at a better around that. And here's me doing my research again. One of your teammates released at the same time as you, Steve Mulrain. He dated a famous person. He didn't age yet. Yeah. He went out with uh, Mel B, wasn't it? Or Mel C? Scary Spice. Scary Scary Spice. Yeah. Did he, yeah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he used to tell us some stories about old man. I tell you. I tell you, he had an anaconda as well. He? <laughs> <laughs> he used to wrap it around his waist. <laughs> yeah. How deep is the water? Oh, he and was, um, he, was a, he was actually, he had to retort through injury, but he was like, um, he was a superstar at Leeds at that stage oh, yeah? because he was uh, uh, captain of um, schools international of England over there and he played at Wembley and scored mm-hmm. at Wembley. The next big thing. Yeah, yeah, and he was a super player but just injury just... just you know, he, I've no regrets. <laughs> I, I wasn't good enough but he was good enough yeah. and just injury. Yeah, just bad luck. Yeah. yeah, bad luck and he was yeah. dating this boy's girl. And then the late 90s, all these young Irish stars like Steve McPhail, products of the home farm, Norse, just like yourself, uh, looked at the Premiership with Leeds. Um, well, there was a big Irish connection there. What was of, the Irish connection there? What was the. Well, name? it was just. It was basically. They from, saw there was a pool there. Yeah, they went for it. yeah from the Shelbourne friendlies. I don't think they realised they used to go over so long. The, fr- um, the, the friendlies were absolutely rammed. Mm. So I don't think they realised they had a fan base that big over here, you know, yeah. that sort of way. And then they started recruiting more. And just once that link is there, you're always sending players over, you know? Well, I remember Home Farm had a. Harry McGuinness, do you remember? Do you know? Did you know Harry McGuinness? He was a coach at Home Farm, and a uh, big Leeds fan. They always had a massive, massive link. Did, who? Do you know where that link originated? The Home Farm and Leeds link. No, wasn't there? No sometimes they link up with clubs. Like I mean, mm. I think Cherry Orchard had a Man City link years ago. Yeah, Lords were linked with. Oh God, I think it was. I remember uh, Cherry Archer used to have the Man City crest yeah. on, on yeah, some of their jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Apollo Dwyer, he sent this in for Derek. What was it like to play for Rovers for nearly the entirety of the, the homeless years? Joining the club, fresh out of losing Milltown and all the way up the dark days of relegation. Well, I suppose it's all I ever knew. Yeah. But um, I, I think it was... Uh, Again, when Pat Bourne took over, that was the first time we ever heard Tala. Tala was mentioned. Yeah. So Pat was manager, I think now, 1996. Mm-hmm. So you used to be able to tell me what year they got into Tala. What was it? 2009. 2009. Yeah. So it took 13 years from then to actually get into into Tala and that, you know. Unbelievable. So uh, look, we played everywhere. We played uh, Daily Mount, Talca, Inchicore. 
Martin Stadium. That was a disaster. We actually played, played a home game down in Cork. <clears throat> we were the home team. Yeah, we're down in Cork. This yeah. is, this, we, we talk about this all the time. Well, I'm not sure yeah. I played in that. I actually don't yeah. remember. Actually, I didn't check now, but I'm not sure I actually played. And we were sure our wager. Remember that? I actually don't. Home game in car. We wore our away jerseys. That's what pissed just amazing. Yeah, but yeah. I, you know what? I actually remember being down there because we actually did get the home dressing room. Yeah, we got. Oh home, really? Yeah, we got the home dressing, got the home dressing room. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but uh, but look, that's all we ever knew. But it was kind of like a holy grail, especially after 1996. We saying right, we're gonna get in there, whatever. Two tells and yeah, especially I think especially when David Richardson was there. Like mm-hmm. I would have liked Tony would have played on the day. I think he needed some some sort of platform like that, you know. Get into Tala, get the club going and that, you know, get the club rocking and that. But he ended up at Martin Stadium. Like it was a seven aside pitch. So, you'd be going down so the wing, you would be overlapping the four back or whatever. But you'll end up in the fucking long jump, you know. <laughs> the long jump. <laughs> you say, where's this sand come from, you know? <laughs> That's what it was. You'd be actually running in 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 the sand. It's ridiculous it was. Yeah, yeah, I remember I remember playing I remember going out there from the way game, we were playing Sport Fingal and it was three all <clears throat> torrential rain and I just I wasn't around for the yeah. century years and I just thought to myself, this it was a yeah. soulless yeah. kid Ronan Finn scored oh. four finger that day against us yeah, yeah. and, and Gaiman Saeed scored as well Royce scored yeah. for us it was what, what was the pub we used to go to uh, Cottage yeah Swiss yeah. Cottage yeah. Swiss, Swiss Cottage, cottage. Yeah. But yeah. all the games used to be on the Sunday now usually fans say that yeah. not the players yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> back then the, the players used to mingle with the fans <laughs> that, that, that's, that's what it. was a big yeah. team oh then. no yeah. it was we, uh, look after any game whether it was win lose or draw yeah. we'd go into whatever pub was right beside Jesus the ground really and, yeah. and we'd go in we'd have a point and listen <laughs> you could get dogs abused yeah, yeah yeah but look we used to soak it up we used to go into the Swiss Cottage and it was rough enough now you know yeah. not mm-hmm. too far from Ballymoon <laughs> but uh, but I remember all the Rovers yeah, I remember all the Rovers fans they'd go in like they could have 200 there after the game and all you'd hear out of them you could shove your fucking English football up your hole yeah, yeah, <laughs> God's yeah. going to kick off here now yeah. yeah we met Justin Mason yesterday and told me you were coming to the show by the way again he says he's very sorry well, for leaving you but anyway he says like we were homeless for 22 years and you played for 17 of them like that's extraordinary <clears throat> and it's it's something that doesn't exist in football certainly League of Ireland anyway we, we were talking about who the longest serving player is at the club at the moment yeah, I think it's Lukey Bourne, Bourne, Luke Bourne now and that's a couple of seasons yeah, mm-hmm. Mark McNulty I think at Cork he's the longest serving one in the league in general I think is he yeah. he's, he's been he's been there but it's it just doesn't happen anymore no it was, in fairness it was easy enough for Derry because no one ever came in for him <laughs> <laughs> and I saw a, a best a loyal 11 and you weren't in it I saw Maldini I saw Totty you weren't yeah. in it Derek I wasn't yes. happy Again, no, I think they've all decent hair. <laughs> <laughs> but look, going back on that, it wasn't just myself there. Like if you take a period, I'd say after Ray Tracy again up the round Damon, there was a good ten lads there. All put us, you know, seven or eight years in Tony, and not just yeah. because he's there. You, you had like Terry Power was there, eight or nine years. Jason Caldwell, Paul Wheel, and Gino Brazil. There was a good few. None of them ever yeah. asked to leave. Yeah, Gino was no, there twelve years. Yeah, no one ever asked mm-hmm. to leave. I only think. Fellas started leaving when full-time football came in. 
they were actually offered full-time contracts with the likes of Bowles and Shells. Right. Glenn Fitz uh, went to Shells. Tony Grant went to mm. Bowles and that, you know. And he had the pigs so you, 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 Do you remember, have you any stories about Tony Grant going to Bowles? Did he say, what did he say to anyone when he was leaving? Uh, or? No, he didn't say anything in fairness. I mean, like, it was none of our business, that, that you know a, what I mean? That was a big team. It was, and it was a big loss. Because I, I actually, if I had to pick my best team to play with Rovers, so I'd have him in and that oh, yeah. I played with Tony Tony's a fantastic footballer yeah. I thought he was a great player now he didn't probably get the goals that the likes of Tony Cousins would have got or whatever but Jesus he'd run all day yeah. for you you know he, he, he'd break his balls for you but look you can't, I know it was balls and that but it was full time football yeah. and that's all he was doing at the time you know he was understandable right? maybe he's seen as a, not a step up necessarily but he yeah, just financially was yeah financially yeah. listen financially was and then at the time Rovers you, there was this consortium coming in there was that consortium you didn't know where the heck you stood you, stood, you know so. yeah especially with fucking Roddy you wouldn't know what's going on what, there <laughs> well like this was before Roddy yeah, this was before, before Roddy you know so and the question sent in for you there I mentioned relegation like that was your your last ever appearance for Rovers and yeah. you scored on it mm. against Dublin City I saw a picture of you that night there's two young Hoops fans yeah, trying yeah. to console you yeah. and you look heartbroken oh, I mean yeah, talk the, about the that tiny way. tears came down that day you know, <laughs> yeah and, uh, and, well, see the thing is about football as well I mean the, the contrast of emotions as regards to football is, is amazing I mean like for instance let's talk about w- w- one great example is Sport Fingo when we were beaten 2-1 um, and you, you can go from joy to to just proper sadness mm. in seconds and that's that's what football brings you and that photo was oh, I was gone things, I just wanted know? to get off the pitch yeah. and then there was actually I can't you think I'm <laughs> well he actually got mad at the match that night oh, <laughs> <laughs> I well, the only really? time I got it <laughs> but there was someone I think Satanta were covering and says here you've come out and do an interview I'm like Jesus Christ yeah. I've got a box of Kleenex have you yeah, yeah. so I wouldn't do it I said no I'm not fucking doing that yeah. I was up in the dressing room but it was just me. Now there's a few other lads. Obviously, been again. Mark Henny, another one that spent a long time with Rovers. Like, to be honest, looking in hindsight, it could have been the best thing that ever happened to the club. It was kind of like let's get rid of all the deadwood. Yeah, actually, including myself. Get them out. Get a new family in. We could have spent years in that graveyard. Yeah, but that was mm-hmm. the most important thing. Come straight get back, back up. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As you said, you played nearly five hundred Rovers games. So if you had to pick one, what would be your favourite game? Yeah, that's a tough one. Jesus Christ, that's a hard one. I remember a game against Bowles uh, in Dahlia. Uh, we beat them 4 2. No, 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 it was a 4 2 league. 94? Uh, would have been after that, maybe 90. It was the year after we won the league. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Might have been about the 10th game into it. So I wasn't involved yeah. in the league team, you know. So you had a story sent into us about that game where yellow paint was shown on Bowles fans. Yeah, <laughs> from, from, from Terrace above. Yeah. <laughs> they got a lot of paint. Yeah. Yellow paint. Yeah. So anyway, what's, what's your memories? No, it was, it was just one of them games where kind of everything clicked for us, you know. Uh, playing the middle of the park with Derek McGrath and John Tall. And uh, it was just one. We, we battered them that night. I know 4 2, so it was close and that. But we absolutely murdered them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was one game in RDS as well. I think we beat them 2 0. I was actually playing Roy, Roy Full. I was marking uh, Paul McGee, I think it was playing at the time. But again, just everything that day just went right for me, you know. So. Yeah. They were probably the two most memorable games for me. Both games you picked were both games. Yeah, that's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have uh, a question coming in from Richie Healy. He says, "Is Derek he's from Holt? Is yeah. is Derek aware that he's the only player? This is a great one in world football to play five home games at different stadiums for the same club? The odd one out was Tornish Cross when we played a home fixture in inverted commas down there that. after the Junkies fucked us out. So." <laughs> Uh, the only player in world football to play five home games at different stadiums at the same club. 
Oh, well, to answer that, no. I was unaware that. No, no, you didn't. I haven't got. I feel like I need to give him something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bouquet of roses. Yeah, well, he's already trying to be a four that himself. <laughs> 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 you haven't talked to Your name dropper. You're going to tell us he's a spice girl now. <laughs> yeah, spice bag. <laughs> no, I, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, she. I didn't know that. <laughs> They're not including the White Hall. Do you remember the yeah, night few Rovers? They're going to be Leicester Senior. White Hall, Carlisle. Why do you think we played a friendly out in Kildare's yeah. ground? You know Kildare Town. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Johnson, we yeah. played a friendly. Do you do you remember when Rovers were thrown out of Inchicore? I don't actually know. Don't, no. don't remember that night. No. What was like after the game? Yeah. Didn't, didn't see any of the scenes or anything like that <laughs> because of a certain reason, was it? <laughs> yeah. off, right. Was it? Yeah, you could have got a few seats out of that. As yeah, well, yeah. it's more for the wall. Yeah. Um, uh, one of those home grounds you played in was uh, the RDS. Played there for yeah. six seasons. Do you remember the first game? Yeah, in I got dropped for it. Really? Yeah. Twenty-two thousand. Yeah, it was unreal. Yeah, oh, th- that was the days there was only thirteen in the. In the squad. In the squad, yeah. That's how old I am. Thirteen in the squad. I played every game up to that game. And no king called me aside. Listen, (laughs) I'm leaving you out today. You're embarrassing yourself. I know I am. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to embarrass myself more now. (laughs) So he called called me outside. Listen, I'm not playing you today. Um, I'm leaving you out or whatever. And do do those conversations still happen in football? As in, let's say, for instance, like quarantine. Let's say, I don't know, Sean Boyd, for instance, Mm. who's not really getting a game. Do they call in the players and say, listen, I think it's not happening today. Listen, I'd rather that because I remember another time when, when the manager, we won four games in a row, Roddy Collins, and he named the team while we were all in the circle. Right. And I was going, holy fuck, we're not to win four games in a row. And you played those four games? I played four games. And, dropped and then he dropped me. In front from of the squad? No, no from the team. From the team. From the team. When you put me aside, give me heads up. up yeah. 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 You'd rather have some, no yeah. one called me aside. It says, listen, I'm leaving so you. So you knew on the spot. And you're I like, knew that, but then he killed me. And then he says, you're not even on the bench. So you're only two subs. So I went from was start. Was a personal thing? Ah, no, no, look. I wasn't mm. probably playing well, you know. So I went from not yeah, starting. Far the trot, though. And then, so. no, no, this was, this was years oh, right, ago. Right, this right, right, was right. So he left me out the tort end or whatever. So that night he went out and got fucking hammered. You know, I got pissed. Remember the harp? <laughs> you know, the harp. <laughs> I was out with Spike McCormick, Ray Morris, and one other guy, you know. And this, again, was showing me age. This is the time of the slow set. It's one of them, yeah. So the three boys, they they all got sorted. I was left with this girl. I said, right, come on, we could up and dance. That's your wife, yourself. Yeah, no, anyway. So I started talking, you know, what do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I play football. Well, I said. <laughs> and she says, uh, yeah, for who? And I says, uh, Shamrock Rovers. And my cousin plays for Rovers. I said, oh, does he? Who's he? Terry Tracy. I was dancing with my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I said that just sums up my day. Come out now. Oh man. Yeah. Up. <laughs> and then you're right. Yeah. That Rovers team on the Noel King reached the final in the FAI Cup in '91. And the bad day against Galway. Uh, Tony, you had a brief spell with Kilkenny City on loan. And then you came home to play for Pats for three <coughs> seasons under Brian Kerr. We've been trying to get Brian Kerr on the show. We actually haven't got a contact, so maybe you could throw it our way. Sure. We'd love to get Brian Kerr on. What was he like? What was he like playing on the room? Well, he wouldn't want to get us two on the room. Let's put it that way. Fell really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, look, I don't think I was his cup of tea. But even at this stage now, there wouldn't be any words between ah, us. No, we'd you'd say hello. We'd or, say hello and all that sort of thing. But you, you fell out, did you? Well, there was a few words. Oh, yeah? <laughs> was, he dropped me for one game, and um, kind of back then, it was kind of Friday night football, and... 
we'd kind of all the lads we were young enough then you know so we'd all head out after mm. you know sort of thing but I think it was on one nail and I was on the bench um, I think Gareth Bourne was in goal that says enough so uh, that says enough <laughs> so, shots fired so uh, it's half time he's giving his team talk we were heading out after I came straight and work but he came into the uh, the toilets and I was shaving all right, ready, getting, getting ready, ready to go out. Getting ready to go out. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think we took that too well. Right, right, okay. <laughs> um, you played at uh, Harold's Cross back then, though. Didn't I believe Harold's Cross was closed down yeah. pretty recently? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, look, in time, the, the, the lads at Pats at that stage were unbelievable. Like, you John Ryan, Trapper Tracy, you uh, Ozo, Paul was on. Like it was just mad. Like we, we Tony Itzy, we, we were we were playing somewhere. I think I don't know who it was, but coming back on the coach, Tony Itzy was down the back, and we just stripped and bollock naked. <laughs> and just the clothes, the clothes went, the clothes went out the roof. It wasn't even hold on to the clothes. Yeah, you know the, the vent in the yeah, roof. Clothes out the roof. Shit. So care comes down. What's going on here? Tony Itty sitting Why is Tony there. naked? Do you know what I mean? Where's his clothes? No one said that. <laughs> so he, he had Mom. to wear a pair of shorts and a jersey and a pair of flip-flops driving home. <laughs> and then it was just, they were mad. Like, and Pat O'Toole used to train when he was playing with Cove another time. So we, we played Cove and we were coming back on the bus. And, uh, you know, you'd stop for a, you'd, you'd obviously get the tray, cans on. Yeah, hold on, hold on. You obviously get oh, the. Was the is this a standard oh, procedure? Standard, like, yeah, you obviously get the tray of <laughs> yeah. cans on. Oh, yeah, it was a snack box. Like, you might have them on before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, boy, like, yeah. It's like right, lads. Yeah. The cans are in the car. Don't mind the jerseys. Well, they'll be on the push. You'll have yeah. all your bags in under the cans. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a fans bus. <laughs> yeah, was, the fans were on the bus. That was the whole thing. It was just, you know, they were nearly paying oh. for the bus down there. So then anyway, we stop on the way back. Paddle Tool, we all get off the piss. Paddle Tool gets off. I'll get back on. Everyone on? Yeah, go ahead. Who did you leave? Paddle Tool. <laughs> <laughs> no one missed him. And he was saying, after train on the Tuesday, he was gone. I saw the two lights heading off down the road. <laughs> he said, they're going to stop now any second. And then the lights <laughs> went to the corner. He had to go to the next town and get a bed and breakfast. Jeez, he had to walk and get a B&B. Yeah. Wow. Well, could be 20 <laughs> <laughs> Go for your fitness. <laughs> Jog on. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, then that past team won the league then, just after you left. Oh, Lord. Oh, <laughs> All these roads get thrown in. at Derek. Don't get thrown in. Don't in. Yeah, but... I won the league you know. then the year after at 30, so... Yeah, we're good to that, don't we? Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, no, they were a good side. They were a great side. Like, they signed um, they signed the three Galway lads. They signed um, <coughs> Noel Mearney. Ricky Flaherty. Pierre Carpenter and... So Flaherty, the big uh, fellow up front. Oh, yeah. Flaherty and Johnny Glynn. Yeah. So it became kind of set-piece athletic, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It was just... Set-piece yeah. athletic, yeah. That's what they used to call them, yeah. Uh, just balls running in from everywhere, you know, and, like Richard, work it out wide lock it in Richmond Park was so small they were just launching balls yeah. from everywhere and, and it is a very narrow pitch Johnny isn't it? McDonald, they were fucking they're good players yeah. good in the air they had yeah. good players just, so. always a good player always yeah top yeah so uh, we've got a bit of club news now we have over a, a thousand season tickets sold and another week to avail of the free 1899 ticket offer so it's actually the Glenmalore ticket offer isn't it the Glenmalore where you won't get an 1899 ticket 
so if you want to avail of the, the Glenmore bar, get your season ticket in. And it's a uh, have you been to Glenmore Speed? Yeah, yeah, it's it's great yeah, for a point. Mm-hmm. And listen, yeah. beer and football go hand in hand for me. So you, you, <laughs> and same for the players <laughs> back then. Anyway, cans on the bus. So uh, uh, the leisure wear as well. Check out the new leisure wear range from uh, New Balance. We're going to take a photo of Tony here because he looks great in his New Balance gear and his tracksuit. He's all decked out. (laughs) 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 And uh, they'll be available online this week too as well. Hopefully, anyway. And um, it's looking like there won't be a calendar this year for 2018. Uh, Don't think we sold enough last year, so they didn't put out another one this year. But there is a junior hoops calendar. So if you are looking for something to stick on the wall and work, you can go with that. Yeah, well done to the lads. For yeah, fair play to the lads. It's great quality. And with something that we always stick up on the wall here in Johnny Blues and we mark in the scores. And it's it's uh, it's unfortunate that fans didn't really pick it up and, and, and buy it last year, so they didn't go ahead and get a new one. So Yeah, we have the second George Byrne Memorial Table Quiz. That'll be in March. So, Jules, if you're listening, please make it easier. This I time. heard he was... A serious quiz master last time it was ridiculous it was outrageous yeah. I mean we were going to put a team in Gary Shaw floundered apparently so <laughs> also and uh, Pat Tutty is doing Hell and Back on June 16th and he's doing it to raise money for Crumlin's Children Hospital so he'd done it before and uh, now it, it took him a while but he did it I, I think it took him about four hours he was behind everybody <laughs> and he raised just over a thousand for Crumlin Hospital so that's the Kevin Street Hoops and they're holding it down for the, the south side in our city and he's going to try and beat it this time so all donations big or small are very welcome and you can find him on Twitter and uh Donate a few quid to his cause. Yeah, so the uh, the original contract between Shamrock Rovers and Bob Fulham, don't uh, donated to the club by Marion Tyrrell, Bob's niece, is now on display in one of the cabinets inside the mega store, and that's the 1920s we're talking about. So the original contract from the 20s. Do you remember that tone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have Rovers legend uh, Ronnie Nolan won the Soccer Writers Association of Ireland Special Merit Award as well. Oh, he picked that one up. And then we're going to send our condolences to the family and friends of uh, fan Paul Corrigan Sr. and former player Jackie Mooney who have passed away. Part of the Ballybrack Lachlan's Town Sully Noggin area. Hoops Paul um, was a loyal Rovers fan and an East Stand season ticket holder. So our condolences to uh, the family and friends. And Jackie Mooney joined Rovers in 1962 from Cork Hibs at the age of 23. He played mainly as an inside right and proven to be a keen goal scorer and hitting 38 league goals over a four year period at Milltown. Jackie, a native of Ringsend, uh, he was also an Ireland international and he had the distinction of scoring four goals against Bowles in the FA Cup semi final in March 1963. Yeah, I like this coming from Anthony Pouch. He said, The sight of Jackie Mooney rising to nod across from Frank O'Neill into the net is a memory that will stay with me forever. Yeah, so our, like I said, our condolences to the family and friends of uh, the deceased. So the draw for the fourth round of the Leinster Senior Cup was made and immediately after you had demanded it on Twitter, Carl, you're a very influ- influential figure these days on Twitter. It was an hour after I said it. Where yeah. is this draw? Yeah, so we'll be at home to either North End from Wexford or St. Moctis. I think I think Eaton Boyle played for North End United. And uh, so St. Moctis, a uh, decent enough team as well. They just lost Alan McGreal back to Crumlin. A uh, bit of a loss to them from their league winning team. Dean Kelly is still up top Knocking in the goals. We've been knocked out by non-league clubs in the first round 
was nice to see in a couple of the last two seasons now. Yeah, we certainly have. It was Collinstown, wasn't it? Yeah, and then Thomastown. And then Thomastown as well. Or home this time, although it could be reversed. I think it was reversed last year. Oh, I can't see it happening, to be honest. So, uh, we're playing our final pre-season friendly against a Brentford 11 on February 10th at Talla at 3pm. And we have a couple of events on that day. There's the Junior Hoop season launch at half 10 in the morning. And you get a guided tour of the stadium by Stephen Bradley himself. And that's open to all new members for the Junior Hoops. And we have the 2018 squad launch. It's at 5 o'clock after the Brentford game. And this event will see the players receiving their squad numbers and you'll have the opportunity to sponsor one of them. So the Hoops SC have already sponsored Lukey Bourne. I think the Gary Twig Supporters Club, that's who we travel with on the buses. We're probably going to sponsor someone as well. So uh, watch this space. And Derek, you've worn the number 2, 7, 10, 11, 12, 14... On your short, but mainly seven. <laughs> what was your favourite number? Did, did, ever, did you like seven? Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad into stuff like that. Like I think Mark Kenny was mad into ten, wasn't he? Was yeah, mad into ten. Yeah, fancy them as a number. Yeah, yeah. Well, he needed story. two numbers. On his <laughs> <laughs> Would have filled the space. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Mark, if you listen. But uh, no, that was, that was, it didn't really bother me. You know, uh, whatever you were given once you started. Mm. Once you started, yeah. And uh, Gary Slevin wants to know both of your thoughts on a hot topic the new Rovers jersey. <coughs> Fans went into meltdown mode on you. No more than me. What, what do you think of the new Rovers jersey? <laughs> I haven't really seen it. We have a bit, of, he's, he's, he's decked out in the Rovers gear now, so I think he might be able uh, give us a club man response here. Show us a picture, yeah. 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 I think I have seen it, yeah. Um, I have to say, when I saw it originally, um, kind of online. I didn't like it. Yeah, a lot of people honest. said that. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. But actually, um, when you see it, kind of grows know, on you, doesn't it? Yeah, in real life, it looks well. As well. It looks well. The it full kit well, looks yeah, well. Though. It looks well. Yeah, the full kit. Um, but uh, originally I didn't like it. But then when I saw it, I do like it. Now. I think a lot of enough. people's problem is there's a lot more white in it than green. It looks like an away jersey, like a like a stranger, like a away jersey. But, yeah. We're just waiting on Daryl to have a look at it online. Yeah. I know where you're coming from there, yeah. It is, it's, it's, it's not... Uh, it actually it actually looks better than kind of real yeah, life, yeah. yeah. A lot of yeah. people have said that, like, you know, pictures of the new signings, you see the the jerseys hanging up mm. on the hangers, it doesn't look great, and then you see them lining out in the friendlies, mm. and like, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. And then we've got gold numbers on the back as well, which is kind of hard to make out. If if you're from yeah. media anyway, I mean if you're it's a for the people in press box. Yeah. What colour shorts? Is it, is it white or green? White, white, white shorts. It's all white shorts, yeah. I'd, I always preferred the white socks as well, not meant to be the hoop socks. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. the hoop socks? No, I always like the white socks. I, I think the hoop socks are stable, I think they're green. Mm-hmm. It kinda looks a bit ropey, does it? Ruggers. There's a nice bit of detail at the bottom of the back. You can see the shamrock and the ball. Yeah, that's pretty you know, cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I like those little what touches. Is, last season, the problem was the numbers were too thin. And this season, it's it's gold. gold. It's hard to make it yeah. out. And the shorts are... <clears throat> the number on the shorts is white. And the number on the back is gold. Yeah, so you that's, know that, yeah. that's That's another thing. The only thing I would say about it is it's actually... It's not like a generic jersey for a, a, a League of Ireland team. Like, you yeah. get Same pats. St. Pat's just have like training like, jo- tops it looks like St. John Bosco could be wearing that yeah. you know what I mean and 20 other teams it's it's um, it's, it's a, a, it's a Rovers yeah, jersey yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean you true very true else. yeah I'll give you that yeah. Yeah. I was talking to George Kelly about it he called it very modern yeah you could he, say he, that yeah. he really liked it yeah I suppose okay you were going to talk about one of yeah. our favourite jerseys from a while back yeah Derek do you remember the funky purple jersey from 1993-94 
93-94 I remember the jersey now yeah I probably didn't wear it too often then. I'm sure <laughs> in the Ray Tracy year that's all got a picture again yeah exactly this was yeah. this was the toy doy uh, hippie jersey it was yeah. it was a cracker it's like it went into the wash and got yeah. mixed with wrong but colors. again it was like, purple shorts was it uh, oh, I think God, it was all purple. Was yeah, it? Yeah. Jeez, I, I, I would have thought Bernie one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind him, can you? <laughs> yeah, I remember the jersey, all right, yeah. Okay, so we're... Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, it's not great, in fairness. Mm. Ah, it's not great. It's funky, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. If you go to an away game, where that. There you go. That's crazy what Tony says. It's not great, is it? So speaking of that 93-94 season, that was our only title in 17 seasons. Uh, uh, your 17 seasons at Raw was Derek, and you made two starts and six sub appearances. Was that, was that frustrating? I thought it was eight. <laughs> but, uh, but two and six, yeah, eight total. I thought it was ten in total. Oh, okay. You needed ten to get a lead. I, I yeah. got the medal. Be honest with you, it, that, that medal doesn't mean much to me. You know, it's not like with Tony when, when he won it with Dirty. You probably played every game, did you, Tony? You know, so. Yeah, no, I missed a couple at the did start. Did you at the start? Yeah. But you're more or less coming yeah. in. So to me, it didn't mean mm-hmm. and, and actually, during that season, I probably nearly left the club twice. You know. Really? Oh, I was I was gone. Yeah. Looking, you were looking away. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it was a a Tuesday. I arrived up and. Uh, Ray Tracy says to me, um, Limerick or Infield, do you want to go down on loan? I says, I'll think about it. So he I just didn't rage you, did he? I, I, he, he, was, he was hemming and hawing about yeah. it. That was, he, was, he was just so un- unpredictable. I couldn't read Ray, you know? Yeah. So on the tours that I came up, I was thought about it. I says, listen, Ray, it's not happening. I'll go, you know? Can I, uh, he, start, he said then, listen, uh, we used to play on the Sunday for the first game. Second team, we used to play on the Saturday. He says, I'm not going to play on the Saturday. I just want players that are, are going to be with the club playing the Saturday. So I says, all right, look, that's fair enough. I says, can I train with the force team on Saturday morning? He says, no problem. In fairness to him, he didn't have to do that. So I went down, trained the Saturday morning. After training, he called me aside. I thought there was a club in for me, you know. He says, bring your gear, you're on the bench tomorrow. So okay. I came on that game in Dundalk. I think Terry, it was a big game. I actually, we won 2-1, Terry Evans scored a winner. So I actually went from, on the Tuesday, I'm gone from the club. To on the Sunday, <laughs> I came on for the force team in a massive game. <laughs> that actually nearly decided... One of the league. league. Yeah. Like, the fuck am I standing with you? You know. <laughs> so at the end of the season, I kind of was in and out then. Whatever the two stars, the six uh, sub appearances. The end of the season, I knew I was gone then. You know. So he, he says, "Look, I'm gonna put you on the transfer list. That's it. You're gone." You know. But this is the time we lost Gagan. You remember Gagan went to shells. Yeah, and yeah. Alan <clears throat> went to shells. Peter Eggles went up the north and that. So it's the same scenario. I says, "Look, can I carry on training with the first team?" Again, in fairness to Ray, yeah, no problem. There was a four-team, um, a four-match trip up to the north, a pre-season right. trip. So I went up there. Four, three games didn't even, didn't even play. Like I don't even think I came on. So the last game, a few of the lads had to leave. They had to go back down to to Dublin for didn't work. even complete the, the, the for, tour. No, they, they had to go down for work commitments, right. and uh, even Ray wasn't there. So I ended up playing the last game. It was against Glenavon, and I, I was actually playing that game to get out of Rovers. It was just yeah. doing it for myself. I was gone. As far as I was concerned, I was gone. Ended up playing. Did okay. He says, will you sign a three-month contract? Because we were struggling for players then. Three because months. the boys were gone. You know, right. All the lads went to shells and that. Hmm. So, went out. Started the season. Ended up Willie Bork um, got injured. I remember Willie went hmm. to Pats. He got injured the first game of the season. I ended up starting. Did okay. Did okay for the next 10 games. Got a two-year contract off him. So, I, did, I never knew where to stop him. Yeah. Never knew where to stop him. But what I would say about Ray was... He was the best manager in terms of football knowledge that I played under. Yeah. He was brilliant, you know. He'd, he spot, he'd spot things that you were gone. At half time he'd say it to you and you'd be gone. 
how the fuck did he see that? Yeah. You know, he was brilliant, but I, I just never knew where to stop with the fella. Yeah. You know, and you were top scorer that season. That was the following season, ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, the following season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was top scorer. Yeah. yeah. So you went from being totally out in the cold gone. to being top scorer. Gone. Yeah, I was actually <laughs> gone. I then picked on the national league team. They like a league of Ireland selection. Mm-hmm. Like I was gone on all. Top scorer? How many goals did you get? Only a few. It was eight. It was eight. I couldn't knock the ball more than 28. Hold on. I asked him about my best goal ever. Dirty. Come on, what's the best goal? It was a 30 yarder against him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, you didn't expect it. You know, certain players, and you're saying he's never shooting there. All of a sudden, ping, top corner. Take it out of the net, Tony. It's how you. If you just won that game, you just won well, the yeah, league. Yeah, put the champagne on ice. Oh, yeah. Packed, jammed. Yeah. Jam packed, yeah. But it was on a volley now. Yeah. I caught it on the hop. Fucking <laughs> We're running out of both cases. No, I'm just saying, I wouldn't hit a dead ball like that. I was reading an interview you did about your, your league, Mel, and you said it doesn't mean much to but you. I'm sure really. that it was spelled, you spelled your name yeah, wrong. Yeah, I spelled my name wrong, yeah, yeah. yeah. My dad used to go nuts over that. But even in the programmes, you used to Well, how they spell it, T-R-E-A-C-Y. Like Ray Tracy, T-R-E-A-C-Y. Like when I searched your name in the papers, when I searched your name in the papers, very few results, because it's always spelled the wrong way. Yeah, it's T-R-A-C-E-Y. Yeah. Oh, my dad used to go bananas So, Tony, you won the league with Derry in 97, and they haven't won it since. There's a trend going on there, doesn't it? See, I told you, it's no coincidence. At least you played in this one. And uh, they lost on goal difference under Stephen Kenny in 2006. Um, Derry were on the verge of a double that season. They were clear favourites in the 1997 FAA Cup against Shelbourne at Daily Mount. Tragedy uh, hit the O'Dell family when Tony's 18-year-old brother Connor passed away during training with his two brothers. And Tony, you couldn't play in the cup final. Is it something you're okay to talk about? Yeah, no problem, yeah. It's, yeah. um, how much how did that affect you? Uh, obviously, you know, two days before the cup final, it was actually, it was actually the three brothers, the, the fours that were just trained because obviously Derry were up there trying away, and I was obviously in Dublin, so I just went out knocking a few balls down yeah. in Stewart Hospital when I lived in Parmstown. Um, Greg, I don't know who Greg was playing for. Greg might have been playing for Dundalk at that stage, and the two brothers just came down to keep us company. He was knocking a few shots at me, crosses. And <clears throat> he was actually doing a bit of crossing, and Greg crossed in, and Connor went in to kind of finish and just stood down and just killed over. And at that stage, it was everyone was thinking about, I don't know if you remember it, swallowing their tongues. That was the big thing at that yeah. stage. So we just presumed he swallowed his tongue or something because he wasn't moving. But, um, you know, just, just an enlarged heart and just boom, gone. That's what it was in Laird's heart, yeah. In Laird's heart, yeah. Jeez. And, yeah. Um, and in the circumstances, not all that surprising that Derry lost that cup final against Shelburne. Well, yeah. Well, look, I, I, I'm sure they wouldn't blame it on that sort of thing, you know what I mean? But it was hard because, they, like, obviously the lads, they all went to the, um, the funeral. So, and in fairness to Shells, Shells went to the funeral as well. Mm. Um, so um, I wouldn't say they just blame it on that like sort of thing you know what I mean it was yeah, just there's a call from Peter Keely he said Derry are travelling to Dublin not for a cup final but for a funeral yeah well look it's it's tough times and I suppose when you you know you hear that and it, it just throws it's you know everyone talks about preparation it wouldn't be great, great preparation for the lads sort of thing I'm sure they're kind of looking at their own brothers and sisters or daughters and sons and saying Jesus it can happen like that. 
yeah. you know and yeah because if i hear something like that now or i hear it like especially when I, I, you have kids now and if you hear you know some tr- tragedy that happens to a kid you kind of got you look at your own kids and go oh my god if that ever happened to me yeah. sort of thing so just from that sort of thing but mm. i wouldn't take away from shells they were they they finished i think they, in the end i think they probably finished tour in the league but they were they were kind of the second best in the league that year yeah and i wouldn't take that cup flying win away from them just because mm. of that you know here are some of uh, Felix Healy's team talks were interesting though. Some about the IRA. Oh, he's mad. Absolutely. Was he a bit of a boy? Was he? Oh, he wouldn't. He, his team talks would be. Actually, we're going to talk about team talks now. Actually, yeah. uh, this is something I, I, I like. I'm going to go go June fourth. Tony, give us there. He your he wouldn't he him. wouldn't talk about um the last thing he talked about was football. <laughs> you know what I mean. He'd always start off every team talk with, I'm not talking tactics to you, lads, and I'm not talking football because there's no fuck all about it. <laughs> 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 and he said, you won't understand until you've finished playing football. And so that's the way. And then yeah. he'd go on and some yeah. stories. Yeah, one of the stories was he'd gone about um, <clears throat> one of his mates and that uh, his mates was robbing cars and the IRA got him <laughs> and tarred and feathered him sort of thing and yeah. he was sent back to his man that so you met, you were going out here to play here don't let your fucking family down like the way he let his family down <laughs> oh, so go and get the three points go get the three points <laughs> you get tired and feathered but we we went we were playing probably the biggest game of the season. Cork were kind of very close was that year as well, and I think at that stage Cork were maybe four or five points behind us, and we were playing Turners Cross, and it's a hard place to go. Best of times, oh, big time. So this was a fucking big game. We went down the night before, and we went to the hotel. Team meeting, you know, this is gonna happen tomorrow. So we finished up the team meeting. Went right, prepare tonight. Big game tomorrow. No more than five points to me. <laughs> it's like and the so, old... And some like of the, the lads old. went, oh, for fuck. <laughs> oh. yeah. So we were down in the pub till about 12. And lads went off, like they'd have two, three. Yeah. Um, but the good pros. Good pros stay there for a five and then head off. Wasn't it like the old rules? The old Irish rules that don't have that fifth point? Yeah, do you mean yeah. to say that? Yeah, yeah, for driving, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, you won one nil in the morning. It was playing unbelievable. Just shows you, doesn't it? Yeah, but uh, Felix Healy, like before we go on, actually, I'm going to talk about team talks. Any, what about Damon Richardson, Derry? His program notes were amazing. He couldn't understand them. He was so cryptic, was he? I know he was. Now, when it came to in the dressing room, I think he did that for a bit of an act now, you know? But. It was more after the game he could fly off the handle, didn't he? I think you still had a bit of a stand yeah, on one game, didn't you? It was actually, it was actually, you know what it was? It was a 6 4. It was a 6 4. Six four. Oh, oh, my great memory, yeah. It was just, I'm delighted I never played. Not me. I was on the bench. Yeah. So, I was in the hand stand, and said, yeah, uh, I had nothing to do with that game. But, um, <laughs> we, we, we. You can't get laughing or something. Yeah. Was there something like that? <laughs> I remember not. I don't know, it, it doesn't sound, it wasn't laughing because we lost, like, yeah. sort of thing. Robbie, something happened there. Robbie had a terrible game. And I'd be back in next week. It wasn't anything to do with that. It was at half time. Um, we were following up, I think, at half time. And Tommy Dunn. <laughs> Tommy. I don't know why you asked Tommy, but. No, Tommy went, went over. Did he? Tommy, Tommy even then thought he was a coach, yeah. you know. 
Tommy Dunn. 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 So yeah, yeah, we'll we'll stay. We we're were hammering up. them, hammering them, absolutely hammering them off the park. Right. And he says go five. And when he went say go, five, I don't know what. And it's still to this day, and I still laugh when someone said like <laughs> you say go five. And he said go five, and I just started laughing <laughs> at half time. You know what I mean? Now this went falling up. Yeah. So I was laughing, and everyone was in a good humour. But anyway, after the game, obviously we lost six four, and. Uh, you know, you can imagine what the fucking dressing room was yeah. like. And I was down there fucking so and then he goes to me and you laughing it was like he blamed the whole defeat on me, he says and you laughing at half time. And I just went, what, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I says, I'll fucking knock the head off you. You know what I mean? And so it's going to handbag sort of thing, you know what I mean? Like it was to me it was like he was trying to blame the whole defeat on me. Yeah, we were falling at the time. Though, time. Yeah. yeah, and it was only because Tommy was such... It was just... Uh, you'd such have a to coach. Know, yeah, yeah, you'd have to know coach. Tommy because we'd be always taking the piss out of him. Yeah. The way he'd be moving, he'd be moving <laughs> things and thought he was a fucking main man. <laughs> and he just, when he just went, go five, I just started laughing. And just, <laughs> but then at the end of the game, to blame that on a player, yeah. a sub, yeah. for laughing at half time. Like, if he thought it was that bad... Why didn't he pick me up at fucking half time about it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you exactly. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was like, just clutching for fucking He slaughtered Dave Smith. Remember the full Ruined Dave Smith. Yeah. Dave Smith never played again. What? Never played again. Yeah. Ruined his career. After the 6 4. He absolutely mullered him after the match. Did he have a bad game? I did. I did. Listen, he probably did, but everyone has fucking bad games. But whatever about in the dressing room, it's fucking. Look, you don't do it to the fucking cameras and. Mm, yeah, yeah. The fucking sundry sort of thing. And Roddy, I mean, Roddy was sacked at that. At half time, Roddy was walking in. He was sacked. He was yeah. gone, gone. And then obviously the game turned around. Then he won the double. I won the double that year. Mm. Wow, that was yeah. that was just a crazy game. Because we went five. I don't think we've we've ever had anyone talk about this. Let's dissect dissect that game. What went wrong? Four one. Well, Tommy got involved. Tommy got involved, <laughs> and, and we went five. And I don't think it was that. No. In so, fairness, Tony was saying like, we were four and up, and we were. But it was one of them. It could have been four three. It could have been six three at half time. Right. There was yeah. just chances. Oh, right. So yeah. they were giving yeah. up chances. There was chances, yeah. and then we were missing chances. I think actually the start of the second half, we missed again, I wasn't chances. The things you hit the post. Yeah. To go five one up. Right. Um, so it was kind of that yeah. was it. I think Bongo yeah. Bourne had a great chance. Really? Yeah. yeah. And it ended up six four. That's up something that they hold on to dear. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. But it's mad. He's saying it. Thank God he wasn't playing. I wasn't playing. I think Mark Kenny was in the stand with me. We were injured at the time. But it's one of them games. Can't associate me. I played yeah. a lot of. I played a lot of bad games for Rovers. But thank God I wasn't associated mm. with that game. What about other team talks? What was the, who gave the best team talks? Oh, the, the one I heard it was actually not the two of us. It was a. Uh, it was. Roddy Collins and Trevor Malloy told me this. He says, uh, "I think Trevor Malloy's been on the show. Yeah. He's a good lad." Oh, was yeah, Trevor's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> I think they were playing Kaiser Slaughton or something in the you wave a cup or something. Okay. Mm. And he says, "The fourth corner we get, I want you to kick it out for the throw." And Trevor's gone. Do you know what this reminds me? Roddy, I remember Roddy was manager at. Jeez, I think it was. Who was a Monmouth maybe? And he had he had Tony Griffith. Oh, Tony, don't Tony Griffith. He was marking our fullbacks. He had he had the yeah. the two strikers marking the fullbacks. 
<laughs> so it looked so odd, right? He had each striker marking both fullbacks. And this when though? At what time? Like this, in general? In general, yeah. Just no, when he yeah. didn't have the ball. We, we played a game with two outside rights, no outside left. When Roddy was manager, two, two, <laughs> two outside <laughs> right and no outside left. So God loved the poor left four. Yeah, <laughs> like the that, right four was loving it's it. It's that type of thing. It's not so. But, but the thing was, with Trevor was, and Trevor's kind of going, "What are you on about?" He says, "No, put it out, and if you don't put it out for a throw in, I'm gonna fucking find you." You know. <laughs> So again, Trevor's gone. So just lump it no, along. No, just, just right there's the corner flag there. Just turn around, just kick it out there. Kick it in. Yeah, yeah. So let's do it. Do a three sixty. Exactly. And just, and just throw it out. Kick yeah, it out there. One eighty. Yeah. So of course, the obvious question, Trevor says, "Why do you think we're fucking mad?" <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was it. <laughs> that was the tactical <laughs> thoughts of it all. Yeah. I, I remember you were probably playing there. We were down in Cork, and um, I think we were losing two one about twenty minutes to go, and Damien Richardson was the manager. And we were going well in the league that year. And um, <clears throat> 20 minutes to go, so Mick Cook, the assistant yeah. manager, he goes up and says, gets out of bed, Damien, 20 minutes to go. Do you want to make a change? Damien just looks at him and goes, are you taking the piss? Would you look at the shite I've got on my bench? <laughs> <laughs> Did not. Just on Rico as well, actually, there was a, an own goal scored against you by Gareth Cronin from 30 yards. Yeah. Is it true that Cronin and Rico went out in the dressing room? After? They did, yeah. No way. How, well, how did he score from 30 yards? 30 yards. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't 30 yards. It was, Rico went mad. It was, it was absolutely fucking torrential rain. The fucking talk who used to play in the Quagmire back then. And I was going. <laughs> it wasn't my fault but I slipped anyway but <laughs> Gary Crown didn't even look I remember that, I remember that yeah. and I kind of slipped and I shouted yeah. away yeah. but it was, there was no one on me or he just but I, I was on the ground and I shouted away right. and Gary Crown just passed the back without looking I was on the fucking deck <laughs> and it passed, <laughs> it, it passed it into a fucking open goal sort of thing <laughs> But Rico went mad because he didn't pass it down the sides you know mm. schoolboy stuff mm. yeah. which was you know what I mean if a keeper's there you just give it back to him you don't believe in pass yeah. down the side of the school boys yeah. but I've a lot of time for Rico but it sounds like I'm but Rico was brilliant mm. I, I used to love him yeah. but them two times but they went there in, in the dressing room sort yeah. of thing I carried Carlos well out for a yeah, while yeah and I just kind of took a step back slowly moving it was my fault do you remember who side do I take do you remember do you remember Alan Bennett's goal own goal that was for yeah. yeah, that, that was, was actually the half yeah. of the line. Yeah. He came in, he was actually yeah. facing his goal. He was coming back from you say from a corner or right. whatever, and Erlad was facing the other way. They were actually facing opposite. Right. And he went in for the tackle. And I think Erlad could have pulled out I can't remember who it was, he could have half pulled over. So Bennett was going in to smash him. Yeah. So he didn't get a leg, he just got the ball and went straight over yeah. their goalkeeper from the halfway line. Yeah. We won, there was a cup game, we won. Yeah, we won yeah. Yeah. 10, 10, 000, 10, 000, yeah. 10 yeah. I think Benham was only 1920. Yeah, I think it was his first season, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we talk about Felix Healy, he, he hates Rovers, he really does. They all do. He's, do you know what? They're my commentary for Satanta. Like, just, that's, that's, and that's, coming, that's, from, that's coming from yeah. Darrow saying yeah. that they all do. Have you noticed the hate towards Rovers? Again, going back to Garrett Crowe was a great lad and Billy Woods, right? They were playing us in a game at uh, down at Turner's Cross, and Nate Murphy was the manager. 
And he got the old flip chart out one day, you know. And the lads were going, what the fuck is he doing with a flip chart? He, he never did that, you know. Right. So they thought it was going to be some tactical genius stuff. As soon as he pulls the first page over, you know. So they were all sitting there waiting in anticipation, you know. So, of course, the chart came up, flipped over. <laughs> and all that was on the on the first page, fuck the dubs. No, <laughs> that was it. That was it. Fuck the dubs. Yeah, lads. Here's the tactics for today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you go here not now fuck that just fuck the dubs yeah no he, he does he does hate uh, he does hate Rovers so we're going to cover more League of Ireland news in our next show and we'll touch on a few recent things Billy Denny he went to Limerick people people slate Billy oh, he, Billy was a great servant for our club he was top scorer at one stage mm. he, he he finished the league he finished 2000 and got 16 goals 16 goals and he, Billy Billy gave everything for us and people hated him <laughs> And people hate him. Goals, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, he was one of those wingers that hugged the touchline. Mm. One touch, and he's trying to get at players. Now, normally, he probably knock a boy and try and beat them for a pace. But Billy got a lot of goals. Billy did a lot of good things for over. So, I, I, I always have good time for Billy. And um, Chris Turner is trying to a dirty. Uh, that was a bit controversial. And did you see Eamon Zayed's tweet about that? No. Yeah, no, so... Uh, <laughs> Eamon Zoe tweeted, uh, Derry City, are you serious? Yeah. When when he saw Chris Turner training with him. Reopening all wounds. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he's reopening all wounds. And uh, Peter Cherry signed for Cork. Vinny Fardy went to Cyprus. I didn't see that one. And we have Eamon Zoe as a free agent. And uh, hopefully it stays that way because he was brutal. We don't need a striker that bad. No, we're not that, we're not that uh, stuck. And uh, balls have 24 players confirmed. Uh, more than any other club Ryan Swan suffered a serious knee injury missed the entire season That's, uh, and Ford Sule went to Bern and they lost Akinadi as well so they signed Buckley they got Buckley back from Bray as well so in the fourth division David Mulcahy is still going strong at 40 and he's joined Shelbourne he's a machine isn't he David Mulcahy and uh, Galway unveiled the sign another 50 year old kit man Robbie Williams tell me one of you saw the photo I did, yeah. It, it didn't look <laughs> like a reverse roll. <laughs> Rob, Rob, wait and you see this. You're not going to believe this. This this fella, honestly, he looks like like a a 50 year old plumber. That's a professional. That's a professional footballer. footballer. Daryl was the opposite. Oh look, God. doesn't he look like the footballer? And he look yeah, at that. I was the opposite. He's, he's the same him. amount of look. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's the centre half. He's a do- what did Ryan say? He's a double winner. <laughs> yeah, he's a double winner. <laughs> he's won the cup in the league last year for Cork. Look at that. Isn't that massive? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, Carl, you were going to talk about uh, the, the Dirty Pele. Yeah, Paddy McCarr signed a new contract with uh, Finn Harps. If and, there was uh, ever natural ability. Yeah, Derek, you paid for him one oh, season. That was a five. Scores and outrageous goals. Oh, I think there was a game against Bray. Do you remember that? The Did you play in the hat trick? Did you play in the No, again, I was sitting well. on the bench. <laughs> 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 Tony's laughing. Yeah, great crack. It was 102 for fuck's sake. But uh, seriously, oh, that, was the, that was the best hat trick I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. There's actually footage of you probably know. Yeah, Tre- Trevor Blood. Yeah, you saw the play. Yeah, Trevor Blood. I remember seeing it on the pitch looking at it. We were actually in the same angle as the camera was. The best part of we were all going look at Trevor yeah. you, know, yeah. it was just, you want to see this you got like a 30 yard pinger you read the boy around 3 or 4 for another goal I was just ridiculous and what's he like as a guy is he a great lad an absolute great lad smashing fella now he's quiet and that you know he's a quiet fella yeah I like the point in that yeah. but not absolute gentleman now you know yeah. he really was but it, you know you kind of notice when the, when he was with Derry how good he was when you played against him 
I remember trying to close him down. Now again, I was getting all the stage, but Jesus Christ, he just took off. Yeah. You think he's lazy and the and next his his body language doesn't it, do him any favors. It does doesn't, it? but he's totally different. Obviously, when he gets the ball and what he does off the ball, you know. Yeah, he's but, excellent. Uh, in terms of the ability and that, he, without like, doubt the best. Me and Carl, they'd be pouring over him. Yeah, he, pouring over. I was even now, yeah, yeah like even yeah. now, like he, he when he played against us in the three two, so I'm mad yeah. about the late winner. Yeah. He was unbelievable. Yeah. He was. He, he has a pass in his locker that no, not many yeah. players have. It's yeah. just one of those. It just cuts through the fences. Yeah. It's, and like it's his dribbling, dribbling ability. ability is wow. frightening. It really is. If you look at his highlight reel, it's for Celtic. Yeah, yeah. He has one of those for every yeah. club. Yeah. One of those amazy <laughs> yeah, yeah. beat yeah. six like, players. Like George Best. May I ever see that goal yeah. in America? And he beat them five times. Go back or a bit, a bit him. I'll go back and beat him again. Go yeah, back and score yeah, a goal. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I love about this because he was speaking at an award show last month, and they asked him about that goal that he got against Sligo last season. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, that. I did. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. passed about yeah. six or seven players. Uh, and if you yeah. notice his finish when he when he does finish, he's composed. He, he seems to tease the defender yeah. as if to give the defender a chance <laughs> and then the defender just barely gets near it and just doesn't in the end it's, yeah. he teases them so he was on stage and the guy was asking about that goal and he was like where does that rank amongst the goals you scored yeah, in your career 12. he was like about 15th yeah. <laughs> 15th and Dundalk's US takeover was completed so this is a hot topic at the moment mm-hmm. and uh, it's something now my theory on this I'm going to give you a hot take on what I think is going on at Dundalk, right? If you look at the overheads, if Peak Six are looking at this and they're thinking, okay, this is relatively low overheads. We can, we can come in here and we can keep things the same. We don't have to hire wages. We can might sign the odd marquee mm-hmm. player here and there. If we qualify for the Europa League or qualify for the Champions League, which is, which is a long shot, Europa League isn't, they look at the returns on that, millions that have come in. They could make a quick book and then they could just fuck off. Like if they're looking, I'd say they've got a three or four year plan and they're going to come in, they're going to try and qualify maybe two years out of, out of four, let's say it's a four year plan, let's say two years out of four they qualify, that's big money. They're going to qualify for that and then I think they'll just leave. I think they'll just up and leave and make their money and think this is it, we're done. It's going to they've hinge mistaken Roma, they've mistaken Roma, they've mistaken Bournemouth. It's going to hinge on European qualification. It really is, it has to, it is, it's so 100% people are pointing out, What if they get a tough draw? Three years in a row. What if they keep getting Rosenberg? Yeah. What if they keep getting the... Now, in fairness, they should have went through against Rosenberg. But, but they're in the Europa League next season, but... It, it's... I, I really think... What do you think, Les? I think it, it could be that. Yeah. But it could go the other way as well. It could be a game changer for them, you know? It's not like when they... I don't want it to be no, that no, way. No, no, <laughs> Like, we consortiums came in to go over Rovers, you know? But I don't think they, them lads had a pot to piss in, you know? Yeah. It depends what they're going to invest, you know? These lads have what is their level of capital. What you diligence the guys that are gone have done about these guys, you know what I mean? They're coming in. What, what have they kind of investigated, you know? Yeah. Investigated and that, you know? So, it could be anything... You know, and Carl, you made the point to me earlier that the two lads who sold it still hold the lease for Oriel Park. Yeah, are they still on the board? Are they? So are they still? They, I don't know if they I'm have any sure say, that but, that, but yeah. that pretty much means that they've bought the club. Peak Six have bought the club, but without having any say in what happens to Oriel Park. Mm. I was so going to say that there's a lot that needs to be done there. That is hundred percent. Yeah. Like I, I won't, I wouldn't. Like I, every so often I bring my wife out and. I bring my daughter to a game. I wouldn't bring my daughter or wife to Oriel Park. No, no. Because women, think about this, in 2017, women mm. going to the bathroom is a problem in mm. Oriel Park. They charge yeah. them an extra fiver because it's in the stand. The stand is 20 quid, right? Yeah. You want to stand on the oh, terrace, right. it's 15. So 
Mm-hmm. Normally, our female fans would say, we're not going in this horrible mm-hmm. porta potty that is used by yeah, loads two of drunk little blokes. Little lady, yeah. two little and they'll go and say, can I use the bathroom in the stand, please? Yeah. And they'll say, show shit ticket, yeah. you have a terrorist ticket. Extra fiver. And just to go in and use the bathroom. So it hasn't, as a ground, it hasn't changed since we were playing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Think about that. Bar the, bar the pitch. It is yeah. a hazard because you, I mean, you're walking up that terrace and there's metal bars sticking out, mm-hmm. jagged metal coming out of the ground and it's just it's an absolute kip and I know think about it if you're a consortium coming in and they're looking at Oriel Park mm. they're thinking okay they probably took a walk around and looked at the place and thought let these fellas have the fucking lease I'm not putting money yeah, into this yeah. they need millions needs to be put into this I, place I, I think you're right a lot will depend on Europe you know yeah oh, it hinges on Europe yeah because I remember I think Shells did it they were kind of spending money on the basis that they were going to get to a certain stage in Europe. Yeah, which a lot of clubs still do now. Yeah, that's where they kind of fell apart. It's a crazy it's thing to do. It, it really is a crazy thing. I said before, there's just no precedent of foreign investors making so a profit never dealt in with the League of Ireland. Like, no. You're there 17 seasons. No, is there any instance of no. like Americans or no. Englishmen coming in, making a profit, no. being happy and leaving? Uh, and like it. Never I don't think there was any incident of anyone investing, whether they made a profit or not. Roddy tried Put a few <laughs> Roddy and his investors at Carlisle. <laughs> wasn't that Jonathan Carney? Wasn't it? Didn't he buy? There was talk of him. Yeah. I was actually surprised he never really got yeah. majorly involved with the club and that, you know. But um, yeah, no, we've got a. Uh, so we'll move on from the Peak Six investment and we will talk about the draw for the Europa League. It's the first and second qualifying rounds on Tuesday, the nineteenth of June. And the fourth game isn't until the 12th of July, so we'll have three weeks between the draw and the fourth game to make travel arrangements, and as opposed to 10 days in the previous year. So, um, uh, for some reason, Prof, Lafayette is in my mind for some reason. I, I, think we're there, I have yeah. a fair idea why. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Whether rollers are there or not. I heard they, I heard they make nice cheese. Yeah. Oh, is, so, yeah. we draw a finish team, you'll be like, I'm just going anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 Lafayette anyway, I'll take a detour. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I booked them tickets. I thought we were going to get them in the draw. Have to go now. Had a permission, too late now. Yeah, so that's the draw. I can't wait for that. Best time of the year, isn't it? Going away, traveling away with Europe. We were in Iceland and Prague last year. It was fantastic. Amazing trips. Iceland is an expensive shithole, to say the least. But yeah, so Tony and Derek, what memories stand out from European games? We'll start with you, Tony. Good European or, games, good or bad, good it doesn't matter. Yeah, but give us your give us your favourite or any stories as well, because we know it's a jolly up. It's what we weren't expecting much. <laughs> I'll give you two. I'll, I'll give you two. Um, first one would um, first one would be beating playing for Derry. Uh, we just signed for Derry, uh, and we played locomotive Sophia, and we beat them. Uh, oh, one man, Sophia, yeah. big enough team. They were massive team back then, sort of thing. You know what I mean? Before the, the uh, cup win was cup, I think. Yeah, yeah cup yeah. win was before the the break up of the Eastern Bloc and that sort of thing. They were a massive team, um, backed by the uh, military over there. That was the military team. Yeah, it's quite similar to in Serbia. You'd have um, Red Star and you'd have Partisan. It would be the army and the police teams, wouldn't it? Yeah. So it's fascinating stuff yeah, for me personally. We beat them one nil at home, um, so that was an unbelievable. At that stage, uh, Irish team weren't winning in Europe at all. Mm. It's not like kind of now we kind of expect to win the first few things because yeah, that yeah. was an open draw back then. 
So we'll did anyone in particular stick out that day for Sophia? Did any any um, players? They had players that we didn't know because there was nearly a, a core few band back then of the Eastern European players. You wouldn't know who they were. Yeah. But one of the lads after the away game, he went to uh, Marseille for four million. Yeah. And at, at that stage, four million it doesn't say massive amount of money though back then. Massive. Mm. And then probably the second um, one would be Rovers when we went to um, Joe Gardens and in Stockholm and we we went there you know obviously had a couple of days over there gorgeous city yeah gorgeous people all the board the, <laughs> the, the blokes they're all very good looking <laughs> um, and so we played there played the game but I think we'd lost 3-1 at home so the toy was really over going over there anyway so we didn't expect much I think we lost 2-0 over there and that that was a decent result against them at that stage. Kind of, we were part time. They were yeah. They had some future stars. Yeah, Zaxxon, Kalstrom, Kalstrom, yeah, Kalstrom and Zaxxon. Yeah. yeah, wow. And the keeper, he was only on the bench that night. He went to Arsenal. Uh, there was actually Oyxon, the keeper, mm. and then I can't remember the, the sub keeper, but he went to Arsenal then after that. So they had some stars playing. But anyway, the beat was two 0 Went into the dressing room afterwards. Talk was yeah, great, unlucky lads, kind of new. Right, where are we heading? <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to get out. So anyway, he came in, walked through the door. Pat Scully came in, through his bleeding shin guards at the fucking floor. We kind of gone, fucking hell, Pat. We kind of didn't expect him in here. What are you so disappointed for? Sits down. That's a fucking disgrace. All right. <laughs> anyway, where are we heading? <laughs> so he goes, that's a disgrace, lads. Shouldn't be going out tonight. You just have to have a look at yourself. Shouldn't be going out tonight. So Damien Richardson then all of a sudden, he felt the change in the mood in the room. He knew fucking, if that was going to happen, fucking Scullier was going to get fucking choked to death. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes, he couldn't, Scullier was captain, so he couldn't knock back him. But he knew the feeling in the room. If we didn't get out, that was yeah. going to be fucking murder. <laughs> was, wasn't that booked at this stage? Oh, was it was a book out, book out, sorry, it was book out, sorry, yeah, that's right, yeah, it was book out, sorry, it was book out, and uh, so he kind of felt the mood in the room, and he goes, the book got the Trump hair back then as yeah, well, yeah, he kind of did, actually, yeah, he kind of went, yeah, yeah, Something about 12. Uh, <laughs> I says, yeah, I'll tell you, yeah, he's conflicted, yeah, he just knew, and he, in fairness to him, he came up with a good compromise, he says, um, Roy, a couple of drinks. A couple of no drinks. More yeah, a couple of drinks. Back back to the hotel for twelve. Right, so that was that kind of placated everyone, right? So anyway, twelve o'clock arrives. We didn't know this, but twelve o'clock arrives. Um obviously Bucko I thought was Damien, but Bucko was there. Uh Pat Scully and whoever he was out with came back at twelve. The next person arrived in a half four. <laughs> <laughs> Which is 12 hours time. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone arrived in at about 8 in the morning. We, were going to, we, we actually, we were due to have Pat on. He couldn't make it, but uh, when we said, I said to Pat, I said, Pat, you're coming on the show. And I thought it was a piss take. But he, I said, what, I said, what do you drink? He goes, loads of Prosecco. <laughs> and I, I said, is this serious? He goes, yeah, yeah, loads of bottles of Prosecco. Love it. So he ended up not being able to come on, but we, uh, we wanted to get him on because he's disgraceful. Or is it Derek now? Memories from European games, good or bad? 
Um, I'll probably go to the general. <coughs> probably has more with the over 40s than I had with Rose, in fairness. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> uh, probably the uh, boy memory I'd have was uh, we played at Alte Sparrow in uh, Turkey. Yeah, you scored. In Ismail, yeah. It's kind of oh, like, <laughs> didn't say that. <laughs> Not again, Gerald. Jesus. Here, look. No, but it was before the game. Was, the memory was before the game. You were kind of lining up uh, with them walking out onto the pitch. I'd say there was about ten thousand on it, but the bang off them, the smell was horrendous. Really? You know, whatever. Purpose, purpose <laughs> no, they were absolutely banging you know yeah. and then we were kind of looking at them all and they all had this bit of thing over their head you know it was like Ash Wednesday yeah, you yeah, know yeah. but there was, they had a goat about five minutes before the game a goat but they, now they yeah, didn't yeah goat. now they didn't mm-hmm. not the greatest of all time they had a goat you know <laughs> <laughs> they slit the tr- throat of the goat and they smeared the blood under their forehead and that's why we were smelling you know you serious yeah yeah it was sort of our Kenny or Richie Paul <laughs> <laughs> but that, that was it that was a my boy the memory of that you know the only other game I was involved I think we went to Czechoslovakia you know. um, Liberate Liberate yeah, they, they were there's some great stories you know. about that from the fans perspective I'd say it was better, not, better we actually f- played the game flew out and that was it there was uh, one in particular Forky one of the lads he was telling us that they were in a bar and two girls had run up a bill on one of the lads. He doesn't know if he goes to games anymore. His name is Butler. I think it was Butler. I remember Butler. You remember Butler? <laughs> Butler. The bald fella. Yeah. yeah, I remember Butler. And yeah. they ran up a no, bill. Butler. Oh, no, where's Butler? But yeah. I think it was going to be Barney. Where's no, Butler? He bottled the rails. I think that's what it was the game. Yeah. I remember yeah. Butler. They ran up a bill on him while he was asleep. Mm. So, well, his fans obviously refused to pay. But, well, uh, it turned out that the, the bouncer ended up fighting with the police and there was shots fired there was guns involved uh, someone ended up in a chimney uh, they left it was the, it was no, a the chimney was but the chimney was Poland was, was it one, but yeah. either way they, they ended up like guns being fired and they just legged it so it was a really tricky situation yeah. just going back to Altispar we nearly turned around in the second leg yeah that's right yeah. Park. I, yeah. I think um, they beat us 3-1 in their place I think we got it back to 3-1 and it went the extra time. Yeah, and they scored. Then we got a player sent, and Mark Kenny got sent off. Yeah, you know, like the EJ, you know. Tiddling someone to Tiddling someone. But Mark could be filthy, you know. He could actually give an elbow on that, you yeah, know. He whatever. Yeah, he wouldn't take one. <laughs> no, he definitely wouldn't take one now, you know. He actually, the goal I got over there, he actually was going down towards the corner flag. And I don't know how he did it. He elbowed your man, and Mark dived. <laughs> and the ref kept free in. He was really. He was <laughs> him an elbow and then jumped him in the ground. Dive down, free in. We got you know, but he got sent off in the home game. I think they scored in the last minute or something like that. But we were out on our legs at that stage, you know. Mm. And uh, Derek had had goalkeeper been a problem position at Rovers for a while before Tony signed. I know there was better goalkeepers. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the problem arose. <laughs> That's what I tell you. I know. In, in fairness, I'm not just saying it because he's here. He's probably him, and I'd say Alan O'Neill would have been the top two I play with in terms of goalkeepers. Purely on the basis of didn't make mistakes. That's all you want from your goalkeeper. Yeah. You know? There's no he's point. Solid. There's no point taking one out. You know, a worldy. You know, out of top corner. And next minute, you let one through, through your legs. You know, mm. that's all you ever wanted from a goalkeeper. I remember actually saying that to Barry Murphy when he was young. Just don't make stupid mistakes. You know, don't let people see a stupid mistake. And you're after making three world class saves, you know. It doesn't matter, you know. And Barry definitely was not error prone. No, no, he I was. He was, was. he was as young, young flip when he when he came into yeah. the second team and that. He was. He used was to make he, yeah. silly little mistakes. 
And in fairness, I mean, he was he became a really consistent yeah, goalkeeper. Yeah, well, he cut it out. Oh, was an excellent yeah. goalkeeper for the size that he yeah, is as well. An excellent goalkeeper, yeah. And uh, Tony, you were placed on the transfer list by Derry in May. No, did you? I feel like we're giving all Derry all the all the compliments, and you're just getting the <laughs> <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah. So you were placed on the transfer <laughs> list by Derry, <laughs> May nineteen ninety eight, and uh, Finn Harps wanted you. Oh my, Tony even tried to take you as a guest player for the Intertoto Cup toy in Greece, didn't he? And you ended up playing the first three league games of the season for Derry. So talk about the move to Rovers. How did that come about? Um, I think um, I think we won won the league with Derry that year, and then um, Felix Healy. We were up there kind of celebrating after the last game, and uh, Tommy Dunn was up there. Was Mrs. Oyes up there? My Mrs. And uh, got an unusual call sort of thing. Um, kind of about fucking 10 we used to stay in the Everglades Hotel right. and uh, got, got a call off fucking got a call off Felix about 10 o'clock in the morning and uh, said what's the story and he goes uh, i just come down I need to talk to you I'm going what the fuck this is not normal something goes so I said to Tom what do you think he goes yes I don't know what's going on there I feel like you're in trouble don't yeah. you well, this was before the <coughs> anyway when we just won the league so I went down and says, yeah, what's the fucking story? He says, oh, I just want you to sign a four-year contract here. So, all right, so my grand, just won the league, four-year contract up at 30 grand. So then, literally, I'd say, uh, into the fourth year, that we were struggling big time. We were nearly relegated. And uh, I was doing well, though, but he was kind of me, you know what I mean? He got player of the year that year, but he was kind of me. So I knew there was something up, sort of thing, you know what I mean? So at the end of that season, um, he says, uh, "You know, I know where uh, Rowers are after you." We didn't know, didn't know anything about it. He says, uh, "Do you want to move?" I know he's thinking, "Look, he's fucking kind of me for nothing here. I got yeah. played here, and he's kind of me." Says he wants me. Was it a personality clash? Not really, no, because he didn't have a personality. <laughs> 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 but. Uh, so I said, fuck that, I'll go. I always wanted to go to Rovers anyway. Everyone wants to play for Bleeding Rovers, so I said, I'll go then, sort of thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, Did you watch any games at Rovers like when you were a kid? Um, The only games I watched were my dad, but see, I was, you know what I mean? At that stage, every game, uh, League of Ireland was a Sunday afternoon. I used to be playing football Sunday afternoon, you couldn't go to games. So the only games I used to go to was with my dad, and um, they were only ever, he was a Rovers fan. So the only games I ever went to was Rovers down at Richmond, playing Pats. They're the only games yeah. I ever went. And Dave Henderson was playing at that stage, and I thought he was just fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Like it was mud bath pitches, yeah. no gloves in them at that stage, and he was taking fucking no gloves, no gloves. He was taking fucking Spit corners out of the fucking sky with his fucking bare hands. He's going fucking. He's brilliant. Yeah. He could have played the outfield. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, you made your Rovers debut against your old club, Derry, in Tolka the following Sunday, so keeping a clean sheet as well. Uh, Derek, you had the flu apparently, which you played on. On, on his that, debut, yeah. On his debut? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you had the flu? Yes, yeah. supposedly. That's what you said, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to get out of it. The reason I was interested in this was because at the time you were on this really long appearance streak for mm. Rovers. I don't know if you're aware of this. Oh, yeah. But it ended in January 1999. Came to a total of 110 yeah. consecutive league appearances. And we had starts. Starts or no appearances? No, appearances. no I remember getting yeah. dropped for one game. Yeah. yeah, and we had Simon Madden last season. Mm-hmm. He was on. He he broke your record. Yeah. And 
he lost his record because he went to his brother's wedding. Yeah. But in your case, it wasn't for a wedding. Suspended. Mick Byrne just no. dropped you, I think. Wasn't no, it? suspension. Suspension? Yeah, suspension, yeah. He won't believe this. So he actually yeah. picked up five yellow cards. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. Suspension, yeah. Oh, there you go. I can't yeah. believe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to. So we have Bobby Best, guys. You know Bobby Best, don't yeah. you? Yeah. We have him asking questions now. He says, Derek. He wants the story of your goal in Dundalk that burst the net. Yeah, definitely. He says, uh, my picture in the star proved it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was basically, um, someone pulled the ball back and I was more or less on the penalty spot. So, again, I hit it. I actually didn't see the ball hit the net because I was peeling away to celebrate, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so you I went presume that's gone. Oh, yeah, no, you, you, you kind of knew. No, you, you knew. The keeper was gone. The keeper was kind of gone one side. You yeah. should know. <laughs> keep <laughs> keep anticipating. Yeah, but you listen, I mean? the ball was going towards the net. I just assumed touch. it was going in. Yeah, bad touch. Yeah, <laughs> Peeled off to celebrate. I went, Jesus Christ, this is like big back and hope playing on my own again. No one likes me. <laughs> no one came over to me and said, What the hell's going on here? Johnny you know? Nomates. Yeah, Johnny Nomates. Next minute I've seen the ball put down for a, for a, for a goal kick. It's Damien Hancock. Da- Damien Hancock. And yeah. I said, What? In fairness, terrible ref. But the ball basically went through this net that Bobby took the picture off and it ended up on the side. So your man assumed the ball went through the side net. Mm. And Roberto Carlos, remember his free kick? Yeah. He couldn't have done it. So it meant oh, me from the panel had to bend the ball through the Derek, side you're net. You're not comparing yourself to Roberto <laughs> Carlos. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it sounds like. So how ridiculous it was. Absolutely. He got suspended for two years, I think. Two years. He was Dave, actually Damon Hancock. He ended up. Oh, he got suspended. He ended up a decent ref. Yeah. He ended up at the end. He ended up a decent. Did you think so? Yeah. I thought he was. Do you remember that mad ref? What was it? Jimmy from Waterford. What was his? The curly hair. Yeah. What was his name? I can't remember. Jimmy. He was bleeding mad. Not like the Celtic ref from the Lancer Senior League. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. This game, but Jimmy, I can't remember the second name, but I questioned one of his bleeding decisions. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he goes, Tony, are you winding me up? I'm having a nine out of ten game. <laughs> and by the way, you're having a man. <laughs> by the way. I remember John Porcel, he an old referee when I first started and I used to play out wide and you get the ball and you say to you, Go on, Daryl, go on, come on, take him on, take him on. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, but the a researcher for the late late show rang me the next morning. And says, listen, do you want to go in? It was kind of making a few headlines or whatever. Do you want to talk to Pat Kenny on the, on the radio the next day? I said, but like, I'm such a hangover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so bothered, Not available. Uh, Mick Bourne called it a disgrace and said that the fact that the referee didn't bother to check the net is bizarre. Yeah. And Rowers actually wanted the match to be replayed. But the league refused. Did you know that? Yeah, I think I, we went one down then. Yeah. Um, and then Kenny are fair, and I think Kenny got a And was there much of a... Uh, like, was there much of a fuss at the time well, when it was, it was, it was at the actual straight after the uh, aftermath of the well I was miles away I was yeah. over the other side of the stadium you know to celebrate thought it was great you know so all, all the other the lads steps. Up the steps <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, it, was, it was an unbelievable decision you actually couldn't physically do what he thought that I did that happened it was yeah. actually impossible like, yeah. you know? but aside from like the mistake of not giving the goal mm. the fact that he didn't he allowed the, the match to continue with a broken net like he's not even doing his job. I don't know about he even seen. I don't think he. he There's no way he was point out. Give us a check. Yeah. yeah. It was actually <clears throat> funny enough. FIFA rule: you don't have to have nets. Really? Yeah. You don't have to have nets. Yeah. Don't have to have nets. That's in the rule book. 
That's optional. Nets, nets are optional. Nets are optional. Yeah. Are you for real? Yeah. Have a look in the rule book. Nets are optional. That must go back to. That must go back to. Well, look at that. No. Check the Steve Williams was a Dundalk keeper at the time. Mm. He admitted afterwards that it was a goal. Yeah. I ended up in the hospital with Steve Williams after the Shells game. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah? A few connections from Yeah, I got bashed one day. Uh, Jim Gannon smashed me up. Ended up in the hospital. Five minutes later, there's Steve Williams in, in the bed beside me. <laughs> <laughs> Wheeled in. Yeah. I hope you apologised to Jim Gannon, did you? Me, yeah. <laughs> he wrote me a letter. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry didn't for smashing it. He did actually. <laughs> and here, tell me this: um, on the on on that topic, have you ever gone into a fifty-fifty with someone and injured them, and knew about it, and then said, "Okay, listen, I know what the story is here." Have <clears> you ever <throat> apologised afterwards? Because we spoke about this with a couple of players, and. Nowadays, that seems to be dead in the water. Nobody seems yeah. to like if someone injures someone, they won't. They won't go and say, "Listen, how are you mean, story? Yeah. Look again. I say there's certain type of players. So he wasn't that type of player now. Yeah. You know what I mean? But even if it's on, I've seen it now. I've yeah. seen fellas going in purposely to do someone. I'm gonna do him, and, yeah. and they've done him bad. You know, broke legs and that. Yeah. I've seen it. I did it actually to a goalkeeper. I ran into him. And that was Belvedere. Yeah. And. Uh, it was just a clash of bodies that's all it was yeah. you know? whatever way my elbow was I think it broke a few ribs or something yeah because it seems it seems to be uh, we were talking about Shawsy wasn't it and, uh, it's happened twice now with Cork players B here's the thing Cork players have injured two of our players long term yeah mm. Steve, not long term one long term Stephen B injured Lukey Bourne yeah and there was some off field antics mm. and even apparently some jeering Mm. about injuries so I mean that that yeah, didn't look down well at all it is bad yeah, form it's, 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 that's disgraceful I think when we were playing lads might have been a bit more vicious but I think the problem now is lads are fitter now you know they're stronger they're all mm. in the gym and that you know so they've more strong condition has taken a step up hasn't it so a fella goes in for the tackle now intentionally or unintentionally they're going to do a bit of damage yeah, it's very whereas back in their day fellas did it maybe a bit more intentionally wasn't it yeah a few nasty fellas wasn't it I know look in fairness now and like there are times if a ball came into the box I was thinking of trying to punch the head off someone yeah rather than going for the ball yeah. just to you know you just, can get away with it though keepers yeah that's extra yeah. protection the ball's around there you going for the ball yeah. yeah. you'd well, you be criticised if you didn't yeah, yeah. No, you would have been when, yeah. when you clear no, everything yeah, yeah. you take everything yeah. out it was a different time it you was. know what I mean back when back when it was all right to probably have a bit of a scrap or but it well it was even like fellas I remember my, one of my first games against Bowles I think it was Ronnie Morphy playing against me you probably wouldn't remember Ronnie now listen I'm fucking afraid fucking mm, yeah, this fella is going to just come through me you yeah. knew he's going to always play set performance so the ball's knocked up to you always about nine and a half stone dripping wet at the time this fella <laughs> clean the LV yeah. you know? but you knew it and like Peter Eccles just I don't know Peter Peter used to do it to oppose the centre forwards, but he was clever about it. Yeah. He'd do it and he'd fall down, pretend he was injured. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, he'd do it. Like Peter, but back like, in their day, like every two or three games, there would have been a digger match. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it'd be <laughs> all right, just break yeah. it up, but there'd be it wouldn't be handbags. Digs, it would be digs. Remember Tommy uh, ended up with Wesley Charles. <laughs> yeah. 
Tommy Ken. Wesley Charles. Wesley Charles was about six inch tall. Barbados. Big lad. Barbados lad. Big black lad. He was like Frank Brown. Yeah. So everyone pointed at him. And Tommy ended up with. He ended up with a dig. Wesley. Wesley. He'd been punched around. Then he comes out to me afterwards. Where the fuck were you? <laughs> I can't, I didn't even see you. You fucking cow. I said, there's nobody on us. You should have gone straight for him. I was punched around the place. Go for him. As he started baiting him around the pitch. Oh, Should we? One time we were playing, we were playing shells and obviously a big thing and then on the outskirts I, I, um, I decked Tony Sheridan and then the Tony Sheridan's <laughs> going out with goes out with my wife's sister right so, so we'd be, a in, the house, there, yeah, we'd be yeah. in the house all the time and he wouldn't talk to me for about three months after <laughs> oh, it was probably the best three months of my life <laughs> <laughs> just uh, going back to the dot goal it was the same Steve Williams the keeper he admitted afterwards the goal he said I turned around to pick the ball out of the net but it wasn't there mm. so he kept quiet at the time but I just wanted to mention this little story from 1952 it's in uh, Robert Goggin's book it's pretty much the exact same or well, it's kind of a reverse of what happened in New York, honestly. So Paddy called, scored, inverted commas, the goal, and milled down against on dock. But after the referee made a note of it, Cole went to the referee to point out that the ball had actually gone in through the side netting. Mm. So kind of the opposite of what happened to you. The goal was then disallowed. Cole's honesty didn't bring him any special reward, though, because he missed from the penalty spot later in the game. Oh. Could you imagine that happening nowadays? Someone going up to the referee yeah, and saying, no, actually, rare, isn't yeah. that wasn't a mm. goal. Yeah. Like if if that situation had happened with you, with Daryl's goal, would uh, would you have piped up and said oh, that was a goal? You would have you would have put you that ball for a kick out. <laughs> you would have put that ball down for a kick out. Fucking yeah. no chance. Yeah, exactly. You wind me up. So uh, I remember there was a goal in Man United keeper. I can't, I can't remember what his name. Was. Yeah, yeah. The, I went over to the goal Carroll, from like the halfway line. It's Roy yeah, Carroll. It was Carroll. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Remember that? Yeah. It was, it was at least two feet oh, over. Wasn't yeah. It was closer to the net than it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Obviously, if he pipes up and says, no, it's not a goal, Ferguson would have sacked him. Yeah, they might have. It just wouldn't happen. happen. Yeah. So, uh, Tony, you were a close player here in your fourth season at Rawls. Finally, we get a compliment for those, Tony. <laughs> 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 we should have were, yeah. were you proud of that? Yeah, of course. So, I mean, when I go in, like, no, when a goalkeeper gets... Yeah, Daryl's looking for it. No, no, Daryl's no, on the no, German no, beer. Oh, yeah. Courtesy of Penny Hill, carry out. Courtesy of Ron as well. Oh, we'll get you one. Don't worry. We're, he's on the Schneider Weiss. I'm on the Furstenberg. Tony giving out about his lack of gear. Might as well get him up. Okay, yeah. so that was a 98-99 season. And then, like, 9000, we did new ground. Martin Stadium. And if you ask any fan for some positive memories of Sandry, you get very few. You struggle. Uh, Rico came as a man. Although, once again, Barney loved fucking, he loved it. Yeah. He started his, uh, he started his Rovers tenure out there, didn't he? Yeah. So Rico came in, he made you captain, Derek. Mm. And he said he wanted you to play in one position only, mm. central midfield. How do you feel about that? But first of all, first of all, let's get you, what, where do you love playing? What's your number one But position? now, I'd say central midfield. Actually, <laughs> Look, I've been picky and being a prima donna as I've been all day. I'd actually say <laughs> slightly ahead of if the modern day. Number 10. Yeah, slightly ahead, you know. My, my best thing was, was probably my legs. I could up and down, you know, maybe link play and that, you know. But he put me in the middle of the park and I actually enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. But uh, it suited me at the time. And, that. <clears throat> and I, uh, I was actually, I was doing well at the, and I, think I had a work accident. I had a fucking ladder I did after about 12 games into the season 
I genuinely don't think it was the same player since. You used to pick up injury. You had a bad injury, injury after that? Oh, it was a work accident, yeah. And yeah. did you break out now? No, not really. I just fell on my back. It was actually back in work, say, within two weeks. But I don't think I played football football for about five months, you know. So it was actually, uh, it was a bad injury in terms of that. But before that, I remember playing a game. I think Mick Bourne was the manager. I think I started right full. I went outside left, went outside right, finished left full. So you didn't know where you were going, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You're not over the shop. And uh, this one's for Tony. Tony, you like this, 2001. Balls won the double. Which brings us to Anto Proctor, who asks a question. <coughs> and he says, Have you got any stories involving a taxi <coughs> and a Dutchman? <laughs> yeah. I actually don't, I don't think it was... Um, I think it was... I think it was on the bench that night, actually. I think we were playing down in... Um, it was a, I think it was the time we were in Richmond. Or maybe we were playing Pat's that Friday night. But um I passed down, picked up picked up a Rover, just thought I was a Rovers fan, got in the car. I didn't know he was a Rovers fan, but he was in the car anyway, uh taxiing at that stage. Dutch Deary. Yeah. Just he had the old accent sort of thing, you know what I mean? Oh, where are you going, Grant? Um, into town and all that. So what are you doing here? He's Rover uh, Rovers fan. Yeah, he just said then sort of thing, you know, just he just said then it was kind of like he said well, what do I owe you and I just said ah don't worry you better put it back into the club sort of thing you can't check someone so I was coming all the way from fucking Holland to support right. fucking Rovers you know that sort of way that's not the story you wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like it it's not the truth either <laughs> Uh, put them out there. Yeah, they the them everywhere. Are you from? Extras. Oh, no. Extras. Oh, yeah. Wait, what's the story you <laughs> yeah. well, we heard uh, you, you picked up a certain Dutchman and there was a banner hanging up over Daily Mount and they didn't stay there for very long and they ended up Involved in a field. Involved the fire in a field. <laughs> 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 I was hauled into court after the, the time we took the the bleeding stand remember that time uh, there was a bleeding riot and we we took the stand and there was bleeding mortar and then you were going yeah I, um, I got a phone call off the guards I thought it was a piss take yeah uh, hey, this is detective fucking Jerry Smith uh, could you come down to uh, we don't want to come up to your, your house can you come down to Luke and Guard station I thought it was fucking wind up yeah I said that ah. Look, you, you take that and you say, I'll go down anyway. If it's a wind up, they don't know I've gone down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went down, yeah, in there. Thought was, I went down, thought it was a laugh. Two fucking detectives, spotlight on, had video of the fucking thing, and got charged with inciting a riot. Inciting a riot? Yeah. Is this in your playing days? Yeah. It was the time we played. That must um, have been pushed by the club, the other club. I don't know, no, there was. There was um, so tell me why did they charge you and so away? Did you have any involvement at all? No, it was just you know the usual clapping yeah. and you know just fucking take the piss out of Bowes fans. But a couple of Bowes fans fucking made complaints to the guys that was in Saint Roy because we charged and took yeah. their stand and there was more than like something. You know what I mean? Said always applauding the lads that were coming back after. Charged taking yeah. the stand. <laughs> so uh, they do anything to just get get one over oh, on you, don't they? I tell you what, I was taking a laugh going in, but then all of a sudden you're seeing video of yourself yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. saying you're being charged with this. Yeah. You kind of go, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, Wasn't Huberman accused of that too? Yeah, Huberman was accused of inciting a riot. He was accused of inciting a riot. In fairness, in fairness, and Bobby Best says, Tony, watch the dicky board. And he wants you to talk about the cup winning Talbot. 
watch the Vicky oh, board against Sligo John McDermott was ref yeah he actually got suspended after that game I felt like John McDermott was a great ref brilliant ref yeah. brilliant probably the best yeah, at the he time was. he was brilliant yeah. And why was he suspended? Uh, was it the quarterfinal or the semi-finals? It was quarterfinal the FAOE Cup and um, one of their players went through. Now I went for the ball but I just clipped him. He was through on goal right. then. So he tried to go by him. Yeah, like yeah he went by me and I just clipped him then. <laughs> and he went down and <clears throat> penal. Obviously a penal. A fucking penal all day long. Yellow. Yellow card. Yellow card. It was fucking murder. Um, should have been. It should have been a red. Well, it was a lot, at that stage. It was, yeah. it was the last man. If if fucking, you didn't clip him, would he have scored? Oh yeah, so it was about red. eight yards. It was right. actually on a penal spot. He went around me at the penal spot, right. and I just clipped him. And then obviously a penal, yellow card, and I saved the penal. Oh. And it was fucking more Donald Reed and fucking went fucking bananas after the game because I think we won two one, and he slated McDermott. Now, way over the top. Now. He actually got suspended yeah, because got of the decision he made. Yeah. I find that very... Uh, it's it's not like that anymore because I remember speaking to... Who was the ref at the 6-4? John... John, John something. He's an assessor that. now. It could be him. It could be John McDermott. It could be. John McDermott became an assessor. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's an assessor yeah. now, right? Yeah. And I did the refs course. Yeah. And I spoke to him about the four... We lost four now. Conan Bourne scored four goals <laughs> against his entire pats, right? And I raised this issue at it after the thing. I pulled him up and I said to him, listen, can I talk to you about a decision? <clears throat> I didn't know he was the assessor on the game. Yeah. And he goes, I was actually the assessor that day. So Derek Fordham was our defender, centre half. Mm. Bisto Flood was on his way through, right? One-on-one with, with Barry Morphy. I think it was Barry Morfield, and uh, he takes the shot, but then he's fouled by Derek Mor- Derek Foran in the box. So he gets a shot off, Morphy saves it, and then he's fouled. So what I think it was Budimer was it? Yeah, Budimer gives red, Derek Foran a red card and penal, and the penal. Although the chance was he had his chance, he had it should have been a yellow card because it was a foul. Mm. So he fouled him in the box, but the goal scoring opportunity was gone. He had already had that chance. It was gone. So he had it. And he had his yeah. So he had his advantage, and he and he missed it. So he still got a red card, and the penalty was still given, which is the wrong decision in my book. And I said this to the assessor. I explained it like that to him, and he says, "No, well, the ref made the right decision at the right time." He's very diplomatic about it. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't. He wasn't going to go back. It's a yeah. it's a close. They, back each they do. Yeah. To, but yeah, that yeah, decision yeah. there is why I'm saying that because yeah. it's a, it's surprising that they suspended him. Yeah. Usually uh, they will never he, admit they're wrong. And I, they actually suspended him yeah, for how long? And he was the best, he the was best ref in the league at that yeah, stage. Alan you know Kelly I mean? came on. He was Alan came yeah. came after him, but John McDowell was the best ref in the league by a mile. And they sus- how long was he suspended for? I don't know, but like Don really kicked up. There must have been a serious public outcry if that was the game. Well, it was, it was more kind of the interview after the game with Don. He fucking slated him. Yeah, yeah. it was but nothing about. The I think game managers could like get away with. Yeah, now they're kind of have to just fucking two years. Like look at England. Still makes a bad mm. mistake. There might be the mullet down a couple of divisions. They usually for get game. for one week yeah. they go down to the championship or whatever. Yeah. Two years, it's still not two now. They kind of take them out of the spotlight for a little bit, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm. And Sean O'Reen asks, best player Derek ever played with and against? We'll do with you as well, Tony. So oh, cheers for involving me. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Well, Tony. <laughs> best player. We, we mentioned him earlier, I'd say... Um, there's kind of different categories of kind of bit. pure skill wise I'd say 
Yeah, give us whatever Paddy McCord, Mark Kenny, they do things that I'd never be able to do. Never yeah. even fucking try, you know. Yeah. Just wasting me time, you know. But there's a reason they were playing the same level as me. They wouldn't do things that we do, you know. Yeah. Run. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Run back. Yeah. So you have that type of player. Then you've other lads like Peter Eccles. I used to love Peter, you know. I learned a lot of, the, of him. He looked after me. Five league winners, man. Five yeah. league There's a reason why you got that. I played in the four in a row, you know. A smashing player. Underrated footballer. Really underrated. He could actually, he could actually play centre forward. You know, big center centre forward. And probably the other one I'd mention, uh, maybe my favourite is Terry Everston. Terry was again ultimate prof- professional. He'd run all day. I, I think he's. I didn't actually see it, but the lad said he scored a goal down on Monaghan and he got a kick in the face as he scored it. Picked up his tea and went off and celebrate. Who do that now? Picked up his tea. Picked up a couple of tea fell out. I picked them up and went off celebrate. Stick them in the sock. But we used to train the Shelly Banks down in there, Rings End there. You know where the incinerate, that big incinerator. Yeah, yeah. And there's big hills there. So we'd get down there and you'd be barely able to walk back to the cars. And Terry used to say to Ray Tracy, shit or bust. And it was kind of like, come into the park and do one big lap at the park, you know. It's about roughly 800 metres, you know. Right. So it was kind of, and he'd heard off after saying he'd be gone, you know. So he was 25 years of age. We were about 22, 23. And you'd eventually catch him as you were coming around the last bend. And he'd be getting elbows up. He'd try to get you in the fucking face as you go by him. Kicking you yeah. everything, you know. Real competitive. So they'd be probably the four that I kind of have. Yeah. The most respect, whether they're the best or not. I'm not and against, sure. who's the best player you've ever played against? Um, again, against, because I've probably played in a few positions. Right fall, we say Mark Rutherford, we mentioned him. Yeah. Ollie Cal, yeah. excellent player. Ollie obviously played with Rowers. Really quick lads, you know. Again, if I was playing wide, someone like Declan Daly, don't mm. remember him with hardest names. Remember Decky? Yeah. Cork, yeah, really yeah, tough yeah. guy. He smashed me up one day. Yeah. Me, shin guard, broken two, went about 20 yards. <laughs> like, really hard, but, but fair. Yeah. You know? But if it's to pick one, I'd say also. Again, another lad. Also, yeah. also was just physically, you couldn't compete against the guy. You're playing middle of the park against him. You're wasting your ball, you're wasting your time trying to compete in the air with him, you know. But he could play. He could actually never get the ball away. Had really, one season, Robert, I think. It was, the and it was great. Season. Yeah, he, yeah, played, he got season. injured. I don't think he played much. He played about 18 games, I'd say. Did he? Okay. Yeah, uh, he got injured at Christmas and that, you know. He yeah. probably enjoyed Christmas. Also, probably in the bookies. Ah, Jesus. But a really good player now, you know. Yeah. And in fairness, I know we call him St. Pat's Athletic and that. They had him, Eddie Garmory, at the time was Triff, footballer, and Martin Russell. Three of them were excellent players, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think one-on-one also, I'd say, you know. What about you, Tony? I know you do a lot of observing from your goal line, but who was the best player you've ever played against? Um, against, I probably played. With, I obviously played with me as well at Pats, but the best player I'd probably on a, a class him as a same Pats player would be um, Eddie Gormley. Eddie Gormley, yeah, I've heard. You know what? There's a coach in, <coughs> in the job as well, and it, and he says the same thing. He says Eddie yeah. was absolutely stunning. Yeah, uh, two feet. Yeah, I just used to hate. Like and especially down at say Richmond and they had so many big players, he could put it in an area where it's a, where it it's a nightmare for the keeper. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's an area where to make it. You don't know where they come, they come or go. Come, the defenders yeah. are coming back on you. If you don't come, they're saying why didn't you come for that? If you yeah. come, you don't get there. They're saying why did you come for that? Yeah. it's just that <laughs> yeah, area of indecision. Yeah. The but corridor. He's like, fucking, like he used to take the pen. He's left footed, but he used yeah. to take penalties with his rifle. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Rifle. Yeah. How good was Coyle? 
I was just trying to say the players I played with, yeah. I class him as a player I played with. Kyler yeah, was yeah. fucking unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I I used to have a, a, a decent ping on me, and like one day I um, I got it. Kyler couldn't move. He had the fucking yeah. leg brace on. You couldn't even walk in. He had yeah. a testimonial in 1990. Yeah, his career yeah. was meant to be over. 1990. Yeah. yeah, he played another. 13, 14 years? Yeah. I fucking, I launched one. I'd say it was about 100 yards and it fucking snow on it. <laughs> it came over his shoulder and he just took it on his fucking foot. And t- not just took it on his foot, at the same time, turned inside. It was just, and I ain't going, what the fuck? How the fuck did he What a pass. It's all down to me. <laughs> A bit of check spin. <laughs> yeah. How did I do that? Another time, he came. We, we were playing. Um, it was a gale blowing up in the Brandywell, and we were playing home farm Everton and they were bottom of the league. We were top of the league, so it was supposed to be a handy game for us. But um, I think it was the quarter final, the cup, uh, the cup, and John Cody uh, knocked one in from a fucking thirty yards into the top corner. Great finish. Don't know how we got by me. <laughs> it was great but we were losing then we switched around then we had the game in the second half Coyle was on the bench brought him on with about 15 minutes to go scored two goals in seven minutes and then they took him back off because <laughs> he, he literally couldn't fucking milk yeah. and it was unbelievable but the best the best player I've ever played with and the year we won the league he didn't he didn't get any credit for it Peter Hunt got all the credit yeah, he was another great player yeah, yeah. but Paul Hegarty yeah, he yeah. was fucking yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. The hardest man I've ever met in my life. Pat Flynn mentioned him. He hardest man. He yeah. he he was a fucking. I played with him so actually leave one section. He was brilliant. He's a fucking yeah. animal. Yeah. I swear yeah. to God, he would fucking. You talk about players that run through yeah. a wall. He would fucking run through a wall. He'd boost, no, yeah. he'd, every match after every game, fuck. Fields come in, start doing his t- team talk. Shh. Here they can go and four yeah. cans of tenants in the team talk. Calm. Yeah, and a smoke. And a smoke? <laughs> and not a bother to him. And he was ripped, I swear. He was a four, four cans of tenants. Four cans of tenants after every team talk. Who was the other lad that played middle of the park? Uh, who would have? Oh, that's Hegarty, is it? Yeah. Oh, Hegarty, yeah. Lumberjack. Lumberjack. Yeah, yeah. He was a lumberjack. Lumberjack. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I thought you were talking. This was before the times. It was fucking. Yeah. It was fucking boom. boom. Yeah. It was fucking just an animal. <laughs> and he he didn't get any credit that no, year. No. And uh, because because Hunton nearly scored every goal. Yeah. He was just, he sitting, just there, sitting there, letting Hunton run. But you know what? The fans would would oh, recognise yeah, him. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the well, fans yeah. don't know about the fans, but the fucking players. Every player and everything. He was the fucking. Yeah. He was the main man. You know what I mean? And it's another review, Tony. Uh, Fieker or Brolicon asks, asked Tony which striker he feared playing against the most, and which Robert <coughs> striker he found the most difficult to play against in training. Um, do you know? I I don't know why, but. Um, John Ryan used to it didn't, didn't matter where he was playing he always used to seem to score against me I don't yeah. know why do you know something like Tommy Stewart against Pats or Tommy Stewart always not a great striker at all but yeah. always scored against Pats yeah. so it's something yeah, like that yeah he'd play it Gary, Gary Shaw Galway you know he'd play at Pats he was playing at Trotter but every game for some reason every time he played against me he seemed to score you know so is this mean? the former Bray? Mm-hmm. Bray, Bray like scored a hat trick in the cup yeah, final. Yeah. 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 I don't know what it was. Every dirty, even when it was at dirty, 
he was playing with Trotter. Every game he used to fucking score. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Now I wouldn't find him the hardest or the best striker because I played one when he was at Pats. He was a good striker. It just clicked. Mm. He just every fucking time he seemed to fucking score against. Me. And we don't. What Hickey. about in training with Robbers though? Robber strikers. Um, <clears throat> do you know who? And doesn't get mentioned much um, for Robbers. Sean Francis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was. He, he was he a player's player when he yeah, said he yeah. didn't have a great yeah. start to his yeah. Rovers career, yeah, but right, yeah. he hit a fucking pop yeah. patch and he was just yeah. unbelievable, and probably one of the funniest blows you'd have. Yeah, yeah. Else, I think. yeah. but he dance. was super and, dance. and uh, very underrated. And then we have uh, Donald Hickey. Donald Hickey said, "Ask Tony about the game in Talca after beating Balls in the FAI Cup semi-final." He says it's a great story. Um, yeah, that was kind of the year they were going. They were, I think they won the league that year. And or Kenny, yeah. um, I think it was, yeah. And we were playing them in the semi final target, and um, we weren't expecting to beat them, no. to beat them, sort of thing, or even they were just expecting to go through. And uh, Terry Palmer scored a fourth goal, great header, um, kind of built the penalty spot, brilliant header, went 1 0, plays went bananas, then. They piled on a bit of pressure. We got a few lucky escapes, but then James Keddy miscontrolled the cross and it bounced in off his knee. Right. Wrong foot of the keeper. That we went two and a up celebration time. But after the match, anyway, you know, you just, you just kind of, you know, you're hyped up sort of yeah. thing. You know what I mean? And they weren't happy. They, they expected a bit, but <clears throat> we went into the Bowles dressing room after it and just fucking. Kind of put it up to them, but <laughs> you know, because yeah, yeah, we had to pass there. Yeah, we had to pass their dressing yeah. room in, in Talca, yeah. so we had to go buy theirs, and it's just open and just fucking put yeah. it in. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Look, <laughs> fucking fans would do. You know, you just fucking hooked up, and uh, but they but <clears throat> they didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah. what surprised me. If they came into our dressing room like that, they wouldn't be fucking. There's another funny story as well. Kenny B from Glasgow. Um, he's he actually got me into Rovers, and uh, he was telling me that a fella called Clive used to run Glimmerlo Rovers, the fans team, and he was obsessed with you. He thought you were. He loved you at Rovers, right? And they were all. I think they were celebrating after winning in Inchicore <clears throat> one time, and they were in a boozer. And he went to the toilet and they signed the beer mat saying, Tony O'Dowd, <laughs> this is from Tony, all the best or whatever. And they said, here, when he came back, Tony said they've been in. That's signed the fucking beer mat for you. <laughs> and he said, Jesus Christ. And he went, they were in his house with two or three, like, he held up on the mantelpiece. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they had to break it to him. <laughs> he said he was horrible. <laughs> he said, here, listen, if he signed that, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, devastated. He, he, he apparently <laughs> was, but um, yeah. Did you enjoy winding up balls as much more as making saves and winning games? Uh, yeah, we did. Actually, did you thrive on that? Like? We did. Yeah, because what annoyed me? Well, not annoyed me, but whenever we scored against balls, <laughs> I was celebrating on my own. I actually wanted. To, <laughs> I actually wanted yeah. to be in the crowd. I wanted to be at the game, looking at us playing. Cause you see, you see them in the crowd and they're going bananas, and they've mm. got their mates around them, and yeah. you know, fifty or sixty lads they know from going away. And, yeah, you know, it's just fun and cartwheel every yeah, so often. Pan, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and but when you're celebrating on your own, it's not the play insane. Yeah, you know, yeah, you just yeah. want to be in the crowd celebrating and pointing at the fucking. I can only imagine. I mean, being from being in the stand and 
I mean, even looking, for instance, I was watching Trevor Clark's goal where he arrowed the ball into the top That's corner. Goal, yeah. Super finish. And I'm, like, I'm in the crowd somewhere. We're in the crowd somewhere. But you're looking at it on... on yeah, because I'm just like, like, they're going. There's I'm looking at that goal. I'm looking at that goal. And I'm just looking at the fans after. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just it's bananas. Bad, it's just ecstasy. I've heard others. You know what I mean? Different sports saying the exact same thing. Yeah, like even look yesterday. You just want to be out there and we want to be out Yeah, exactly. Like we was looking at Millwall and Leeds yesterday. Millwall scored in the 92nd minute. Yeah. In yeah. Leeds. Yeah. In Ellen Road. You're looking, you're talking, like, I mean, Galway last year. Galway was insane. Mm. So we, we, like, we started, here's your average day. You start drinking about two on the away game, right? Yeah. So you're drinking, you get the bus, you see, we meet up in Tallaght, so yeah. we get on the bus drinking cans again. You have the crack on the bus, you get off, you find the pub, yeah. you drink can, you drink the yeah. points, and then you go into the, into the ground, and if, if you're lucky enough, for instance, Galway, <laughs> I think we watched about 70 minutes of the game in the bar because you can see the game. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so it's true. You're drinking away. Yeah. You're yeah. having a crack. You're just, it's just non-stop drinking, non-stop crack. And then all of a sudden, Chaz, he pops up with a winner. Mm-hmm. 90, a moment, 90 yeah. minutes. Yeah. It's a yeah. moment. A moment. Yeah. I'll never forget it. Yeah. Never forget. The man in the dress and then the pitch. The man in the dress. Yeah, Justin Mason was <laughs> in the dress. I thought about invading the pitch. There's a few times I remember. It could be any, any team we're playing against. The crowd going onto the pitch to celebrate. One of the lads scores a goal, mm-hmm. runs to the crowd. All the boys come yeah, off the pitch and the bang a gargle. <laughs> <laughs> off the players. Off the players. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fans telling you. There's another one from Freaker as well, and he said this My favourite memory of Tony O'Dowd is when he did some sort of cartwheel somersault to celebrate Rovers getting a last minute penal against Bowles in 2002. Can I elaborate on that one? I, I wouldn't say it's a pretty sight now, to be honest. You know what I mean? <laughs> Could you do it now? No. Come on, give us a cartwheel there, Tony. Did he score? I never looked at the penalty. I'm sure, I'm sure Kenny has stuck it away. But I, I just used to love them games, you know what I mean? They were the best games. Yeah, they were just, yeah. you know, you just, just meant so fucking much to you. And the way I looked at it, the way I looked at it was like, just rub it into their fucking noses, you know what I mean? Even if, if you're yeah. one nil up, even, you know, do with them it's, moment, they might it's, it's a momentous anyway, thing isn't it yeah. it's, it's, it's all about the moment because yeah. it might not last so you might yeah, as well do exactly, it exactly yeah do it like I'd never be kind of saying oh Jesus I'm not going to celebrate now because they might get an equaliser yeah so you can't that, think like they get that. an equaliser fucking back then, it's house. all about celebrating in the moment yeah. isn't it they had a good side yeah, yeah they had a good side they'd always more money yeah, than us yeah, back yeah. then you know what I mean they were always kind of they were always chained yeah so the the car wheel. Well, was, how was that inspired? Was that just a random thing? Just, just say, a I'll give it, you know. I'll give yeah. it. I'll, Joe, I'm gonna do a car wheel. Yeah, that seems like a great idea. <laughs> 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 oh, but Jay, I, the best yellow card I got. What we were beating, um, beating balls two one in Richmond. Yeah, and they were pounding us, absolutely pounding. Remember us. the diver battalion. Pounding us and. I was going kind of walking. I was the slowest walker in the world, and we were winning one nil or two one. And one of their players obviously running out to get the ball. Yeah, give back, back to me. Knocked it back, and I just let it go through my legs. And, <laughs> and I went, "He's kicking it away." <laughs> <right?"> <laughs> <laughs> you got booked. You got booked. You got booked. He should have got booked. He should have kicked it away. He not made me. Carl, you had something about Buckle? Yeah, so we're still on the 2002-03 season. What about Liam Buckley's approach to the whole occasion of the cup final at Tolkien, oh. where he's unhappy about that? Yeah, now this, I, we spoke with this a while back, a good while back, but this was the, he, he went with the whole... Tolkien was our home ground. Just, it was the time we turned up like Fagans. Yeah. 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 yeah, 
We did try to, so yeah. We'd fucking so we treated it as a regular home game. Yeah, no. Fuck that. So what did you think of that? It was a fucking disgrace. Yeah, like we turned up in tracksuits that we probably. Only had all we never said anything at the time, did we? You know. Yeah, but you don't want the bleeding cause no, of us at the no, time. But you know what I mean? You go with the manager. Yeah. Fucking, you know what I mean? Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. Obviously, we wouldn't be talking about it now mm. if we'd have won the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? We say no in sport decision. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't. No, look, it looks shit. No. Fucking. Like, yeah, if you had a won the game, you probably say, "Jeez, that was a great show." Like where the tracksuits. Oh, you know, yeah, we yeah, even got we, new tracksuits. City West afterwards. I think we're still in the fucking tracksuits. You know? Yeah. We could have got new tracksuits yeah. even. You know. Derry I mean? did the seals and all, didn't they? Derry got. Like, I saw the Derry lads because I still knew a lot. The embroidered badges and everything. Fucking top class suits. They all went off to get measured and treated it like a cup final. We treated it like a fucking other game. It's just the way it should be though. Because cup finals are special to me. In in your career, you don't get too many cup finals. You don't want to be going down the fucking track suit you're wearing the last 11 months. Rory's been in one since. One. One, is it? One since that's four fucking penalties. So that's that's three in 30 years. Three in 30 years. Like if I... Yeah. Unbelievable, isn't it? If I had that suit, I'd still have it. Get the finger out, brother. I'd still hang it up. Yeah. Still yeah, but sure, you still yeah. won't have it. Yeah, still yeah. have it. Yeah, I've got a wardrobe. Yeah. Have you got a memorabilia wall? I actually still have the the uh, dirty suit that I have from the cup final that Connor died in. Oh yeah. Yeah, because we got measured a couple of weeks before that, yeah, and I had that cup final yeah. in my wardrobe. No, I don't have it. It's just a, it's um. It, it, to be honest, memorabilia doesn't mean even my league medal and all. I just have put. I don't have Ant Nope Army. Yeah, no, it doesn't mean much. No, it doesn't. Memories, memories are enough. Yeah, it doesn't. The stories doesn't mean anything to yeah. me, to be honest, you know. And uh, we have 2003, Barry Ryan was first choice keeper. And uh, Tony, you took over in the last couple of months of the season, and Barry was sacked by the club. And uh, why was he sacked? <laughs> um, well, Derek could have you believe that was Derek just bolted with cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Derek just left the room, conveniently went to the bathroom and had to be asked that question. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> and what was he like? Was he was he was he a good lad or what? Um, yeah. Look, he was competing for my spot. I didn't, I didn't get on with him because he was competing. Really? Can speak? You know, he's, sure because of he's that. trying to look. He's trying to take your place away. I'm, yeah, I would be a fairly competitive character yeah. and an aggressive character. So. He's I, coming to get you. So yeah, you're taking. It's like a plumber. If you another plumber comes in. He's taking your fucking job. Yeah, but true. Do you, do you like him? Yeah, walk away. Yeah, take me job there. Yeah, take no. me money. House is on the line. Don't worry about it. Yeah, true. When you, when you say it like that, and um, when when that broke, what what was there? Was there much of a a hullabaloo about it, or was there um, much? Of... Well, for me, I was pissed off because they kept me because because that was breaking. I was supposed to go back to Derry. Derry had made a bid for me when uh, Keely was there. And they wouldn't let me go. And I said, look, I don't mind. So I said, I'm not getting in. Just get me off the wage bill. Yeah. I want to play football. Like, I don't want to be on the bench. I'm fucking, I want to play football. I don't care yeah. where I go. Daddy came back in for me. And he wouldn't let me go. So I went for So see when that happens, right? That, that fascinates me as regards to the mentality of a footballer. Let's say they came in for you. They said no, no, you're not going to this club. So what? what how does that make you feel as a player well, when you're in that position? Okay, you're not playing football. Another club comes in for you, and they say no, you're not going, even though you're not playing with us. Yeah, Especially well, goalkeepers. Not yeah, like yeah. Well, there are goalkeepers that would just be happy to sit on the bench. And, yeah, like say Steve Harper yeah. at uh, Newcastle, nearly spent <laughs> his whole career on the bench, <laughs> sort of thing. But I wanted to, I wanted to play. Like it's a short playing. I don't want to fucking. 
playing rovers or reserves when you can be playing the Premier Div Premier Division with Derry. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? Like and that's not I would play if I was getting in, I said to Bucko, look, if you think of a chance of getting in, grand. But if not, you won't just let me go. And yeah. bring a young keeper in that can sit on the bench and earn his trade. Yeah. Let me go. And he wouldn't let me go. So um, that's what pissed me off. Do you reckon something. it was a personal thing or no, no, it's it's like all managers. He's, he's looking after himself. He's, yeah, he's yeah. looking after himself, and you can't blame that. He's probably younger, yeah. probably. Right, so he just yeah, he's looking after the squad selection. Yeah. 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 So um, what else have we got? We have uh, so yeah, it's cocaine is a hell of a drug, isn't it, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Tony spent a couple of seasons with Brad's and Robbo and Garland at Drogheda as well, didn't you? I did, yeah. And uh, what was that? What was that like? Um, I went from. From Rovers, I wasn't I wasn't paid in eight weeks from Rovers, so that's why I moved for a free to draw that. And I tell you, <laughs> worst mistake in my life. Really, first day training. Serious. Uh, yeah. Step down in fairness, yeah. isn't it? Well, at that and time they, they did a lot of money, yeah. and they, they were the building money. towards yeah. like they won the cup yeah. in two thousand five. The year after they yeah. won the league and that sort of thing, they were yeah. pumping in loads of money, sort of thing, you know. But uh, uh, worst mistake I've ever made. Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've family in Drada. I've been there. It's a shit hole. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. And uh, Derek, Derek, uh, Derek, you retired from football early in the 2006 season. Mm. Uh, talk about that decision. And did you remain with the club in a coaching capacity? No, um, I didn't know. Uh, I kind of came to my head. I, I met Scully when he took over. I met him in the coachman's in uh, near where near where I live and that. I said a year left my contract and he says uh, look I can't see you getting into the team next year and I says right and he says I don't think you'd be fit enough which I was 25 years of the age at that time so how did you take that did you take that I as an insult it was a challenge as a challenge as no, a challenge that's, yeah that's, that's, look he's entitled to his opinion that. now yeah. I took it as a challenge so I was normally fit enough anyway you know so we went back training did the pre-season and as I said earlier his training was very good really good mm. real intensive all the five sides, it wasn't like a, you play five side game when we were playing, it could be 10-8 or something yeah, like that. It was 1-0. Yeah. It was 1-0, fellas throwing their bodies in front of each other now. The training was excellent, <coughs> you know. And I, I really, I got fit, I'd say I was fitter then than I ever was in my 30s. Yeah. In my 30s, you know. So uh, I was flying, but I, I just realised I wasn't going to play. I knew by him, he didn't want me there. And then uh, my brother got sick over in Spain. Um, he got cancer in the leg or whatever and his missus rang me says listen you have to go in for an operation when you come over and uh, bring him down to the hospital I says alright I'll do that you know so I went out for a week came back went out for another week about a month later and then I think the last time I ever played for Ovis it was a, a second team game and I played the game and my head was melted I can only imagine what Tony went through with his brother now you know you're thinking about what's going, what he's going through over in Spain yeah. you know so I played the game, I was fucking brutal it was. It was an absolute fucking disgrace it was. Um I did nothing for the young guys that were playing. I was taken off at half time and there and then I just made up my mind, that's it, I can't, I don't want to yeah. play anymore. Really? Oh, just like that? That was it. Like he was he wasn't gonna give me a chance, you know. There was sort of shite going on. I just had my fourth kid, um I was building the house mm. so priorities kinda of changed, you know, where Rovers was always number one. It kinda of slightly the goalposts were moved a little yeah. bit for me then, you know, so that, that's more or less how I came to that decision. I don't regret it at all now. But I did want to go. I could have went to a, a few other clubs, but I was happy enough to be a one-club man, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. and that was it. I didn't want to go anywhere Did else. you actually think about that? I want to be oh, a one-club man. Oh, it was a conscious man. decision. Yeah. Dundalk, I think, came in a few other clubs. 
you thought, what am I going to achieve here? Just <coughs> exactly. For the sake exactly. Of it. I could have went years ago. I could have went in 96, 98 to there, clubs that were competing for the league and that. You know, so what, what's the point of playing a few weeks for a few months or maybe a year or two? Yeah. Know? Some other club, you know. Tarnish it. Would have studied yeah, your uh, Wikipedia page. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had to type them. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's not all great stuff written on there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. None of it's true. It wasn't yeah. himself, though, was yeah. it? Any yeah. bouquets thrown on <laughs> So 2006 was uh, Podrick Ammons' first year in senior football, Roberts. And uh, congrats to Podge in Newport County, who knocked Leeds out of the FA Cup. And uh, it was a great draw for them against Spurs in the mm-hmm. next round as well. So Podge, uh, I played Podge's year, and he, he was never one of those standout strikers. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna be honest, I remember him. We spoke yeah. about this yeah. before. Rovers were were a poison a schoolboy mm-hmm. for years, mm-hmm. and um, he, he I think Kilduff played in that same team. I'm not too sure, but he he wasn't he wasn't great. But that's that's another example of somebody working hard. And, and and achieving something else. I mean look what he's doing now but you look at you even look at I'm sure Tony tell you I remember guys 40 or 15 years of age going over to England Yeah, and you used to see them on the way back when mm-hmm. you were with rowers you know they were going over there they were big physical, physical guys yeah, you, know, yeah. you know so it's different you know I never became a, I'd say a regular rower until I was about 23 that's when it kind of suited me you know? yeah so, yeah Take the fellas, that's just it. Yeah, hang in there. You, you never know what happen, like, you know? it goes back to the McMillan discussion as well. Who's yeah, who was poor for really, years and then yeah. he's banging them and in. Now he has a, a move to yeah. a bit of confidence. There you go, it's amazing. My confidence was like, mm-hmm. you know? an interview recently where he says people shouldn't diss players going from the League of Ireland to lower leagues in England. Like, obviously, he dropped down to non league yeah. for a season, thinking back to League Two. He's obviously carved out a career, he's had England. a great career. Yeah, I, I'd slightly yeah. disagree with that. So, I would to a certain extent I'd rather play for Sham Rovers for 17 years than bounce around a few leagues well I completely leagues. understand that because yeah. it's quite similar in standards it's yeah. quite similar in, in facilities mm. every aspect well, he might have earned a few quid more yeah. Like. yeah yeah you can understand that I, yeah. I completely agree with that but you can understand what, why somebody would go to the team I can make a step up if I work hard I'd say even when he did that maybe that was the case I don't think now I think people are looking at League of Ireland now I hope so. You look at the Irish team now, and many guys that are actually came from League of Ireland. Yeah, and I mean, you can say that as long we were all screaming from the rooftops about that, Mm. but I mean, how often do we have to talk about that for us to actually have some sort of to resonate with people? I think it is now. I I hope it is. People in England are looking at the league now, they're trying to find. uh, Mm. I think Kevin Doyle kind of might might have kicked it off, you know, they're looking for him or uh, Sean McGuire and that, you know. I'd rather watch Preston now play. They're Manchester United playing Arsenal. Yeah, they got to this League of World connection now. Yeah, Whereas, yeah. I was telling you earlier, it was an ex-United supporter. Me, me and Carp tend to do that as well. We, we, if, if there's any sort of League of World connection, oh, yeah. club, we, we will yeah, pay yeah. attention to it. Yeah. Like, I'd love to see a Sheffield United go, purely because Ender Stevens. Because of Ender Stevens. Yeah, of course. What, yeah. A, what yeah. a player. Like, yeah. and now, he's, now, now he has progressed at that much. as a, like He made his debut for Villa against Valencia. Yeah. Uh, sorry against Antonio Valencia yeah, 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 and he yeah. shredded him yeah fucking shredded him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he the, the, there was a lot going on in his life at the time when yeah. he did make his debut and he said he wasn't ready for it and yeah. now look what he's done yeah. he's took a step yeah, down went to Portsmouth yeah, exactly, yeah. played really well yeah. got a move in cookie bottom didn't he Sean yeah but he did go over to the gym for the 16 years of age you know, where kids get lost over yeah. there I get know disillusioned what? To this that, conveyor you know? belt that we have that goes over that Rovers are trying to book that trend yeah. as regards to like look at we've got Bazuna we've Dean Dillon and we have who else who's the other one that go on to Asheville College 
Aaron Bulger. They're all gone mm. to Asheville College and being educated, but they're training with the force team yeah. as well. That's the way well, I think forward. That's the, the, it has to be. Has because to be, yeah. if you look, uh, I think it's every May these kids come home. If you, you I'm talking maybe 90% of the oldest come home from. from I saw a stat, actually, Mark Kenny put it And they're not today. educated. 96% of guys that get a second contract are home. No, and, and that's a second contract that's a second that's contract a se- that's so imagine one. what happens to force like the, the force easy the way I always say it is the easy part is getting signed mm, the easy yeah. bit is getting oh yeah Man United want me oh, like Christy Fagan so Man United right that was the easy bit who's the last player to go to a top four club make a career out of it and, and John I mean, Shea there you go before him who Exactly. There's that one in. I'm putting you on. Give me that. He's a professor. That's him. There you go. Who's the last that's, one? That's it. It's, it's crazy. And this this Fra- conveyor John belt. John Shea was the last Irish player to go to a top four. And we say yeah. top four: United, Liverpool, Chelsea. Charles Boers in there as well. No, maybe. no chance. No. <laughs> there's there's no one. No, come You're just talking about my name, Steve Finnan, Liverpool. Yeah, but he's not even no. He didn't come from Ireland. He's an English lad. Finland's English lad, is he? I think he is, yeah. yeah I think the, the last under 19 squad, five guys I think it's born from Ireland. That's what, I think that's the that best way to judge it. If you look at 10 years ago, or maybe even even every single year, look at the 21s, look at the 19s or your squad, and see how many of them have, not even that, see how many of them have made a career of football, have have done well at the highest level. Look, you used to go to every Rovers game, right, or whatever. Would that not annoy you seeing guys that weren't even Irish? Yeah, it would. Be, it, it would. Or whatever, it would know. annoy me because we don't have our in- infrastructure in place. That's yeah. why it would mo- annoy me to the extent that we we can't accommodate. We have to go and look for these guys who are that's a, born in different areas and, and things I like think, that. I think the because we, we don't give a scale. Scale. You know, yeah, Like sure. I, I put a question to Dermot Keeley. He was doing Dermot Keeley was doing a League of Ireland podcast. No, it wasn't a podcast. It was a vlog, and uh, Paul Nealon, I think it was. Was doing it and fair play to him. He's doing. He's doing quite a lot. Have you seen him recently, Carl? No. There's this guy doing this new League of Ireland TV, and he's interviewing Zaid. He's he's doing he's doing great stuff. And he uh, the question I put to him. Now I didn't hear a response, but I said, "Do you think John Delaney is doing a good job and should remain as the head of the mm. FAI?" And I I didn't hear what his response was. Well, but I'm going to put that question to you to the boy. Is do you think John Delaney is doing a good job as the F as well, the FAI it, 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 CEO? I, me no not if he's looking after that if you five guys born in this country playing for the under 19s out of 20 lads I think that's a joke mm. same with the 21s I there was one yeah, squad where only two I, I were Irish born of the whole squad yeah. I think that's frightening yeah, yeah. but I guess the, the full internationals we've eight or nine guys that came from the League of Ireland mm. I actually thought that was one of the best photos ever he had was it the one all the, the, all the boys all the clubs that came I thought it was deadly I thought yeah, it was great, really good. great for the FBI I didn't think what about you Tom do you think, do you think John Delaney's doing a good job well I don't know not for the money I, I don't know if you can put it all at John Delaney's door you know and I'm not oh, I, I, you know I disagree I mean? with that no look, I think you could you, if you're looking it's at the head honcho yeah I know but if you're looking at the schoolboy setup, like you're looking at normal big clubs in Dublin they don't your care your archers and your Bilbo's and Kevin's they don't care after under 15s. And I don't care what you say. They 100% agree they're, with you. They're, it's they're, a money game for them, yeah, isn't it? Their production line to 15s them. to get compensation after they go to England. Don't care where they go. And, and, and that's where... And will they look after them when they come home? Will they do anything for sure them? they have no clue after no, they come home. No clue. That's, the, that's where Rovers now are booking the trend. Like, we're trying to say, look, you don't have to go away. 16, you don't have to go. Stay with us. We put you through college. And you can play for Air Force Team yeah. at 19. 
there's you know your pathway I mean? to do it. If, you, if eventually you would like to go abroad. Yeah, if you're good enough at 15 and you're still good enough at 19, you go away. See, that's the thing, you know right? That's, I mean? that's the misconception that parents have. They seem to think, oh, well, if they want him at 15 years of age, he has to go abroad. If you're not... Yeah. You're not yeah. No, they're, they're afraid, afraid to miss you're so uneducated. Yeah, they're afraid. Are they all stupid money then? There you go. That has Can to be. I hear this, Did Nando Stokes get a gaff given to him? A gaff. Here's a house. His father negotiated. I heard something deal. like some club offered a hundred grand that this kid doesn't go to on trial to any other club. Any other club. Any so, club. so that's stunting him. First of all, I think that's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's it's not like it's it's hard for, to turn it down. It's hard. You understand uh, Fifteen that. and you, someone comes in and they come into the parent and say, mm. over the next three years, when your kid turns sixteen, mm. we're gonna give him a million quid. Very hard. How, it is hard. How do you turn yeah, it down? It's, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's easy to say, oh, oh yeah, stay yeah. and develop yourself and do it. Even if I fit in, I'd go. There's a million, million, million quid sterling. And now you you must be saying that from some sort of experience. Oh, I know, I know a lad, yeah. not too far me, that got a million pound sterling Jeez. for signing for a million pound signing yeah. fee. Now a friend of mine, I'm not, I won't, like I won't name names, but he didn't get anything anywhere near that when he signed when he mm. went abroad a pal who he used to pal around with for years and he's still playing and he's still playing yeah that's good yeah. he's still playing he's, he's made a very good career for yeah. himself but he we're talking like five figures mm. is why he got signed mm. on but a million pound is a massive amount of money like, like where it's okay saying oh yeah development but someone told you like, your doorstep bag of cash you know what I mean look at someone different. like Jebber Clark if he was to move as a 20 year old now having had two years under his belt definitely proper benefit, senior yeah. men's football yeah. he might have a greater chance now like, oh, definitely, well he definitely has it definitely has whereas a imagine he went, he went over at 15 correct he could be yeah. lost but the system. Trevor Clark will go over now as 19 a 20 year old and a club will pay whatever they pay from a million two million right. they'll appreciate him more than oh, someone yeah. they sign on a white yeah. yes yeah. contract for 60, white, yes, quid, yeah. for 60 yeah. quid a week and they look at him and say European football yeah. he's, he's played two or three seasons with yeah. men's football under his belt and, and like I said the League of Ireland is getting a little but, bit better as reputation wise and they say okay well he's played men's football at a good standard yeah. and they, they will appreciate him arguably two best players ever played for Ireland Roy Keane and Paul McGrath yeah. played League of Ireland yeah. Yeah. Paul McGrath played to 22 you know and uh, what else we got, Carl? We have um, Taha Hoop on the forum. He says to Derek, was it loyalty, love for the club, fear of change, something else, or a combination Lack of, of things that kept you around? <laughs> you, you actually named them all. <laughs> <laughs> you named them all. Yes. Listen, I, I, was, I, was saying, I was nearly gone. I was nearly thrown so out. So what like. made you, did you, did you fall in love with Rovers? Because I'll tell you, my, my, like, my love story for Rovers was the passion from mm. other people. Like yeah. I got taken to a game and it, it came down to like I said spoke about him earlier Kenny B a fellow from Scotland well he's, he's from he's from Crumlin originally but he his enthusiasm towards games just mm-hmm. just got me enveloped in the whole Affected. thing yeah. because like he we worked together and he'd be ringing me and be like Gar go to Waterford away yeah. cover for me yeah. and I'd be like okay no problem right <laughs> but one, one, one time it was brilliant he was telling me he said listen Tell the gaffer I'm work. I'm on the way in. I'm not gonna be there. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, just make, just keep, keep him, keep him winded. I said, no problem. I'll wind him up. And uh, oh, he said, oh yeah, he's on his way in. No problem. He'll be on his way in. And as the as time went on, he he ended up being spotted on RT News. <laughs> <laughs> right, can in hand, on yeah, the, a walking yeah. boy. I think he had the scarf on, yeah. and he's going to the train station. 
and he's drinking the can and the, the gaffer saw it yeah. and he came up to me and he goes Kenny's on his way in isn't he? I said yeah he's on his oh, way yeah. in he's yeah. 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 sure yeah and he showed me on his phone and he goes yeah he's on his way in I got <laughs> snared but his enthusiasm for rowers just made me fall in love with it and the same with the prof the prof said to me I started dragging him along the games yeah. and he said yeah just, I, might, I might go to the other one I said Carl it's all I know yeah, it is. Yeah, it's <laughs> all of that. Right, I won't see that. you once every fucking four or five weeks. You're coming to every game. <laughs> yeah. He's my And now game. he's yeah. fucking hardcore, yeah. more than me, goes yeah. to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's it's it's the love. And it what, is, what, yeah. When did you realise? Well, I think after once I got through the Ray Tracy thing, I was just saying earlier, once I got through all of that, you know, as I said, it was nearly gone three times, you know? Yeah. And um, so I, I think even then it was a conscious decision I didn't want to go anywhere there was a bit of fear to change I wasn't that type of fella I wasn't a loud fella get into the dressing room yeah. he tell you there's certain fellas that are loud and wouldn't bother and bother them you know I was kind of type of fella sit in the corner kind of fucking throw me shout out every day yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but look when I threw it out I threw it out you know yeah. could be cutting enough but yeah. uh, there was a bit of that and then again going back to what I was saying we used to go for a point after every game so you'd be mingling with the fans yeah Look, they're not, and that helps. That, of course, that, that gives you an attachment, no, doesn't it? They're, they're telling you about the good old days and this yeah. and that, and you know, so it kind of drip feeds you and that, you know. So you yes, can't you get, against you that, get to know the fans. Oh, you did, you know what I mean? but, but that's that's oh, a part of the experience, isn't it? A very good yeah. friend, and that, yeah. you know, because that's that's what me and Carl are trying yeah. to create with the players. We're trying to create a bond. And, and let them know that fans really, really do mm. care about the club. Mm. Should they kept the club playing? Oh, they bought the club. Yeah, you know what I mean? They really care about the club. And we're turning up every so often, two yeah. or three times a week to interview them. Yeah. We want to give content to the fans. Yeah. We want the fans to know who they are, yeah. to know what they're like as yeah. players, to give them a little bit more about So maybe them. that's what they need now as opposed to what we had. Our, mm. our thing was after a game. Oh yeah, two. yeah, and, and that's not going to happen. Point. It's not going to. It's totally point or two. Well, the point yeah. is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless they came with the club, him. The club, him. The men are doing his breakdance with the club, him. Umbrella singing in the rain. So, uh, Darrow, uh, did you ever sit down over a point and think that uh, you should have won more than you did at Rovers during your career? And or I mean, your loyalty never comes into question for this, but did or did you think that? Um, you ever wanted to achieve what you wanted to achieve? Like, I don't think I thought I should have won more. Yeah. But few, few regrets that we didn't, you know. Definitely that cup final against Derry. Mm. We were favourites going into that. The cup final yeah. against Galway. I think we, in that year, I think you might be able to That must have been heartbreaking as a player. The Galway one, now, I, I could handle it a little bit more because it's only 19-20 at the time. But we beaten them that year 4-0. 5-1, 5-0, something ridiculous like that, you know? Do you reckon it was... Uh, oh, we just had to what was the mindset going into the game? There was badges, 25 uh, cup wins oh. and all that. It was, was it true that you blamed and yourself? Hold on, so, yeah. I lost so kick out, yeah. what year was yeah. that? There was badges saying 25... 1991 or something like that. And we're still talking about Stroy for 25. Stroy for 25. But they had the badges, that's it. Just go up, collect the trophy. But on the day, we blew it. The only one that played well that day was Barry Murphy. The rest was, the rest yeah. was were poor, you know. But the one actually hurt more was the, the one against Derry. So it was oh. 12 years later. I, I was only on the bench, you know. But uh, I think we were expected to beat them as well. We were, we were yeah. a bit more kind of... Yeah, yeah. Even so Steve, it's more because we were playing a talk. Playing a talk, but I think we were. Like a, I think yeah. to be honest, I think we were a slightly better team at the time. Yeah. Not much in it, you know. And of course, mm. Coyle came out and scored. You know, it was a great goal, wasn't it? He kind of flicked it over his head and that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no way any team would be stressing here. <laughs> Unbelievable oh, yeah. finish. <laughs> As I said before, what a player. But, he, but bar that, like 
again, you could have went off. I could have went to pants or bows or shells or whatever. You and there was offers on the table. All the your career. Yeah. So I never thought money to anyone, bar yeah. one, you know. Never thought. Because I didn't want to get tempted. Yeah. That I, only looking back on it now, maybe that was a subconscious thing, you know. Yeah. If someone dangled a carrot in front of you, you might have went, you know. Yeah. So I never brought it to that stage, but I'd let the club know that yeah. I was talking to these clubs. To try, try and get a few quid extra for himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wasn't the fucking Well, it's all about number know? one at the end of the well, day, it's really. Not, it's not even that. You've got to look after yourself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we mentioned that uh, you're a one-club man, which is like a rarity in football Should these days. So it actually made me on one-club man 11. Oh, your so, own one? Yeah. I've, I've seen it. one recently. Maybe you saw mine. I saw, no, I saw, I saw one on goal.com. It was Totty. Yeah. Totty was in a Maldini. With a couple of Gerard, a couple of players going. But Gerard doesn't count anymore because he paid for Eddie's Eddie Gas. Yeah, true, true. Does he not regret that? He probably took well, well, yeah. a bank account. Yeah, <laughs> 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 but even uh, I play with a. His son actually works for me. He's my business partner now. I'm an electrician. Uh, Martin Lawler. Martin Lawler right. was with Dundalk from 18 years of age to 33. So I've arose for a year. Uh, Ray Tracy fucked him out in the back Dundalk. I'd say he regrets that one year. He probably yeah, he knows, yeah. Because he made a lot more appearances than I did yeah. in the league. You know, he would have played five fifty six hundred times. You know, really? Yeah, Martin Lawler did. Yeah. Right, so my uh, one club man eleven. See if he's agreed with this. Right. Got Packy Bonner. Spent his whole career at Celtic. Yeah, well, Tommy's better than him. Don't agree with that. Right back, I've gone Gary Neville. Gary Neville, yeah. Left back, no brainer, Paolo Maldini. Mm-hmm. And in the centre, centre back, we got Franco Baresi and Tony Adams. Franco Baresi, yeah. Oh, no. That's a tough one. Come on, right midfield. I've got Messi, Iniesta, De Rossi, and Scholes. De Rossi, what a man! Yeah. Jesus, that's yeah. Probably a bit harsh leaving out Ryan Giggs. Yeah, well, he's the new Wales manager. Yeah, 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 he deserves it. <laughs> he deserves it. Yeah, Scholes a makeshift winger, just like for England. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fifty caps. Or you could go with a four, a four midfield like Jules. Four. Yeah, four centre midfield. Four centre midfield. Scholes is one of my favourite ever players. Yeah, yeah. It's like a first player. name on this team. Ship on the boat. Super player. No front of Gamble, Matt Letizier. Matt Letizier. Oh no! no. And oh. Francesco oh. Totti. No. Oh, that's Totti. Totti has been having the TCA. Yeah, yeah. 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 but he had a bit of magic in him. No, just no ambition. Like all the other lads, you know, world-class players, but he just never wanted to leave. Do you reckon? I was a big fan I like the spectacular goals. He got some goals, apparently. Yeah, he did. You just wanted a comfortable So who were you leaving out, though? Who we um, well, well I mentioned Giggs. <laughs> it was a close call between me, me and Giggs. You <laughs> it was a close call between Derek and Iniesta, but he just got the nod. Did, so, yeah. What, what's he Carlos Poyal could have put him in. Carlos yeah. Poyal was he yeah. in my club? Yeah. If you narrowly missed out, like you got Casillas, you ended up going to Porto. Yeah. Oh, right. He would have been the most. <laughs> so he didn't miss out. He left. Yeah, he went to Porto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he killed clubs. <laughs> well, but so he doesn't out. even qualify. Yeah. That's what I mean. He missed out. Of being a one-man club, yeah. Zanetti. Zanetti's a few. That's me. Zanetti, Zanetti's yeah. been a couple of seasons in Argentina. Gerard went to LA Galaxy. Mm-hmm. But once you mentioned, there was an article by... Yeah, so uh, there's any lads that missed out that were one-man <laughs> yeah. clubs. Yeah, there's an article by Ralph Ellis in the Daily Mail a few years ago. He wrote this whole article where he insisted that Trevor Brooking does count as a one-club man. I would have thought that, yeah. 
Well, and this would be for. like this would be the shortest argument well, ever. If I was to argue with him, he would say, "Right, he's one good man." I would say, "Well, he played two games for Cork City." Well, he is. He is. Well, he played. He said, debate over. Debate over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, obviously, yeah. he's a two good man. Wasn't on loan. No, he played two league games. Yeah, but then no for Cork City. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Charlton. Walford, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, no, officially played for a different But he, he went on yeah. this whole tirade about, oh, he wasn't paid and all this. Well, officially he played two games for Cork City. He so went to Cork City. That's yeah. it. Oh, no, right, because he's the love of Cork City. Yeah, yeah. It was because his boyhood club. Yeah. No, doesn't count. Yeah. Brooking himself said, like, that's harsh. Not calling me a one club man, but. You're not, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so we have a bit of squad news our last bit of squad news two Rovers players have went to Bray Sean Heaney and Dara Gibbons and then we have Cameron King who signed for Kings Lynn Town in the 7th tier so he's no English longer football no longer the ninth tier superstar no longer. he's the 7th tier yeah. superstar he could, uh, that's about his level he did an interview for his new club yeah. and he was talking with Rovers he had this to say he said Rovers had a good side we were just quite inconsistent we had some great games and then there was somewhere we just couldn't find the net. He said, I learned a lot from it because other than Tetford, that's the other non-league team, yeah. he said, it was my first real first team football in front of fans and stuff, week in, week out. The only thing was I was played out of position. I was out wide in the wing, so I ended up drifting into the number 10 role because that's more natural for me. He said, I prefer finding the holes in between other teams' midfields and defence. That's it. Blame Bradley because he was shit. So a D. We, we all, all did, did that. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dean Carpenter also announced on Instagram that he won't be signing a new contract with Rovers. He said he's going to focus on his health and fitness business. So um, yeah, Dean. Dean did a job for us. Dean uh, slotted in nicely. He was solid. Yeah, no, great, no, that's, that's Daryl cracking open the champagne, <laughs> yeah. the prosecco. Yeah. People, Derek, people love that. Every time we do the show, like, that's their favorite thing about please, it. Please, more sounds of cans yeah, opening. Yeah. What have we got? We got some sort of goat beer. Yeah. He's gonna slot <laughs> straws <laughs> rubbing on his head now. Aaron Dobbs, it's he it's is gonna. You well to get yourself out of that. <laughs> racist, by the way. There was a goat on the side of the beach. You made a note. No goodbyes for you. I'm hungry now. So you have a club. Yeah, so Aaron Dobbs, uh, I, I still think he's a prospect. I, th- I still think mm. he's he's he could amount to something. So he's on loan at Wexford and he scored in a recent 4-1 defeat. So he's there for the 2018 season. He's a Wexford native. Yeah. So that means he's uh, close to home and he's still playing football. So he I, I think he's I think he could do something eventually. He's, he's a good prospect. It's just all about getting games under their belt. And it's a hard team to break into because we only play one up front. But that happened there. For the foreseeable future. That actually happened all hunt. He, yeah, he was signed from Waterford. Came up and he was he was long. He shipped back, back on, was he? Back to Waterford. He did a season down there. Yeah, kind of made him. See, came back up to Wolves and got to move over to Scotland. Similar then, age, I think. Yes, yeah. eighteen. Exactly, and and this, from what I've heard, he's he's shit hot. Mm. And mm. he didn't score a competitive goal last season. Missed no. a pen on the cup. He did score in a friendly in Brayable. How's the score for Wexford? Yeah? It's a confidence game, really. But listen, we wish him all the best. And the squad went through their paces with the soldiers of Carl Brewer Barracks. 7th Battalion last week so they're getting ready for the, the battle ahead of this season have you ever done any training with the with the Army Corps or anything like that lads? No I remember playing a few yeah. games against it looks like that, tough yeah. it really yeah. does the lads said they were put through their paces yeah. and they really enjoyed it so it, uh, it looked like a, a bit of crack as well mm. 
And we, to do, we went over to Wilkins and it was over at Leeds, we had to do it. And all the Irish lads had to get a special screen to go into the army barracks. You serious? <laughs> yeah. You know, you're messing up. No, I'm not taking the piss. What, no. as if they got Semtex in their shoes? Or well, back then you would. That was it. Yeah. That was when the IRA. El Paddy the Terrorist? Yeah. Yeah. Are you for real? Yeah. You got a special yeah. screening? Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't get in then? <laughs> Felix, <laughs> Felix, <laughs> Felix, <laughs> Felix is interested in him. <laughs> How much job for you? Have a job for you? Fucking Australian, is it? Try to shoot Flynn from the mob, eh? Keep slagging her accents. Yeah, yeah. That's because they're terrible. <laughs> yeah, I suppose yeah. they are, right? So, uh, in as, we, as we mentioned earlier, the club oh, officially got. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> Elaborate, lads. What about Cardiff? We had a great. We got parted. We yeah. had a free season. Oh, it, was, well, it was only five, five nil, though, wasn't it? Only ended yeah. five yeah. nil. But of course, Dan Asmey, the last wanted to go out, and I was just recently named captain. You know, <laughs> so you so had to I, pretend to give yeah, a fuck. No, I went to go up to David, was the manager at the time. You know, so I went to go out. Come on, Daryl, go and fucking ask David. Can we go out? I was like, your man out of Oliver. Please, Dave. Please, sir. Can we have some points? <laughs> That's what it was. Exactly what it was. Yeah. My parents just, yeah, go ahead. But we came, would you? Yeah. I just came out with a club. I was a researching question for you, Derek, and like, I read an article in 1999 from the Indo, and it was talking about that Cardiff game, because it was meant to be a pre-season tournament in Cardiff. I think originally, yeah. And it was cancelled. The John Charles Cup or something, was it? And like, it was all the stuff that went wrong. It was like, the, the tournament's been cancelled. Friendly against St. Johnson, can't find a day for it, cancelled. Mm-hmm. Morton Stadium, we can't get into it for another few weeks because there's some like athletic games on. And then the very end of the article just said, but in good news, Rowers was meant to move into Tada in September. <laughs> this really? was 1999. Mm. As I said, yeah, 1996 was the first time I saw the plans. Yeah. Like, yeah. So 1999, they were talking. I remember you'd read a few articles after that, and it's kind of like, and next year, we say 2001, and next year we're going to be in Tala. We actually trained on the pitch, right, Michael? Yeah, we trained, yeah. We trained on the pitch. Uh, a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No way. We were thrown off for health and yeah. safety reasons. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Health and safety? Yeah. It was a famous photo, wasn't it? It was a photo around 2001, I think, where you picture of you in front of the shell. Yeah, yeah. shell of Tala. Yeah, yeah. No, we used to try and fair bit out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the defence. Yeah. <laughs> and as we mentioned earlier, the club officially confirmed the signing of Joel Coustron. I think that's how you pronounce that. <laughs> yeah. Joel Coustron. Really? Yeah. Since uh, I get better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What did you think that was? <laughs> Austrian. Leeds, you know, he's back Yorkshire, is it? Yorkshire. And Brad said he had his eye on him for a few years. Ever since he played in Ireland at an underage game in Tallinn, and he reckons the fans will like him, he's a natural winger. And uh, I'd be a bit wary of people who have their own website, joelcustron.com. Yeah. Oh, does he? So, I asked him about that. What yeah. did he say? Yeah, he said his dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his dad. He said his dad is in IT, so he had the website made. Oh, for him. well, okay. If like, not many, how many League of Ireland players have had their own website? I think Max Blanchard did. Yeah, Maxi did. Max, Maxi was okay. Maxi did a good. Maxi did a job for us. Yeah, but a picture of the lads at the barracks we mentioned earlier. They were there, went up, the day that that signing was being announced. Yeah, so people were going through the picture of the lads in their gear and their hats. Same myself. Who was it? There was like a couple who, I couldn't who's identify. Who's the new yeah. signing? Yeah. And then we had a media event with yeah. PFAI and Daniel Carr was in it, who was mm. still on trial yesterday. So I mean, if you're going to do a media event, and you're on trial, pretty much mean you're going to sign. What do you yeah. think? 
Um, I mean, why would he be, include yeah, a, a trialist? Yeah, he'd be, well, he'd be he, could, he could be still on yeah. trial. Yeah, yeah, see how he gets yeah, on. Yeah, avoid something like that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But funny enough, Joel wasn't at that the the, the barracks thing, so the people were wasting their time. He's updating his website. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. putting up selfies. Brazzer, Brazzer got back from it, popped on the green jumper. Hey, presto, with a new player. That was but, it. but a lot of people were complaining about how long it took for the announcement to be made. Uh, what happened there, Prof? It was just a combination of things. Like usually, that stuff is done in the morning. But it only started in the afternoon. Right. And then there was more delays. Like, we're not deliberately trying to piss people off by delaying announcement for four to five hours. It just sort of happened that way. Yeah. But, uh, no, I think it was a one-off. But uh, some of the accents I've had to deal with so far. These <laughs> new signs. I've got two lads from Wexford. We've yeah, you've eaten boy. He's quite the, we've quite got, the coach, uh, is the Scotsman, Gilchrist. And uh, this fellow's from Limerick. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, with a few songs written from already in the forum, and uh, one that changes the lyrics of Purple Rain, so we thought we're going to give that a go. So how's your singing voices, lads? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Okay, How so are you about Purple Rain? Do you know the song Purple Rain? I do, no, yeah, but I'm normally a kind of... Um... <laughs> you know Greg O'Halloran? Yeah. No, no. I, I used be. to hate that in the bus so, uh, I used to hate the sing songs. I'd, I'd, no, I'd be joining her in her, but then you yeah. might say, Here, Daryl, give us a song. I'd be gone. Yeah. I'd be riding your man O'Toole, yeah. maybe 30 miles back there. <laughs> was, was there an, an initiation actually? Was there like that when you first joined the club? No. No, Because there is, it seems to be that way with Rovers now. I'd hate to sing a song. Oh, jeez. Oh, that. yeah. 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 I've seen a couple of videos, this, you have to yeah. sing I'd a song. I'd rather kick in the nuts. Yeah. Just kick me in the nuts. Kick me in the nuts, I'll get her over it. Yeah, I'd rather that. Ready? Joel Constrained. Joel Constrained. Joel Constrained. Joel Constrained. Joel Constrained. This is obviously the only this, this, is gonna be a, this is going to be an East End classic. Uh. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's perfect now. So, uh, yeah. Carl, you were going to talk about songs that uh, yeah. stuck out. Any songs the that the fans sung about you guys that stuck out, good or bad? Mine is fairly simple, isn't it? You, oh, you make a song about here, yeah. you prick. No, no, I remember a fella saying to me, actually, okay. actually before we talk in about each that, car, he actually said, strangest thing, you're here said, 12 yeah. years and we don't have a song about you, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, maybe because it was brutal. <laughs> but yeah. what's, the, what's the strangest thing anyone's ever said to you? Anyone, any insults that stuck out? Um, but I, look again, go back when I first. Played even, even if you, you just get a little bit of stick as, as a young fella now. Yeah. In fairness, you know yourself, the Rovers crowd are they're a tough crowd to play yeah. for. When, and it can affect you as a player now, you yeah. know. But if it goes the other way, if you're doing well, they'll back you to the hilt and that, yeah. you know. But in terms of songs, they're probably, um, I can't, I can't think one uh, straight off my head now, you know. No. Nothing about me now, you know. Yeah, yeah. But what about sets of fans as well? What were the worst sets of fans that you had to deal with as regards to opposition? Who who gave the most stick? Again, obviously the balls. Balls, you know, yeah. Be balls. 
But you you knew the Rose fans were down the other end. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind, of, it's kind of different for the keeper because uh, yeah you're, you're constant abuse you're, you're, yeah, you're probably got a more yeah you yeah, probably yeah, have yeah, because I know for a fact yeah. every opposite when I'm in that shed end you're I'm, giving it yeah. see, see when there's a free kick getting taken I'm going left left <laughs> right right I'm screaming I'm screaming and, and he's looking around going what the fuck yeah. it's amazing the ball's moving to the left the ball's moving he's really? like no 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 no. Do you know? And do you know who came up with that for us? I think it was Eddie McGrath. <laughs> it's amazing how little you hear them. It really is. It's amazing if you're really concentrating on the game now. If you're in the middle of the park or whatever, and no, you just it's hear yeah. it's different. Tony, like Tony's kind of like he's away from us now. You know, he's playing. He's right beside the crowd. Now, yeah. You know? So he'd hear a lot more than us. You know. But when you're yeah, kind of like, in the middle of the park, you'd be actually more giving a bit of chip to the to to the players. And yeah, that, you know? yeah. Kenya was great. Now I have to say now. He'd be fucking in their ear and that, you know. Look, he always passed sideways. Sideways, he always goes mm. sideways. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then the midfielder might try and pass it forward and he'd make a pause. Right? I fucking told you there, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can't do he it. He was, you know? yeah, he was in, in ah, their ears. I'm now, you know. Like, like, I mean, we're maybe, what, six to ten feet away from the goalkeeper in, in the shed end and they well, hear everything. Yeah, you can hear it. They can, hear you everything. You can call a fucking... You know, oh, just yeah. the usual. Yeah. Like that's not. And then every so prick. often, some something personal might pop out. You'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah, you're the old lad got sacked as a plumber. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, <laughs> yeah. there's a leak in the pipes or whatever. You know? Yeah. Well, I, I got it all. The only thing I, I never kind of liked was when the Bows fans were saying about my brother. That was the only. Well, thing. Well, that's yeah. that's gone. That was the only. Yeah. They that said was, something like that. Yeah. That they had a song going about. That's the only thing. A song. Yeah. But that's. Um, Fuck. it was na 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 where's your brother gone sort of thing you know what I mean that was the only thing and that I didn't like it like yeah, everyone, no, 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 no. there couldn't be too many of them singing that no but in fairness and I, when I got done for signing a riot signing a riot there was two fans that wrote to me and said they'd pay me fine yeah. you know what I mean two Bowes fans yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. really? yeah wrote to me and said look whatever fine you get just send it on to me. I can't there. believe people are actually saying something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was the only time. Other times, like down in Cork, it was great. Like they'd be saying, wanker, wanker, give us a wave. And yeah. you just give them a wave. Yeah. And they fucking go bananas then, you know what I mean? But the only thing about that, they never realised they were singing at me the whole fucking game. All the rest of the game was going on. They were yeah. supporting yeah. their team. Yeah. And could I, I guarantee you, the lads could have told you what I was doing the whole game. In wouldn't the shed, know what's going on wouldn't have a clue match. the whole match mm. you know what I mean and that took and especially down the shed end down in Cork that took took them out of the whole game because yeah. they were concentrating on me more than they were so that's on the a part of play game. for you really as well yeah, isn't yeah. it as well you could just play it up take yeah. the fans out of the game because it's a big, it's a big oh, factor I loved it you know especially know? down there yeah, yeah fans are a factor yeah. yeah we had uh, Gary Shaw on here on the show last year and we asked him like what was your funniest moment in football and he said he was playing for Bray the night that Rowers won the league 2010 and he says someone in the crowd turned to him and says here you you look like a fucking Christmas tree and we ended up having and the actual like, guy who said that to him we found out on the live on. show and then he was here for a live show and he, and he goes that was actually me yeah. by the way I, was like, I just want to say sorry Shazzy about yeah. that yeah. <laughs> that was me Forky Forky <laughs> was, yeah, mad. so yesterday we played Longford in Rosedone and Cove Ramblers and Tala Two games in the same day again, and we beat Longford 3-1 with goals from Pico, Burke and Aaron Bulger. 
And then we had uh, Dan Cleary was the only trialist in that one. And we had Collins at right back again. And it was Gary Shaw's fourth game of pre-season. Shaw's he suffered a broken arm in Bray last October. Four to six months rehab, they said. But 13 weeks later, he was here playing 70 minutes and getting two assists. Yeah, so Shaw's is back and uh, motoring. Great to see him back in the So pitch. it's good to see him back. Daddy Cool is back. Look good too. Yeah, no, he's... It's uh, very, uh, very bad conditions in this game. So it was a very small crowd. Oh yeah, it was it was brutal. 11 a.m. Um, on, a, on a Saturday is not the yeah. best time in the Pistons of rain, so... Longford played some nice stuff, actually. Longford did, yeah? Yeah, got an eight guys in the first half. Neil Fenn seems to be wanting he's, them to play good ball. He's doing a decent job since he came in there. Yeah. Uh, we had the return of Darren Meenan. I heard he was getting stuck in. Came on the second half, yeah. You joined Longford because the move to Belgium didn't work out. Yeah, the uh, fourth tier of Belgium, I think it was. And, uh, and, uh, Longford brought on a keeper as a sub and he was tiny about 5-6 really? yeah that's small for a keeper now yeah. <laughs> and then we um, beat Cove 2-0 uh, Finner and Emmanuel Lawal got a header as well and I think we had wholesale changes on the 70th minute we had literally 10 subs mm. the whole team and Trev Clark stayed at left four luckily Kim Brando got a bit of a knock so hopefully there's nothing permanent there and uh, the lads are alright yeah, Trev came on just before the 10 change, so he's probably captain. The veteran 19-year-old, yeah, Trevor Clark. Yeah, it's hard to believe he's still 19, considering the yeah. the seasons that he's had at Rovers. He's been he's been fantastic since he's came to the first team. All right, so we're just looking at the team sheet here, and it reads Horgan, Boyle, Abulu, Grace, Greg Bulger, Coustron, uh, Finn, <laughs> Carr, Wax, what was that? <laughs> the Peruvian. Carmine, Gilchrist or Gilchrist. Still not sure, and the last one, Ooh. his name was Smithers. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> yeah, so that's the first appearance for uh, Lee Grace. Wholesale changes in the second half with all the under 19s coming on, and uh, this happened in all four friendlies as well, didn't it? Mm-hmm. With Smithers starting, I think they like Smithers. And Excellent. I think <laughs> he seems to be getting a run out quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, tall as well. He's only uh, he's only a young lad, but he's about six two. Our shooting was great. Right it's that on the only day and start we fucking monsters. Yeah, they're all. Big they have the monster yeah, already. They're all big lads. Mm. Yeah, our shooting wasn't great in this game. Love shots straight at the keeper, but uh, nice run out on Tada. That was our first preseason friendly in Tada. But we need to fix the scoreboard. It's been going on since September now. You're a sparks. Daryl, get in there. We'll fix that scoreboard. So make hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> John Conley. <laughs> yeah, John. John's a jack of all trades. But um, we had a little pause there for opening some beer from Cario Penny Hill. That's don't forget fun. your craft beer needs. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. well, sticking it's them on the fucking brogues now in a sec. <laughs> so uh, it's hard to believe, but we're coming up. On our 10th season in Tala, can you believe that? 10, yeah. Nearly, we're, we're coming up on it, and it's uh, everyone remembers the first game of Tala against Sligo. Twiggy's fantastic finish, do you remember? King Gavin Pierce got the goal for them that day. Shane Robinson, in an interview, said uh, Michael O'Neill may be captain for the season, and he said he wanted me to speak to the boys in the huddle before the kickoff, and he knew what he was going to say long before the night arrived. He said, Any player who played for Rovers who knows the club means knows what it means to supporters but I wanted to make sure all the new boys knew as well in the huddle I spoke about the troubles the club had and that they endured during the last few years supporters who lost 
and it never got the chance to walk out until players who dreamed of playing here and the fans who saved the club and that they believed I told them that this night belonged to the fans and that they were lucky ones playing that they were not going to uh, disappoint anybody to lead the team out that night and for the reason it made me so proud I remember training on the pitch and talent during Rico's time and management and players like Derek Tracy and Terry Palmer who at the time thought it was only a matter of months before they played there and I know how much the likes of Derek would have loved to have played there and that wasn't lost on me so Robbo's words were uh, they were they were quite inspirational at the mm. time and you had your uh, testimonial in Tala mm. didn't you? yeah probably uh Two or three years after that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's close um, enough to have it. Like I said, there was uh, considering the amount of stuff that, uh, <coughs> just the amount of trouble that the club went through all through those years, it's uh, a, a lot of play, a lot of fans, a lot of the new fans are quite spoiled, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Considering the amount, the amount of fans that did stick with the club through those years, you have to, you have to thank them, pretty much, and, mm-hmm. and just say, I mean, look at the amount of crap that they went through, yeah, yeah. but all the different home grounds, all the different venues. Just everything in general, and you would have been there mm. through the whole thing. There, so you definitely have to um, thank all the fans for that. Could you just been? You could imagine being a fan now, having to travel over to fucking Martin's. Imagine, like, you know I, I, mean? cannot, I cannot, I cannot think, I cannot yeah, imagine no, that. Like imagine having to travel to Northside for a home game. Yeah, I know, and a lot of Northsiders travel to Tala for the home games, mm. but they're happy to do it because it's Tala. Mm, but yeah. imagine having to go to Martin Stadium mm. nowadays. Oh, they, they kept it going, hundred percent. Yeah, mm. oh, I think in this slightly perverse way I think they enjoyed that you know what I mean yeah, like they kept yeah. it going they knew what they were doing I can understand know? where you're coming from and they from, knew yeah. there was kind of like a, a thing at the end of it like a <coughs> yeah, it's a light at the end of the tunnel here. yeah exactly if you didn't have that light it was, I'd say they would have given it's up it's nearly you know? like a, a badge of honour oh it was I'd say, say it is I'd oh, say there's a bit of that now where were you that is one of those things where were you when we were shit oh exactly the hierarchy watching Daryl and Tony there certainly is a hierarchy I say there is a bit of that but look listen they say it I, just, I remember one time we were the checks were bouncing left right and centre they did a whip around we were coming off the pitch there was a bag of money put into Terry Parma's hands you know really give it up yeah. to the lads you know? that's true we never saw it now but no, Terry had a great night Terry had a great night Terry some extension yeah. <laughs> some extension <laughs> no but, I think uh, he gave it to charity <laughs> As we say, Derek, you had your testimonial. No anyway. You had your testimonial at the end of the 2010 season between a Rover Select and a League Select. Mm-hmm. And a big crowd turned out to support you that night. And we're going to let James Cook sum this up. He said, In almost 38 years following Rovers, there's only a small few I labelled the word legend. And Derek will be one of them. He always gave 100% and remained loyal to the club that was for large periods of his time with us in turmoil. I was so honoured to be asked to help out with organising this testimonial. Never did a player so much deserve one as Derek. They say never meet your heroes, but when you meet Derek, you're not disappointed. The most unassuming of lads the praise doesn't sit well with. A week after after the testimonial, my phone rang, and it was beyond weird to see Derek's name come up on it. He was ringing to say thanks for helping me out, and he'd left one of the jerseys in the office for me. It's one one of my most prized possessions, and hangs up proudly in my man cave. And you remember that? I do, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Sure, he wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> no, James did a lot for me in the testimony and that, you know. But look, I was delighted to get the game. Like, obviously, again, 1996, first time I heard about talent. For me to walk out onto that pitch with my two daughters at that stage, you know, 
it was an honour, like an absolute thrill it was, you know. So, uh, look, I wouldn't have happened only for the likes of him and Wacker and a few of the boys, Jonathan Rose, gave me the game and that, you know. Yeah. So I was very appreciative of, of it, you know. So. Like I said, the few and far between players that do line out for a club, like in, in that regards is. But again, like I said earlier, look, I might have spent a few more years longer than the other lads and that, you know. But the same thing, Tony was seven or eight years there. I keep saying a Terry Power, eight or nine, Mark Kenny, nine or ten, Gino, you know. There was lads that had spent a lot of time there, didn't want to leave the club. The only guys that left were told to go. Yeah, we were all ended up the same. We all we were all told sing your hook. Yeah. It's time for you to go, you know. No one left, you know, until to it got to a certain stage where yeah. where the money was kind of ridiculous, you know. Mm. So look, I might have spent a few more years than the other lads, but that's all it was, you know. A couple of years. Well, I just would you just, echo that as well? Well, just on that, I just like I, you know, you you hear of Rovers legends, and I think it's <laughs> I think it does be bandied around too fucking too much I wouldn't class myself as a Rovers legend I'd say I played a good few games enjoyed it enjoyed the banter with balls but if there ever was a bleeding Rovers legend it's fucking Derek yeah. and without doubt like he's, he was fantastic fantastic player fantastic bloke fantastic crack um, fantastic captain and he was at Rovers for 17 one club and legend and I I don't think yeah, someone that does that comes to a club and does well for five years, to me, that's not a legend. Someone that a legend at a club is someone that's there f- seventeen years as he was, and comes on once every twenty years. I don't think legend should be fucking bandied about. Yeah, I can so understand easily, that as well because I mean? it, 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 like I said, seventeen years at a club doesn't come along very often <clears> at all. I mean, I don't. Can you name anyone else in the league that's been around that long, at a club that long? Especially this league. league. Especially this league. McNulty, really. Oh, I can't name. Mm. At the top of the head, I can't name anybody really. So, but I had a little story to give an idea how fondly Tony is remembered, Roberts. We're going to praise Tony again. Instead, first time for everything. The back that shit up. We've given Derek enough praise. He just got. Yeah, he was an average keeper. No, but was that he had he had heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was the the book launch uh, Tallow Time, written by myself and McDara Ferris a few years ago. And Tallow Time only covered the years two thousand nine to twelve. Uh, there was a chapter on the homeless years, all right, but mainly just covered the four seasons in Tallow. And the fellow came up to me, and he said, "Is Tony O'Dowd in this book?" And I said. I said, no, no, sorry, it's, it's, it's covering the tally years, you know, this, you know, Tony's on it. This man's face dropped. He it wasn't was, me dad, was it? <laughs> <laughs> this man, I broke this man's heart that I didn't put Tony O'Dowd in tally time. He was devastated. Mm. I'm not sure who it was now, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there you go. Absolutely story. devastated. <laughs> I mean, but you're more of a cult hero, I'd say. Yeah, that's what I'd say. It's really, look, my what I like about probably my highest point of the career was Bowes fans had a web fucking thing. Your most hated player of all. Tony <laughs> and I topped it. So that was my high point of my career. <laughs> that's that's uh, legit for yeah, me. We were, play, we were playing Bowes one time in Talca and a lad, Bowes fan, we were, we were warming up at the Bowes end for some reason. 
And Bo's hand says, I have a fucking hit out on you. Cost me 500 quid. I went, <laughs> fucking, I can get Not killed off. for 500 quid. That's a disgrace. It'll be at least five grand. Yeah. <laughs> the Rovers had five grand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, uh, one of our most successful managers, have you heard that Michael O'Neill's in talks? Yeah. Coming to Scotland manager. It's a strange one. Step down for me. Step down, I think. But if you look, like Michael O'Neill's a shrewd man and he's probably thinking, I could take them up a level. I could do well with them, maybe qualify. Mm. And then he's thinking, I could step up again and get an even bigger job. But his stock is so high at the moment. I would have thought his stock is is high enough already. I mean, I'd say Stoker would have snapped him up at the moment. But again, you're talking about Like, how is that? He's not Irish. How the fuck is he going to manage Scotland? I know. Country. Mm. Look at Lambert, though. How has he got that job? The Stoke board members are sitting around and they're thinking, okay, we're going to take the club forward. Mark Hughes is gone. How are we going to improve the club? Mark, yeah, yeah, Paul Lambert. He's he's mm. a, he's a, he's good. Yeah, third getting, choice. Like what? Fifty. What choice. is going on with that decision? I mean, where was he before that? Or where did he come <laughs> was it, from? As, as the Villa, Villa. Villa. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. No, though, wasn't I think that was. I think that was his last job. Like, yeah. That's Keane, yeah. really. Maybe it's, that's why Roy Keane was going down as well with Martin. <coughs> Although they get the job with Martin, I might get it with Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, quiz in here. Michael O'Neill has been there for six years. Like, surely he wants to go into club management at this stage. I do. I don't think that. That's a major step up for you. No, uh, he's done a great job at them. Get yeah. out there. If you want to go, go yeah. back to the club. He, he did a fantastic job with the poison chalice that is fucking Northern mm. Ireland. I mean, yeah. that's an average team that he has there. And he's maybe going really to well. a new poison chalice. Yeah, Scotland. New poison chalice. They haven't qualified maybe since just, Maybe he just likes punishment. Maybe he just well, likes. I was, I was like, he's not thriving. Yeah, yeah, true. He is a, he's he's a chauffeur. Yeah. <laughs> so, unless the Scottish FA are going to pay for that. Uh, yeah. yeah, so last but not least, we have the Atlantic Cup. It's our pre-season in Portugal and uh, this one really took off. There's going to be about 200, 250 people going to this. It's That escalated quickly. It's a piss up. That's all it is. Let's be honest. But uh, there's a serious amount of hoops going on. Big, big travelling support. So hopefully that'll uh, give the players a little bit of support and coming into the new season and they'll they'll see that we're, uh, we're, we're truly dedicated. But well, yeah. there's a lot of people going over <laughs> for this one. Great support. Club. <laughs> Chief Floyd's over to Albuquerque. So um, we got myself. Yeah. <laughs> and Steve Siri said it's a far cry from the Roddy era pre-season in Spain. He says I think only me, Eddie McGraw, Wally, Walter Butler, Sean McNulty, and Mick Conroy travelled over to that one. So what was your pre-season like, lads? Uh, I start with you, Daryl. What do you think about pre-season three years ago? Was there any uh, trips abroad? No, up the north. That was about the most. Up the north. That was it. Across yeah. the border. No, no. Fairness. Now we had a few trips over to America. Now, sorry, I forgot about that. Oh, really? yeah, to yeah. America. Over to America, we played yeah. a few mad teams. Bruce Arena was manager for those. Yeah, that's right. No, that yeah. was a, a League of Ireland selection team. He was actually managing was the US it? Olympic team. I must say. Yeah. yeah. So you had a couple of jolly ups anyway. Over yeah, to the no, well, these were pre-season. You were over there to get fit and that. Yeah. You know? But uh, we play teams like Albany, Alley Cats, and that, you know. Albany, 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 I love these names. Albany, 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 but they played uh, a nation once again. They didn't play the national anthem. What yeah. about uh, Isle of Man, 1996? Uh, I'm going to say Isle of Man. Or 7th. You won that, no? Yeah. 
That was charge, was, uh, that's still talked about. That's charge still talked about. Charge the door. That will go with the folklore. Yeah. yeah certainly. But basically, will. it was a. Uh, this is this Portugal trip is being labelled as Oilman. I don't think you'll get a point two. No. Oh, geez, no, it's different times. But we went over there as players, and then we thought we might get annoyed out, you know, so we brought. Short or two, you yeah. know. <laughs> you got four nights out. There was fellas washing the short in the patch. Let's see, you go back out, you know. Yeah, but uh, it was chaos, yeah. Richie Porty and Tommy Dawn. Tony tell you about them two open dirty and that. They, they're just ah, Jesus. they're the maddest two I've ever met. Nuts, charge yeah. nuts. They're actually the best of mates. They love yeah. each other, but they're, they absolutely cane each other. Yeah, nothing's off the nuts. Nothing's off the view. No, nothing's best mates now. Like, I think the only sign for us, we were down in Waterford and uh, we were allowed out for the, for the two points or something down in Muldoon's in Waterford. I don't know if you remember that bills or anyway. We were in there and there Great was a DJ. There was a DJ on. Talk to John. <laughs> there was a DJ on, right? And he, he says, hey, we, uh, we're going to have a dance off, you know? So no one could up and dance, you know? So we were on our second point. Next minute, Tommy and Richie were up there dancing against each other. I think it was about eight free points. Yeah. So we had another point. The two of them were freaking nuts. They were absolutely nuts. Tommy's own, yeah. It doesn't seem like Richie, Richie, Richie's mad. Yeah. After you get everything mixed up. Yeah. Absolutely. Mr. Ed and Father Ted, you get them mixed up. <laughs> oh, James, we, there was four of us. There was me, Tommy, uh, Richie Porty and James Keddy. All played up in Derry. Me, I drive. Tommy be in the front, and Richie and James be in the back. And uh, they had to pull over one day. They were actually punching the head off of each other. <laughs> Going up to a match, James Keddy had blood coming all down his nose. So we had to wear a short. And Tony was he was wearing a white short. Blood all down. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Don't put each other on. Battering each other on the back. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we're our opponents over there. We're gonna play Dalcord. Hold on, Dalcord. I think that sounds about right, isn't it? That's FF. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that from? Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> on Tuesday, the thirtieth of January, and Hammerby on Saturday, uh, February third. And I think the Hammerby connection. There is a link between the fans there. I think that might stem back to the Jour Gardens trip. I'm not too sure. We're gonna try and find out. We're gonna get one of the ultras lads on next season but I think it might stem we have Dunster on in a few weeks yeah so we'll find out I think it might stem back to the Jour Gardens the hatred oh. of Jour Gardens so um, I don't know I love the Robert here and <laughs> <laughs> Dalcourt are a newly promoted team in Sweden founded in 2004 by Kurdish immigrants former Celtic player Mo Bangura is with them so that's something to look out for and again I was reading some uh, Wikipedia trivia that was fun I was reading it's that uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading that there was a flight from Barcelona to Germany a few years ago and this team Delcourt they were going to take that plane ended up changing their minds at the last minute and then that same flight crashed and killed everyone on board Jesus that's nuts yeah. and they missed it by literally just the decision yeah mm. and Tomer has run the rule over all their Atlantic Cup of Pounds. Big and strong. They're all big and strong. Yeah, Del Kerr, they're very big and very strong. Yeah. And there's, there's, a, there's a Croatian team, uh, Rijeka, in the other group. And uh, they beat AC Milan in the Europa League group stages. Just recently? Yeah. Well, it's a handy draw then. Yeah. And then we have Beijing Guan. Probably favourites to win. Yeah. They're in there as well, aren't they? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good strong. But the, the, Hammer, the Hammerby game was initially supposed to be played at the Estadio de Nora and it was moved to the Estadio Algarve near Faro, 20,000 seat stadium. And Sweden played Holland there in the Euro 2004 games. And uh, it's the ground where Ireland played Gibraltar two years ago. Yeah. So uh, I think that's it for today, lads. And uh, we're gonna t- we're gonna say enjoy Portugal. We'll see you. Uh, if we can ring on the hoops while while they're over there, we can get some sort of interview. We'll get the skinny of what's going on. We're coming in for some stick actually for not going on to this. Kenny yeah. B says he's gonna start his own pirate radio show. Yeah. So no more tales from the East End. And I think I think we should start a support group. Me, me, you, Jason McLean. For people who are not going to Portugal. Yeah. And we're going to petition Eurosport to show it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're getting all sorts of grief. So that's it for today's show. We want to thank Tony O'Dell and Derek Tracy for coming on the show. We've had a, a good bit of crack, loads of beer and uh, all sorts of rowers chat. So it's been great crack today. And uh, our next show is the start of season special in three weeks' time. A live audience with a few dozen fans. And it'll be made up of people who have never stepped foot in Johnny Blues before. So... Uh, that's it for today. So, lads, say see us later. Thanks, Thanks very, very much. much. Thanks, Thanks very much. And uh, keep on helping. That's see it. it. Yeah. Uma casa portuguesa fica bem Pão e vinho sobre a mesa E se a porta humildemente bate alguém Senta-se à mesa com gente Fica bem, esta franqueza fica bem Que o povo nunca desmente A alegria da pobreza está nesta grande riqueza De dar e ficar contente Quatro paredes caiadas O cheirinho alegria Um cacho de uvas douradas Duas rosas São José das Lejos Mais o sol da primavera Uma promessa de beijos Dois braços à minha espera É uma casa portuguesa com certeza É com certeza uma casa portuguesa